Hello and welcome to Roll Better Podcast 2.0, A New Dawn, Phoenix Arises type yeah. thing. So, um, Don't call yeah, we're come back. The kebab edition. <laughs> we were yeah. always the kebab edition. <laughs> yeah, we were. So, we are back. As you've seen from the logo, we are now more of a general tabletop war No, we're a god-tier podcast now because <laughs> of the hex. Like, we're all about god-tier. Yeah, so I'm going to be changing the logo, but I couldn't... I, I no, it looks, it. I think it looks good. I couldn't work out what to put instead of the ball, but anyway. A dollar kebab. It's on a, it should be a kebab. Um, so, we're back. We're going to be talking just about games because most people who know us know we love games. lots of games, lots of systems. It wasn't just GB we loved. Um... Is everyone ready for this podcast to get even less focused? <laughs> <laughs> but um, we may also be bringing in a little bit of John talking about computer games, because otherwise I don't think you'll stay on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Please be our friend still, John. You can talk about games on the video. I can sit there and comment. So it's, and tell you what I bought. <laughs> it's most likely that everyone listening to this has shifted over with us from GB. But in case we... I've got some new listeners. We shifted over to one who, who didn't know about our Gilmore stuff. Um, full disclosure: we've ordered a kebab, lots of kebab. As if we have to tell them. German kebab. It's on its way. Just a, just tickling the undercarriage of eighty quid's worth of kebab for four of us. <laughs> and one of our staples is that during recording, the delivery driver will arrive and we'll pause and eat our food, and then we'll be back sounding a bit heavier. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's that. So we're going to talk about games. We've got a few things to talk about. Yeah. I think we're going to be talking a little bit about Bushido, because mm-hmm. Matt has gone... like to the base. <laughs> balls deep. Yeah. Like Dan bought some as well, because I kept, I kept pestering him. You pestered me, and I've come so close. I suspect mm-hmm. I might... We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Might talk a little bit about Infinity, because I've uh, played a little bit of that. Um, you had a, did you have a little tester of that as well? No, I haven't yet. I, I am open to the um, option of it. Yes. Probably code one, if I'm honest, yeah. because that's like a baby's first. Yeah, but we'll talk, we can talk about that. Even though it won't be. But yeah. um, I, and John was going to talk, I think, a little bit about how much he's loving X-Wing. What's it called? Oh, Star Wars uh, Squadron. 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 Yeah. Star Wars X-Wing, but not that one. Yeah. 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 X-Wing. One. No, it's Rogue Squadron, but no, no, sorry, TIE Fighter. No, not TIE Fighter. I'm on Yeah. <coughs> and uh, Rogue One, um, Starfleet Gate yeah. Battle, that thing, yeah. space battles. I actually yeah. saw an X-wing thing come out today that I actually made me want to make X-wing, play X-wing. X-wing. So tabletop war game, fantasy sure. flight. In case you do have any new listeners, name, who are you? Oh yeah, who the fuck are we? We should fuck, say. Yeah. We just assumed you were like. We yeah, surely you've you heard know of us. us. We're internet Come celebrities. <laughs> just in case we're new people, babbled on about yeah, everything sorry. else. But say who he is. My name is Barry Gingell. I'm John Parrish. Matt Doran. Dan Adams. We are currently in John's place, the parish of Banterbury. Yes. Um, and we're still arseholes for calling it that. <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> um, what I did want to say is, we will also still do our usual hobby progress. I think we're going to do quite a bit of like news because we I keep my ear to the ground a lot. I know you, you guys do like what's coming out, what's happening. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about some Kickstarters, some models we've seen, just stuff that's interesting and exciting to us. About ner- nerdy and what we kind of do because yeah. it, I think we all kind of keep our ears around across different things as well. Yeah, like there'll be Kickstarters that you guys won't have done that I've done that Barry's decided he wants to fund as of an hour ago and. <laughs> 
exactly. There's just yeah. going to be so much stuff. I might, I might even, you know, when the need arises and <coughs> they're open again, might even drop a little movie thing in. You know, Ooh, maybe. A review? Well, less, less review. Or just a... Other people's opinions don't really matter to me, so why should our opinions matter to someone? So it's less of a review and more of just information. Okay. Although... A report. I, yeah, I guess we are technically a podcast that people are listening to, but you don't have to listen to our opinions. Barry, you know, but, but, but this whole fucking three hours, sorry, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> is, is our fucking opinions. True, but... Clearly they do matter to some people. Well, people or they're worthy of note. The, I think there's a difference when it comes to movies, because you're sort of... It's good, bad or ugly, but with games, it's more we're reporting. Good That's my thing. There's only one movie. It's not yeah, like being... <laughs> there it goes. Um, so should we start with... Oh, no, Dan, did you want to talk about your weird chess thing you were talking about? Oh, right. Not right now, but like later. I, I mean, I can... It just sounded really interesting to me. I didn't understand a fucking word of it. You wrinkled my fucking mouth, <laughs> sure. is what it did. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we start with our traditional hobby progress? And I say it in that way, mate. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you've done fuck tons. Do you want to talk about it? I've done a fair bit. Because, uh, when, when was the last time we recorded? Have I painted an entire white scar? Uh, when since we last recorded? died and we all cried. Yeah, we haven't uh, actually recorded since. We haven't recorded since, actually. We came round, but we didn't do yeah, a Yeah, so I think I've painted a white scar on me since we recorded. So, <laughs> I've... Nerd. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm already going, though. I've already wished I hadn't born before we came. <laughs> <laughs> if we could look back through the messages I was like, and no, try and talk you to off be the fair, you say that. The amount of stuff they're bringing out and all of the stuff they've released recently... Fucking impressive. It does look like, good. The amount of, like, free fucking info for everything. I was yeah. like... Okay. That's the... Oh, that's news. We'll, we'll get to news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, but I have actually genuine... Do we lose a lot, Dan? No, carry on. <laughs> it's anarchy here. I don't like it already. I'm scared. <laughs> when there's no Gilmore, <laughs> all the rules are gone. We don't know what to do. Um, I have genuinely really enjoyed painting them. So I have. It has been like a really nice um, hobby thing yeah. for me. Even though I've played a couple of games and just gone, oh fucking shit, isn't it? <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh, anyway, no, they got me. Are you, playing, are, you, are you playing New 40k with all of the secondary objectives and all that stuff? Yeah, well, like with this, I've only had like a couple of little intro games. So, fine, fine, fine. Right. Yeah, I haven't managed because of COVID. I actually haven't played. I still want to play. I still want to give it a go, you know. But I just need it's to like, actually have people to play with. It's like having a fucking bread sandwich. It's just I like bread. It yeah, it functions. <laughs> it's fine. It's just not interesting. But Fine. you can have a German Donald Kebab instead. Yeah. Um, okay, hang on. It's like a... Yeah, exactly. It's like a bread sandwich with the fucking best wrapper you've ever seen. Like, the packaging is dope. But when you open it up, it's just three bits of bread. Or it's like, just really good bread. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like a really nice sourdough. <laughs> where it's got just an edge of sweetness to it, but not too much. And it works really well. And like, you could put honey with it. You could put jam with but it. Or you I thought put, you said you didn't like it. Or you sound, put, you're making yeah. it sound very, very can nice. We, can we just go back to hobby and not... But at the end of the day, just three slices of bread together. Yeah, that's the thing. At the end of the day, it's just bread. And everyone should be bad. Yeah, can't it can't be your doorbell already. That can't have been the doorbell. We'd have heard it. Okay. We'd have smelt it. Um, so yeah, I painted like a load of the Indomitus box. I've converted up some blade garb with some buttons for shields to make them more white scarsy. I'm really fucking proud of the work I've done. Sorry. But So yeah, that. I painted So I painted all that. I've been making a load of Bushido terrain, because, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about Bushido later. I've painted a load of models for... I've painted a few models for my Minamoto clan, a few for Ito, and I've started on my Ryu. 
Um, I mean, based, four factions. I've based my Shiho. I've got, I've got, because I've got the two, the two, three model lots from Star Wars. Oh. But I'm also going to buy Young when all the other sharks come out. So, well, the, the big shark comes out, and we'll paint them like street sharks, Barry. Street sharks are after my time. We've talked about this. Before. Oh yes. But I thought you'd appreciate it. I remember. I'm too old. Barry likes a cartoon. <laughs> it's a fucking good bet. <laughs> um, to be fair, yeah, it is. Um, what year was Street Sharks out? Done quite a lot, huh? What year was Street Sharks out? In nineties, though. They were nineties. Probably came out in like the late eighties, though. Now that off, we'll find out. But I thought no. Nah, if it was late eighties, I'd be all. It's definitely. It. Like, all I'm going to take a punt for ninety four. Um, while John does that as tech support, um, <laughs> ninety four. <laughs> I don't know. No, it is. It's 94. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, I thought you were laughing at 94 because I was so fucking miles off. I, um, yeah, I've done quite a lot. I've been, I've been hobbying quite a lot. I busted my airbrush and then Dyson broke it further trying to fix it. Oh, yeah, what's that? He snapped it. Snapped he was trying to get the nozzle out with the little spanner and he just went, twisted the spanner and the nozzle just snapped off. Why the fuck were you letting Dyson touch it? <laughs> Hi, Dyson. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of the airbrushes break that way. He felt I know someone yeah, that yeah. did no, that. He got the end of the bit out, like the thread that was in there out, and then I got a new nozzle and a new needle, and it's all fine now. Fair well, I've been liking your uh, Bushido. They look really nice. Thanks, I, was, I was really proud with them. I've been trying to sort of. I've been li- watching um, a fair bit of Miniac stuff. I really like Miniac Channel. Um, I don't know that. Uh, it's just, just a guy on the stage who does a load of really enjoy painting, and he's quite a metalhead, so I quite appreciate it. And. Um, Ordered one of his t ordered one of his t shirts because it's pretty sick. He's just cool. got this metal screen at the end. It goes paint more minis. He's <laughs> not just like fucking paint, improve, get better. Don't worry about whether you're good or not. Just keep improving, improving. Which I really, I really liked his attitude to it. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've done a little lit shitload of painting though. Well done. But not now that I'm back at school. I'm doing fuck all. Yeah. But half term in a week and a half. So. Oh, fucking well, teachers. Two weeks rather. <laughs> fucking teachers. Fucking part timers. Part time pikeys. I was talking to Dad on the way here. I get to work at quarter past seven and leave at half six. Good on my heart, please. You were six weeks off. I mean, <laughs> I, I'd love that. Yeah, I was going to okay. say, who people you the You described room. your day, and I'm just going to talk to you about this, because you described your day, and quite often you talk about how you sit there with a biscuit for half an hour. Uh, I'm a creative. I have to think. <laughs> I don't stop for just shy of 12 hours. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to make magic happen from nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, oh, sorry, Barry. I got distracted when I was educating the future of the world. My bad. <laughs> I could be naked the entire day and no one would fucking care. <laughs> I, I'd like to know if YouTube, you're My naked. existence is pointless as far as work's concerned. <laughs> oh, my heart. So I I bought some Bushido. Yeah. Bushi- what B- did you? More like Bushido. Uh, <laughs> because putting together is fucking apocalyptic. I'm I'd rather I'd rather put together Malifaux any day of the week, and that is saying something. Uh, fuck that noise! Like they, I don't know what it is. Whether it's a release agent or whatever, the super glue just was not working. They just were not sticking. I'm serious. It's a you problem. No one else has had the issue. <laughs> what glue do you use? Uh, I tried Loctite, and the way I got it, a liquid one, not a gel one. Liquid, yeah, Pretty. perfect. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eventually, I went together with uh, gel gorilla glue mm. and That's water. The Fuck. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I haven't bought in yet, so. Um, but it might be just like if the sculpts are old, maybe. Or I like, don't know what it is, man. Because no one else seems to have the issue. Now, I found a lot of them have a fairly powdery release agent, so I go over it with a, like a dry brush and like get all the. Yeah, it might have been that. But 
Uh, yeah, so I put together... Are they metal? Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't need to worry then. Right. Just these ones were not. Even the ones that are like basically socket and mm. they okay. just were not. For me, they've been a dream, but Dan's had a very different experience, so it might, it might be that model range yeah, yeah, yeah. in particular. Yeah. Did you, have you put any paint on anything? Uh, I put paint on like one and a half models, but I'm not happy with it. And I don't... But even so, so even me, I quite like that because that's even that is a step up for you in the sense yeah, of you're yeah, like, yeah. I won't paint thing. for years. And now you're like, well, I've done it. I'm just not happy with it. Like, really I love it. it. Well, them. like I like because the contrast paints are a godsend, obviously. Damn straight. But like I, I'm like I want something I don't have, and I can't make it. <laughs> mm, that's the restriction. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean? Because a lot of the contrast paints are by nature very bright, unless they are a like bone or brown. Oh, okay, fine. So it's very hard to make like a light green or a light blue. We've got fluorescence. It's like you, you've got like pigment. Fine. Okay, I get yeah. what you mean. Um, have you got that the technical medium for drawing them down? Because that I, does do stuff. But I found a chart that I think I linked it to you that's got the technical medium and it still doesn't. No. Quite agreed. But. I, mean, I don't know if like the the like the solution is buying a non-contrast light green and yeah. then just going over it with like the contrast white or something to give it the shading. No, well, probably not the white because the the or white is something equivalent. Yeah, the the apothecary white is actually a very light blue. Okay, oh, I thought it was a grey. Well, it's got a I blue. Mean, grey and blue, you can argue. Yeah, that's what it's, you're but it's got a hue. Um, At the end of the day, colour subjective. Sure. Um, I think, yeah, but what I like is that, that it could move you to paints. I don't think it could. This could, they could be, it could be <laughs> I don't know if I have It could the, be gateway yeah. hobby. I don't know if it's just like contrast paints do it, it's now just a wall of my art copy, Bob, then. Well, I think they do have a wall. I think contrast well, paints are great, but I do think they have a wall. I think there is literally... Yeah, I just can't, don't know if I can be bothered to go through that wall. Yeah. Which well, is give fine. it time. But maybe you, maybe you find yourself minutes. another range that has very similar to contrast paints. Yeah, I think, contrast I think paints? Um, have an... Uh, Scale. Scale just released. Yeah, there, they, don't, they have. Yeah, but I've got so many contrasts. Yeah, yeah, I don't need them. Right what, now. what I'm saying is not the contrast paints. Like some of the other paint uh, companies that have paints out, they have more watered down paints that you could use, like sure. contrast paints, okay. and they would work just as well. I will take your like, word for it. Some of the scale seventy five stuff, the like the intensity stuff. Sure. Not not saying to use intensity like you use contrast, yeah, but yeah. what I mean is. You could potentially get a drop of intensity to put it in one of those dark colours to make it a bit lighter. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. It depends on the colour. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. How to <laughs> <do> that. <laughs> yeah. if, you, I know if you want to fucking try something, you're going to get a different colour to what you're saying you, you can't can get. You can do some science. Sure. By the way, I've got the Dissension and Temple of Rokan. So I've got like... Because uh, they've got like themes which are functionally like um, sectorials or minor guilds or whatever you want to call them. Um, and... Uh, I've got like the full of one of the themes for each of them. Yeah. So rather than like going all in and buying like I've got all of the birds, I've got like I've got like a third of all of the birds, and a third of all of the monks. The birds are really cool. I really like them. Yeah. I nearly bought into them. Bat dance tiny though. pigeons. Yeah, I've got like the, the birds starling. that like do not fight and just move around places, and mm. I've got the monks that push people around. So I'm just playing objectives. I, there's a couple of those it's I like, down. but we'll come on to that when we get yeah. to yeah. Da, uh, to the whole. Damn thing. Apart from that, just playing a load of computer games because uh, this is the world we live in. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah this is the world well, we live I, I've been in quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Out, out yesterday. 
This is the worst. Because um, I had lunch with someone who had a positive test, but no one has had any symptoms. It's all fine. Back to work on Monday. But I have. It's meant I've actually had tiny bits of time. Not every day at all. A couple of days in the week at lunchtime, I've done a tiny bit of airbrushing, little bit in the in the evenings. But I've put together because I've got every, so infinity is what I've been doing. Yeah. And I have put every O12 model that has been released together. And most of them are undercoat black. And I've started on a couple of them. I did a capper, who was the basic trooper. And I was kind of pleased. Like, did her in black. Uh, but I used Sai's recipe for black. So Sai, for those that know, he's a member of my club, who is a golden demon winning painter. And he's very good. And his recipe for black is uh, you know, black undercoat. And then um, it's coal black from the P3 range, which is like a greeny, blue, yes. turquoise Really nice. Yeah. So a little bit of that. And then it's the fantasy, it's a, it's a fantasy set from Scale 75. And there's, um, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a blue and a grey. If anyone's interested, I can let you know. And you go over with the lighter blue, then the grey, and then you hit it with some dark red. Oh, Just on the, the sort of the dark areas and then you're meant to go back over it with watered down decayed black from this same uh, fantasy set that's a lot it, of steps yeah but it ties it all together that's why his dark angels look incredible yeah because the texture in the black you've got reds and blues and these greens you've got a flat matte colour oh yeah it's it's just wonderful so I tried it and I, I'm not as good as him so I was getting there and I was like oh that's cool and then I went back over it with the the decayed black and it kind of took everything down too much. So you like fit the well, out of the so then I painted like bits on them yellow, which is like the colour scheme on the boxes. Yeah, it's like blue and yellow, isn't it? And they've got these luminous blue bits on them of armour that all light up. So I thought, well, I'll do the right side blue and the left side red. So she's Police. like a cop car. And I thought I'd do it across the whole range. Um, and she might be this like little white running across this flash alternately. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was fun. So I've got like red on her face and it blends into flesh and it looked quite cool. And I was like, oh, that's not too bad. I'm going to do it for the whole thing. So then I get the next ones and I start doing it. But the way that the reds and the bluey greens and the greys were coming out, I'd done it so it looked like shift, shifter paint. It looks like, that. I don't know what that style's called, but where you've got that like neon style where they're lit from neon pink and neon blue. Like the variochrome. Yeah. Changes... That- Depending on angle. Well, yes. So imagine a model, uh, like a, a cyberpunk model, is standing in a street, and you've got a, a pink neon in front of them, and then the blue neon behind them, and like their flesh is like yes. always that pale blue because they're in the night. It's. Um, I don't know what it's called. No, I don't know but what it's, it's called. But it's starting to like come out like that. Blade Runner the whole time. Yeah, exactly. It started to come out like that, and I was like, "Well, yeah, let's it. just let's just do this for the whole army." So now I'm trying to do this style for the whole army, but then it means you lose a lot of detail because suddenly every pouch is blue, every yeah. gun is blue, everything is that but colour. stylistically, very cool. This is it. And the, part of me was like, oh, I'm missing out. I'm missing out a trick. But, because I've seen some people's, because I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of the Mayacast podcast. Yes. They've had their recent painting competition stuff come up. And some of the... One of those models was the model I just painted, and I was like, it just looks so good. This guy did it pinks and yellows, it looks incredible. But I'm like, I've got every other fucking faction. <laughs> like, I can do those, that. And I can try and do this experiment with this army. Yes! Yes! So Absolutely. I'm going to see how it goes. So 
I'm kind of. I think it could look cool. And then you might have a finished faction. Correct. And what's interesting is the fact that. Yeah, never had that. I've got shepherds. I, I disagree. I got shepherds. Oh yeah, that's right. Did the game was killed before we ever had a game. Did you finish the shepherds? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. What the terrain as well? No, fuck. And a goal. Mate, no. Fuck then that. you didn't finish them. Uh, I yeah, you did. I used my Spartans thing as a goal. Yeah, fair Um But the basis. Shit, we haven't sent that thing to Henry. He's not sent me his address. Henry, for listening, give us your address. I think he had on the on the Discord thing. I ain't got it. Do not. Um, about the bases, I'd like to do a little shout out to Micro Art Studios. Um, I went online looking for bases for my O12 faction. Mm. Couldn't see anything I like. There's so many great bases, and I was just in analysis paralysis. I was like, oh my god, what do I do? Um, which is very me. Yes. Um, and then I went on Micro Art and I looked at their Star Wars Legion bases. And oh, Star Wars Legion bases have notches in for the measuring tool. So you can't use them for infinity and they're the wrong size. So I messaged them and said, guys, any chance I can have your Star Wars Legion bases in infinity sizes and I'll buy a fuck ton? And they were like, how many? I was like, this many. And they were like, okay, cool. We'll let you know. Get the artist on it. Three days later, they message me and go, he's doing it. They'll be on the store by the end of the week. Two days later, they go, they're up. <laughs> so you literally designed a range. <laughs> I, I designed nothing. I just functionally so just fill in, it. Yeah. fill in the gaps. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and there, they added them on the, on the Infinity section. And it's like Star Wars Legion bases. So they look like the Death Star with the Harry Lang ovals, which, which is weird because that's my life right now. But um, yeah, so there. And they look great. So I bought... I don't know. I bought a lot, maybe about sixty odd bases, and yeah, they look kind of cool. So I've painted them up Death Star style. Which is why I bought those greys. Yes. So I was, okay. Can I you tell in... the Can you tell the ladies and gentlemen how many <laughs> fucking greys? So you've I was on Leodis's website for they are my favourite uh, shop, and they've started stocking um, Gamer, yeah. the Vallejo Gamer, which yeah. I think is a great range it of paints. Especially, you know, it's brilliant for the brush, airbrush. And I couldn't decide what colour my bases or Death Star grey should be. And by, by the time I'd sort of got to the end of it, I'd added 23 greys. <laughs> and You should have made it to 50, just for the gag. Well, see, I was good. what it was, was I went down oh. a rabbit hole. I went... I said, <laughs> <laughs> Dan did look at me there as if to say, what gag? <laughs> now, that gag. Now you've said the it. gag gag. Yeah. <laughs> now you've said it, that would be perfect. I looked, at, and on Amazon, there was like a set of eight of these greys for like, well, after postage, it was like 28 quid or something. And I'm like, well, I can get eight for a lot less than that on there. And then it just escalated, so I bought 23 greys. And I would say... What a guy. Like, of an escalation. <laughs> I mean, that really got out Each of one's partner is exactly the same colour. There's like three or four that are like, you look at them and go, well, it's, you're literally the same colour. So it's actually not 50, it's not even 23 shades of grey, it's, it's like... You've yeah. got about four shades of grey. <laughs> yeah, that's what it seems parts. like. 23 brands of grey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Six, 16 different shades, three quantity of this <laughs> one, two quantity of this one, Yeah, and, and a smattering of Some shades of grey are more common than others, okay? They're so similar, but, you know... Well, <laughs> that's it, there's no need to be gracist. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> but, um, so hobby-wise, I've started Infinity. Hopefully I'll post some stuff up on the page when I get a model done. But I'm really pleased with how they look. I'd like to see pictures of those, please. Well, I, showed, I posted a model. Uh, I probably didn't fucking look. Oh, I think I didn't post it in... Is it like the sort of half-finished base coaty? The guy that's spinning. I posted a little video in the oh, Infinity wait. chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't I think it's... Uh, no. 
I'm not an enthusiast. What about you, John? Oh, sorry, Dan. No, 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 no more hobby. No While he's looking. What about you, John boy? I have shit. I can see your hobby. I pa- yeah, I painted some of the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, then I painted some other bits of the wall. But no, I've not painted anything, but I have started shipping all of my models that are boxed that I know I'm never going to get round to to commission painters to paint and sell. Mm. All right. So I've shipped loads of stuff to people that I know. And it, well, I say commission painters. Some of them are commission painters, some of them are just mates that are out of work and good at painting. So I've chucked some models and said, paint it and we'll split the. We'll split the. the profit. Split it, yeah. It's just you paint it and sell That's it. That's cool. See how it goes. It's pretty cool. Help. Help some people out and because gets part, me some money. Part of me's re- like repulsed because I hate commission painting, and the other part of me is like it's a good idea. But well, it was a so it well, out. one of the guys I did it for. He's had a he's had a kid. He's been furloughed. It must be shit like shit timing for him. So I just said to him, I was like, here's a box of models. That's cool. I was like, here's a box of models. No fucking time constraints. No nothing. You whatever you want to do. Da, 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 crack on. And he's starting up his own YouTube channel as well. I'll tell everyone when I know what it is. But link in description. Yeah, yeah. But check the show notes. It gives him a doobly. It gives him like for you you'll understand, it gives him a portfolio. Gives him a set of models to be able to say that he's done. Yeah, one hundred and be able to link him out and do stuff. So I said to him, I was like, Yeah, just crack on. But it's quite cool models as well, like the Warhammer forty K Magnus, that's gone. Nice. I sent that out. Uh Rogel Dawn from thirty K. I bought all the Primarchs when I went to fucking the weekender, so I was just giving those out. Valdor. Oh, I love that model. There, there was just so much stuff that was just like, that's a cool model. I'm never going to paint. Man, you're that's strong. I'm proud of you, actually. You know, you know how he, uh, I, I can't do that, as you know. If he's no, looking... I, I mean, look how much fucking stuff is still here. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's models fucking everywhere and that second room is still full of it, so yeah. I'm still not getting rid of it quick enough. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a work in progress, you know what I mean? Well, if he's... Uh, Looking to make a website to show off his uh, collection. Maybe he could uh, go to today's sponsor, which is Squarespace. <laughs> Sponsored by Skillshare. <laughs> yes, Raid Shadow Legends. Is this oh. a- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just taking the piss as if we're a real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> as if we're a real yeah. podcast. Um, we're not real. So, are we done with hobby? Yeah, man. I have a present for you guys. <gasps> and Dan already knows. Oh, no, Matt, wait, wait, I want to see how tangential we can get. I've I've started HelloFresh as part of my hobby, uh, so oh, I'm now nice. getting meals delivered to oh. me that I now cook. Hobby, tangential, no, no, not miniatures. My cooking yesterday. How was far can we go? Good. Oh, your cooking <laughs> looked dark. I, I, I I've yeah. also ventured into the cooking. I saw yeah. your pork tender. Yeah, 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 I love oh, the pictures you gave me pork tender. You used fruit, so I'm out. But I'm still. I was intrigued by apple within tenderloin. Yeah, it was real good. It was real good. Yeah, yeah. So bacon wrapped apple stuffed yeah. tenderloin. Love it. And then, then the other one was mango soap for forty. Mango Ooh. chutney soap for forty-eight hours. Forty-eight hours. Fruit-based item, but I still appreciate the work and the effort. Well he says, I think you would have liked the mango one. It's uh, fruit-based item. It's not fruit-based. It's, it's, it's not... fruit flavored. You're, 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 you're drinking when a you fucking orange curry? drink. When you go for a curry. They, that drink's never fucking seen an orange. Hey, there's cherry in the coke. There ain't no the fucking Pepsi. cherry <laughs> in the cherry Pepsi Max. Uh, prove me wrong. <laughs> Look at the ingredients. Burn the proof is on you, I've decided. But, <laughs> you have mango chutney when you go out for curry. I don't, yeah, true, I do. 
And that's all it was. It was literally a mango chutney. My name is Barry and I'm a massive hypocrite. Covered <laughs> meat. And all I did it's was like take the meat out of it and it was just soaked in that glorious yeah. mango chutney sauce. I think it sounds like Oh, and honey. Oh, yeah, you definitely need a sweet treat. Um, wow, we, we, I think we're trying too hard to like not be Gilbo. We're just going really weird. Yeah. But so, Matt, dear listener, Matt has produced from the side of the sofa okay. a white sack. So, if you've bought me more fucking models, green, yellow, or blue, Ooh. Barry, you go. I would go green. I'm about to say that's good <clears throat> because what happened was, is it? So at school, I uh, I started a frisbee club, and Amazon sent me two packs of frisbees. So you get a frisbee. <gasps> Fuck it. <laughs> wow. It's a very cheap, that, but, yeah. simple frisbee. But I bought a pack of 12 frisbees for 15 quid, and then they sent a second one. So I've now got 12 frisbees I don't need. So, John, do you want a yellow, blue, or green frisbee? Ye- yellow, please. <laughs> yellow, because it's right at the fucking bottom, you arse. Okay, for five points, uh, imagine this is a movie prop. Thank you, sir. Like, Tron. Tron. Yes! Absolutely Tron, because I've been, I've been doing this all day. Oh, I... F- I forget you guys. Have you seen the original? I've just seen of the. Of course, I've seen original Tron. Tron. Jesus Christ! Can I just check in? Sometimes I say I've seen the original Cyber Jesus Tron. No, yeah. it's it's yeah, it's the that's Tron Legacy. Oh, that blue, that, which has a fucking fantastic uh, soundtrack. soundtrack. Agreed. Dark Punk. That, the first Tron movie, I believe, was 1982. And so I didn't get it on video until about four years later because I thought World War. But that had a profound effect on me. That movie, a hundred percent, sexually or fuck's sake, Matthew, no. <laughs> You really wanted a motorbike, bikes. That that mm. neon-y type mm. world. That cyberpunk. Because cyberpunk wasn't a thing it's, at, um, then, you know. It, but it influenced me massively. <coughs> it's not aged the best, though. No. It's not the best paced movie in the world. It's not the best movie in the world. No. I a hundred percent accept that because <laughs> Empire Strikes Back exists. But exactly, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the best movie but it's fun and it's good and I like it and it's it's yeah. got that emotional content for me nostalgic yeah the, like that the connection not content sorry emotional connection but I'm loving my frisbee I'm going to play my frisbee all night hashtag shared it he's got it out with the moment listeners he's fiddling with it it's in both of his hands give me a very small plate yeah I <laughs> yeah. thank you Matthew for our you're, present you're welcome I have to get rid of them I've got so many <laughs> um, so should we talk first then about Bushido because you have gone Hard, and you haven't well, gone I thought the first hiding it. You haven't gone head first. You've gone before like... we start Bushido. I feel that's going to be a bit of a longer topic. And kebab ETA is about ten oh, okay. minutes. Oh, okay. So oh, it's not small... a ten-minute topic. Oh, what Bushido's not? Yeah, Bushido. The amount you fucking painted, it, I'm sure it would be. And the amount you played it and like talked about it and <laughs> got bonkers for it. Yeah. Anyway, John, what did you want to say? No, I was saying is there a smaller one? Yeah. So you can actually get a good. Well, did you want to do some news? Yeah, it's a little bit yeah, news. Yeah, it's a little bit news. We can ramp about news because there's like oh, news for days. Oh, I've got some news. Well, we're doing the I've got new socks and they've got dinosaurs on and I'm wearing the Stegosaurus ones today and I really like the Stegosaurus. Is it it's, my, it's my favourite dinosaur. Yeah, of course Get it's a But like, um, well, I considered mixing it up but I really like Stegosauruses and I want Stegosauruses on board. Barry, what was the problem? You two different dinosaurs. Yeah, I know. I considered uh. the T-Rex or maybe like the Triceratops or something. I think so, got some well. in news, I thought we could talk, well, we could talk a little bit about the 40k stuff that we were going to sort of talk about yeah. the way that there's been a lot of new 40k stuff oh sure like whilst no one no one we're not really playing it I think the club was open I'd probably play a little bit if I'm honest I played a bit when it was open yeah but we have all been 40k fans for such a long time I still think it's we can Don't still talk me that. 
I apologise. I retract <laughs> that statement. We've all <coughs> been in at some point yeah. 40k. We've all been aware of 40k. K. So I think we can still talk about it. Yeah. Um, I'm also interested to get uh, John's opinion on the Giants. Oh yeah, the, the Sons, Sons of, of Bearmat. You like big things that are often in green. Okay. But I didn't. I don't really like them. Do you know? No. But no, no but giants have always been like in the Orc and Goblin army. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no giant is like the old metal giant that you used to buy. With the big jaw and no, the, the guy that's yeah, the two. Yeah. So the the two, two different heads, the one that had yeah, like yeah. the crocodile helmet or whatever it was, it looked like a crocodile helmet. I can't remember. Those were the like looked, a... It looked like he had a rugby skull cap on. Yes. And then there was another guy that had the ponytail, and then you yeah. had the different options of the gravestone hammer and stuff like that. Or and like they started the actually guy. bringing out the plastic large scale yeah. giants. I always looked Those at them. Those giants look huge. Yeah, they yeah. Are when I looked at them, I kind of, massive. I kind of thought to myself, I was like, they don't, they're not all. Sure. They, they don't fit the... the yeah, yeah, they don't fit the knights. No, they're not. That's my only interest in them. In purchasing one and cybering the fuck out of it. But they, he doesn't look cyber. The, the they will once thing. I've bolted fucking <laughs> armour plates to him. Actually, going on to bolting armour armor plates to living things, have you seen the guy doing the Exodite army? He's oh, on Twitter. Yeah. So good. Fucking hell. The he spent so much time getting different panels from different Eldar vehicles so that he can put them together to fit as a perfect suit of armour, like or like armour plating covers. Around Lizardmen. Around Lizardmen models. I, was gonna say, so, I remember, there was that guy, I don't know if you were around that time, Barry, in Games Workshop, and there was a chap that did it. No, I don't remember. Years and years ago, he did the, the whole army, and it looked phenomenal. Oh, I can't wait phenomenal. to see I mean, I'm sure this guy that's doing it now, I mean, this was like... But just, this was like... Fucking hell. About 14, 15 years ago that he did it, but it's dinosaurs. So yeah, it was really cool because I remember him also converting it. It was just as the new Lizardmen plastic uh, carnosaur came out because he had done it based off the old. Yeah, the old metal. Lord Croak. Not Lord Croak. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Croak The old carnosaur that was like really long rather than tall and big. Yeah, it was quite small. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like really yeah. long Yeah, compared like compared to the rest of the other models of that range and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. But all in all, hmm, they're okay. As far as Games Workshop are coming out, they've come out with a lot cooler stuff recently. Uh, the, like the fucking Silent King, we've actually like, we've seen the whole thing, obviously. Yeah, I'm torn on that side. Like, Jesus, it's yeah, massive. Cool. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's large. The, the, the Necron stuff now, so, from what I said on podcast previously, don't you think the bigger models that they are building that definitely don't reflect anything they've ever done before look fucking fantastic? Yeah. Yeah. But anything that like the smaller stuff that I can draw like lines to that I can I, that I think like have similarities between other models, even if no one else fucking sees, it, I don't care. They're they're just not as good. They're smaller stuff. They're like. Monstrous infantry size stuff isn't as impressive. Their infantry size stuff I don't find impressive. But the stuff oh. that is out of the box, you can't copy something because you've not made something this big before, is spectacular. Interesting. They're so, like middle of the I mean, road little stuff. No, I'm not impressed. So you don't Nothing's like. Impressed me. Yeah, you don't like all the like, normal size units, but the big fucking show pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I Because I, I, yeah, I like enough. the Primaris and I like the heavy intercessors that are coming out. They're just like What's a little the point of them. I don't rate anyone oh, that I don't that likes anything of the Marines Codex because it's just Marines still. So 
I'm ba- click on the other thing. I just dragged it up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm basing it on models because that's where my I always go first. And uh, to yeah. see an army of those on the table, I think will be lovely. So yeah. I'm going to buy them and try and one day make that happen when I get the Primaria cards. Sure, cut. but <laughs> I still don't. Far, <laughs> I don't. Far, as as cool as they may be to people that want to collect the same army but different colours for some reason. Um, <laughs> It still isn't impressive, like the new Necron big models are impressive, and like the new design for things is impressive. As Dan said, it's scaled up Space Marine. You like even if you bring out another tank, it's just, it's just well, another the, tank. The tanks do look different, but they also look stupid. Yeah, but yeah, I really like, enjoyed that. Well, what I mean is, if you do bring out something that's just like another Marine thing, as soon as it's released, like my instant reaction is, oh, it's another Marine thing. I, I can't think of anything. And that, that's a community reaction, hundred percent. But yeah. Then the next one big shit comes out, everyone went, the fuck is that? Uh, it'd be interesting to see what... I think there's almost more design space for Necrons to have interesting things. The big things for Marines is like vehicles, but... It's like, we, oh, a um, slightly different flavour of Yeah, I'm not that bothered yeah. about it. We've got the idea that Primarchs could come back, which I think will be really interesting. I actually think that the Reboot Gillian model, I don't really like that model. No, and some of the conversions mm. I've seen in it are fantastic. Have you seen the... I think there's a couple of... A converted Abaddon's I've seen, which yeah, that model seems Abaddon is just a glorious model in general, and like I think the conversion possibilities I've seen with that wasn't it the most the other one that was recent the was in the Gasgill model. Oh yeah, again, fantastic, beautiful. That was the one that they could have copied something on, but I think they went full hog and just designed it again. That might be me being a a little bit biased. I think the Marines have only really got Primarchs is the only place to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know where we go with that, but we have to like we have to mention the Merino card. I fucking hate that model. What the fuck are you thinking? The Merino what? Primario card. That's quite good. The Primario card. Oh, the okay. little go kart. Yeah. I like what it. Fuck? I've managed to get that out of my mind. Thanks. I still like it. You're an idiot. It's yeah. tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not someone who's ever negative about like if someone if you want to love that, that's cool. Oh. That's cool. So I'm not. I'm not. I can moan about it. I'm not going to stop someone. But this, I'm like, I don't understand. What when they drew it? What were they doing? Like, uh, I, think James I, I, I can tell you what they were doing. Someone was playing Mario Kart <laughs> in the same room. But Jess Goodman did you talk about it on it's one of the? It's a warthog. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about it on one of the designer things, wasn't he? I'm sure he was saying, "Oh, you know, it's so marine, it's brutal." It says, and that it's like, is it? It's not. What I like fuck? it. I don't think it's brutal. I'm such it's a goofy. fan of his. I'm such a fan of his. But he was wrong. Like, if it had looked more warthoggy, if it had had bigger mm. tyres, yeah. if it had looked tougher, if it looked like you couldn't take it out with a red shell, <laughs> I'd be in on it. But it looks like a pile of shit. I hate it so much. Someone picks up their model now. Every time they pick up, it's going. You just get like a blue shell on the flying base and just like put it behind. When it's going really fast, you start doing the stuff. Oh, it's just I just I don't get it. I can't remember what other stuff I've looked at recently, though. Like I said, the big shit has impressed me and actually stuck in my mind. The Necron Void Dragon Satan, that angel thing. Wow, that. I'm not in a. A Necron type guy, but that I think is lovely. Yeah, I think the thing that comes out tomorrow as well, the Hex. Um, oh, the Hexamark yeah. destroyer face. Yeah, with the six pistols thing. and the six eyes. I think that's lovely. Uh, cool. That, the, the, the announcement they did for that, where they called it the High Dimensional Planes Drifter, was just. Oh. That was good. 
They've their adverts are fucking on point. To be fair, like. Well, look, get Games Workshop are the best of the best well, for a got, reason. They've got a huge amount of money to throw at them now as well, so they can do the big production value ones. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a Western, so when they did all the Western-style models that had, like, shooters... One of the things that has annoyed people this week with uh, uh, G-dubs... <laughs> Is this going to become a new segment? Do you, do you think the takeaway man's outside? No, but it says he's near, but this happens sometimes where they get the postcode wrong and they go if I, to the bank. If our kebab doesn't go to the right place, I'm going to be really upset. So, so will I. Yeah. I'm fucking hungry. Yeah. Something that's been up this week yeah. is they released some FAQs and some updates to supplements and saying, right, Marine Codex is coming out. Here, a Blood Angel player. Here, Dark Angel player. Yes. Have some stuff and little things to tide you over till your supplement comes out. Yeah. And they, they all ex- expressly wipe out any use of the Psychic Awakening books which were the books that were done just as, as Ninth was coming out. And they were like, listen, don't worry, guys. They're compatible. It's completely compatible. They're designed to work with Ninth. They specifically said it was all going to be compatible. Yeah, it's, it's totes fine. Yes, when your codex comes out, it might wreck Change stuff. Bear. But definitely get them. They're brilliant. Fine. And then I think it was Thursday, wherever it comes, or Wednesday, it comes out and goes, you cannot use your Psychic Awakening books. It wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't... Ambiguous. It was like you cannot use the rules in Psychic Awakening. But this is the this is the best part of this though. People will complain, but they'll buy it. But they will continue to do exactly. everything that Games also tells them to do, which is fantastic. It's like the end times when it was just like buy these five sixty Go. quid books each. Um, <laughs> John's got them there on the show. Cool. Now the entire system is dead. <laughs> Are they still in cellophane? Oh, it hurts me oh, so much. Jonathan. <laughs> it was the best thing they'd ever done to fancy. Like, End Times was, it was fucking so phenomenal. They fixed everything. <laughs> and then it died. And then space bubbles. <laughs> what the actual fuck? Bad that side. Kaboom! Barry, hit the pause button. Let's get me inside us. I wonder in five years will we still be bitching about Gilball, still be bitching about End Times, or not bitching about either? I'm definitely still furious about Gilball. (laughs) Yeah, me too. It goes, it comes and fits and starts, but now and again I am just fucking livid. Agreed. And sad. Mightly sad sometimes. But we'll pause and be right back with more news. Yeah, meat will make me happy. We're back. We've had a lot of German kebab. There may have been issues. Controversy. With There's also still a meat spring Yeah, I roll couldn't I couldn't eat the other spring rolls. The Donna spring rolls were a delight, but I'm full two and a half was enough for me. So hopefully we now we are fueled, fed and watered as Matt likes to say, we'll be back into it. Do I not say that? You say it a lot. Do yeah. I? Yeah. Now we're all fed and watered. That's like a catchphrase really? as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, that's that's that I didn't realise I was using genuinely, I did not realise I said that. That's interesting. Um back to the news. Yeah. Uh I think we were moaning about this, moaning about that. End times was amazing, they killed it. Sad day. Move on. Yeah. So a couple of news items I'd like to talk about. <coughs> uh one is for a Kickstarter for a game that I have backed this evening. Yeah. Um, it was called and I can't explain it right, but Takure. Is it Takur or Takure? Takure, I believe, according to one of the videos. Okay. Um, it's hey, no. Cyberpunk Rugby. I think I've linked it on our page if you want to have a look. Yeah. But I've gone in, and I've gone in at the, the pledge level where you get to design a character. <laughs> so, let's see. It's not currently funded. They only want 
eleven thousand pounds, and they've got nine thousand pounds at the minute. So I think he'll get funded. Oh, that'll fund, yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see. But I'm interested in that. Check it. Check it out. Just. Yeah, I mean, oh. you had me a cyberpunk. What else came out for UK ordering today? Oh, yeah, that's another. That's on my. I've got tabs on my phone for oh, new. Oh, look at you! You're also so, killing some of the questions. Oh my bad. Oh, oh the, the, well, fuck questions. Fuck you and your questions. No, no, we we need the questions. Wow, we've changed. <laughs> <laughs> so, please, one eighty. Please give us questions. We have no content. <laughs> please do check out Takure, a cyberpunk samurai game. It is not a cyberpunk samurai game. Yeah, it is not. <laughs> That's what it's labelled as. It's actually just rugby. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, fair enough. So yeah, it's samurai type cyberpunks playing rugby. Yeah, uh, it's not a yeah, Guild Ball replacement. It's a very different type of game. Natural Venn diagram. It's never going to replace Guild Ball. <laughs> Nothing no. will. The void is endless. The <laughs> ball. <laughs> <laughs> that they're finding it funny. So. You're, yeah, but like, he's really sad. I'm a ve- I, he's very sad. I'm sad. You guys don't give a fuck. I'm, no, I'm laughing to hide the pain. <laughs> I just find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, the next news item is uh, was it a week a couple of weeks ago? Um, the Hero Quest um, sort of relaunch. Yeah, it was US only. Baz, it's bullshit. So a I, little while ago, sorry, someone did. Yeah, it hasn't actually changed. Correct. They've. No. Updates are more. New models. No, no. Do you mean the game has changed? The gameplay. I don't think it's changed that much. I don't believe much. it has. Like no. Because there was a kerfuffle with this. Because someone did a Hero kick, Hero Quest Kickstarter. Was it last year or year before? Uh, yeah, In I this country, they didn't... It turns out they didn't have the rights and it all went bonkers. So I don't know who has the rights in Europe. But So this got released on the Hasbro website. So Hasbro have done this yeah. a couple of times now. Because I've seen... Um, they're doing some toys. There's some massive toys. And they're like... We don't know if you people want this. You There's been like a Unicron. There's been a Jabba's sail barge, like a massive fuck off, like three and a half foot sail barge. What the fuck? And but they've done it all through their own. Is it Hasbro Pulse? I think yeah. it's called, which is like their own version of Kickstarter, actually. Hmm. Um, and there was a there's a razor the Razor Crest, uh, the Mandalorian yeah. ship is up in there. And their stretch goals are like, if if we get this, then we'll add like an escape pod to the top of the toy. You know, it's, it's quite cool. So this went up on that, and everyone went, oh my gosh, it's HeroQuest, because there was a lot of ads, like, HeroQuest is coming, HeroQuest is coming, there yes. was a lot of hype. We instantly all log on, and it's like, US only. U- US only? <laughs> you can't, you not, never <laughs> once did you say that. There was a lot of vile, sorry, <laughs> no, of not vile, vitriol and bile, is what I was trying to say. Who knew? Internet, who knew that? I know, right? Yeah. I mean, we've just had a discussion about how reasonable the internet can be, <laughs> off mic. Um, but Zavi and they have done this also with the Razor Crest so I guess this might be a thing moving forward so Zavi which I believe came out of the remains of Clay well no it's Virgin but I'm sure I know but I think they I think it was Virgin do you remember Play.com yeah yeah yeah. I think it was that but so Zavi I remember a couple of high street shops went under and then Zavi just sort of appeared yeah I'm sure it was I'm sure Zavi took over the Virgin megastores but then I think they Zavi took over Play's online presence. Sure. Okay. Um, they bought up a load of real estate in different places. Who knows? But HeroQuest is a thing. I have ordered it. Um, but the idea that this could... I think I ordered it in America. What? When someone posted up earlier on, I, I, was on, I was just forgetting my car before I drove home, and I posted a comment, 
Someone put, oh, and sorry if this costs you money because they posted a link. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was Dennis Shaw. Yeah, and I think you put, so, someone said something about, oh, us not having it. Yeah, me. You did, and then I commented as Roll Better and said, oh, Barry, as if none of us have bought it in the US, because I think I've already bought one. Nice. Is this like international MTG smuggling ring? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally um, but so that for me is quite cool if that could be that could continue that'd be good because there's the He-Man game that that's coming we're getting a European He-Man game from is it Archon who used to be the guys that did um, the Alien game that was a fucking show Protoss. yeah so they had to change their name and like oh we're not Protoss we're not Protoss you're literally Protoss I mean it's just Absolutely, it's the same stand with the same people in different fucking shirts. Yeah, it's the same um, new badge. I mean, we're like we've just rebranded, so. Yeah. But so they're doing a He-Man game, and to get some money going, they they sold a, a He-Man Battle Cat model, yes. one model, which I bought that, and that turned up because they've got that Unicast thing they do, which is lovely. Pardon? Was it any good? The model? Yeah, yeah. real nice. Oh, is Avi um, doing both options? Yes, it, but no, no, no. one option, and it's just the one with the, all the bits. With the two expansions? Yeah. Um, How much is it? 150 That's cheap. Not as cheap as my one was. <laughs> see how much the post is, and then you get customs. He's bringing in his suitcase. This is the magic of the gathering smuggling pa- ring, rather. He's packing it out with magic cards. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, you're not. You're packing the magic cards with the yeah. hero quest yeah. box. <laughs> so, it, I'm hoping it means we might have a facility to get the American game, but not necessarily for Zabby, because both of those in, instances are Hasbro, so presumably they've got some sort of deal with Hasbro. But I think the American one is Simon, so we'll see how that goes. Oh. But I'm, I'm interested. It's on Hasbro um, Pulse. It's direct from Hasbro. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, the Blood and Plunder Raise the Black Flag Kickstarter. I thought that looked really cool. I don't know if anyone's... Is that the out. ships? No, it's the pirate-like... Skirmishy like, name, isn't it? Skirmishy. Yeah. Ah, now... Fighting on ships. There's... It looks really cool. Yeah, it does look cool. I haven't gone in. I'm not really a pirate person. I'm not really a historical person. Neither am I. But Matthew... I'm a pirate person and a historical. I think I think bookmarked it today just to talk about it. Oh, wait, I think this is up your street. I haven't looked much I'm of it. I'm going to find it. This is audio content. Audio content of ours. Can I just say at this point, listeners, that all three of these fuckers have been on their phones since we started recording and I've not touched mine. Well, I'm Fine, you're not included. I was just about to message and say, can you just check Ooh, that? Oh, dear Daniel, why would you show me these things? <laughs> I knew it, but I'm very dead. There's little boats with not people little. on them. No, no, but I mean, like, the boats are big, but yeah. like 25mm models. So I think you sail around, smash into each other, and then oh, change no. boats and fight each other. Yeah, oh. so it's proper really And some of the characters are really nice. Oh, it looks no. good. I don't have the money for this. They're playing it down at 1066, it? aren't they? I, I don't know. It's not that bad. There, there's a... There's already a game out for it, isn't this the expansion for it? Yeah, I don't Sorry, know if it's expansion yeah, or if it's a different so game. It's a spin off of the, the like fucking buy in. Oh, I don't know. So, the yeah. universe of Blood and Plunder is moving into the 18th century. This Kickstarter will launch an all new series of multi part plastic miniatures, a plastic ship kit, an expansion book, and much, much more. Needed a comma after that first one. Oh, no. Um, you 
I'm very interested, and I wanted to float Shit. it because I knew float. this one. Float because it's both. I knew this one would bite. Oh, Can you send me the link? <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> Rot row. <laughs> Rot row. Do, 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 do. If you oh, didn't want to get in on the shit, I'm gonna buy that, aren't I? Probably. I've stayed away from Kickstarter for so long. I kickstarted something recently. When did you kickstart? Hogs of War miniatures game. <laughs> <laughs> and I went all in on it. You silly fucker. I bought their card game. And the minute, but it looks brilliant. It you built your brakes and everything. Huh? Y- yeah, yeah. You were so excited. about And that. it's kind of, it, I, I've watched like the, I watched them do like a playthrough for oh, it. I haven't watched the playthrough. It's like um, you know, X when you put the dial down, yeah. so you're both going simultaneously, and you're like, ah, <laughs> it's like that. But it's Hogs of War, so you've got <laughs> tanks, you've got the little guys on the floor, you've got zeppelins. Got yeah. <laughs> Um, I think it was about a hundred quid. And I was like, "Yeah, fine." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, right." To, uh, I'm I'm gonna buy that. I mean, I'm not gonna fucking. I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I'm not gonna fuck about it. You're gonna post it in your whatever it is little wooden drawstring chat, and they're all gonna buy it too. The the what the. Your, huh? your boat game. We, oh, because we played Black Seas. Yeah. yeah oh, I haven't played Black Seas in a while. Covid kind of stopped Black Sea, didn't it? Covid was, stopped everything. But well, Black Seas sure, was picking up well. speed. Yeah, so I, been, I chat, haven't played it as much. Get buy in, and then you're, you're, you're gone. I'm going in. If you're going in, I'm going in. Can we, we can rub our boats against What you're listening to here is about 200 quid getting dropped on the floor. Yeah. That's the... It's Pirates... We'll discuss it later. We can do a big pirate ship. What's the sloop? I'm going to look into a bit more because, as discussed, pirates are not automatically my thing. They are my thing. But what? What if? What if they start bringing? What if you get like a frigate? because like, that's a sloop, and it's like it looks like it's a good forty centimeters, fifty centimeters. The only reason I know about a sloop is because I've been playing Sea of Thieves. Yeah. So a sloop. So a brigantine. You know they've got the brigs in that. It's smaller Wait, than... They a, play CFEs. They have three boats. Than, There's the small, medium the, and large. Yeah, the, 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 Apparently small is called a small. Have we become a pirate podcast? What? Have we become a pirate podcast? I'd be fucking... That, what? No, now... <laughs> are, are we back to Bristolian Farmers podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yes! <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. The Bristol accent has is a problem for me. The West Country accent. Yeah. Robert Newton was... In a good yeah, way. He played, he played, obviously... Um, yeah, obviously. Um, Captain uh, uh, Silver, Long John Silver, sure. in the first adaptation of Treasure Island sure. as a movie. So that's why, and he has a Bristolian accent, which is why everyone thinks that's what pirates sounded like, because he had it, and he's like the pirate that everyone saw. But I, I wonder if younger kids just think it's Jack Sparrow. Well, probably. But to everyone else, the pirate accent All is... All pirates, let's go. Yeah, Bristolian, <laughs> the pirates of Penzance as well. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. what's his name, Tim Curry? That video is making the rounds at the moment. I don't know why. Wait, what? Tim Curry's a pirate. Tim Curry was um, the like the top dog pirate in the Pirates of Penzance performance. He did one for like the Royal Variety in like the eighties, and it's him in like really tight trousers. I saw him in Holy Grail, prancing about on a ship. It's brilliant. I'm a bit. I'm a fan of his actually. Um, why would you not be what, a fan tight of Tim trousers Curry? Prancing around the ship. Sure, why not? Uh, moving on, to the next one. I wanted to just highlight one forty-eight tactic. So. This was a game I got a while ago. It's World War II Skirmish. It's quite interesting. And they're building it slow. And they're quite involved. 
in communication, Dad's looking at me like I'm weird. No, I'm, right, I'm going to ask a question after you finish. Cool, cool, cool. <coughs> well, I mean, are you asking if I've had a, have I played it? No. Because I haven't sure. yet, because I can't find people no. to play it with me. But I'm hoping that I can convert some of the um, bolt action. Bolt action, obviously. Because the models for this are really beautiful. So, uh, the problem with a lot of the World War II stuff is... <laughs> dog shit minis. dog shit minis. Some of them are great, and we are getting new plastic kits for a lot of stuff that's better and yada yada. But these are actually really nice straight off the bat. And it does seem that a lot of historical guys just don't give a fuck, which I, I find... Because they're more worried about the history than the yeah. models. But these models are really nice. But right now they're running, uh, running a Kickstarter. If you want to like, replicate a historical army, you don't probably don't want to buy that many models that are that nice. No. Maybe. Uh, but this not, is like, not so when this they're going to be come down in a second. But. but this is skirmish. The models are lovely. There's bits of terrain involved. There's cards. There's a Kickstarter running at a minute for 148 Tactics, but it's cards only. They have added a few pledges for to get models from back in the day, but they're trying. They're like, right, we need a new card deck, so I'm running it just for the card deck, and it's kind of like, I hope all of the people that went in before get it and get the cards, and they can just build this game slow. Um, so I just wanted to flag that as a sign for people to watch. No, I was for. only going to ask what sets it apart from the other World War skirmish games and you stated the models oh for models say Dan, models are beautiful well, and I, you posted the link to that in our fucking chat and now I've clicked on it yeah you yeah. asked me to so I did so, I don't remember I, I blacked out I think it's quite tight and I think the games are quite quick it's quite bish bash bosh bish bash bosh so it's one of those ones that I'm hoping I can get someone to play with me but you know someone's going to need to clean a sofa oh Jesus fucking Christ look at this I didn't know this feature of the, the new feature of the podcast would mean that we, in fact, would be fucked oh, and spending God. all our money. I've been, as far as Kickstarter, more into board games at the moment. Oh, okay. yeah. So back to a few of those. And obviously, uh, we've had, we've got, uh, I've had come and you are having come. On the come. 12th, yeah. Uh, Super Fantasy Brawl? Yeah. SFB, whatever it is, I think it's a fancy brawl. Yeah, um, from my mythos or yeah, mythos. Uh, mythic. Is it mythic. Sorry. Mythic. Um, same people are doing some other stuff. Um, but the minis for that are nice. The gameplay looks okay. We're looking forward to playing it. Yeah, there's no dice which I appreciate turns some people off. But what do they use? I can't recall. Uh, cards with like, not like the flipping deck like Malifaux, but just like this attack does mm. two damage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and you get your three heroes. You, this might sound familiar to some people. You pick your three heroes. It's a hex-based grid, and there are variable objectives. <laughs> but rather than rolling dice and spiking, you shuffle like all of the heroes' abilities into one deck, and you can like sort of do three a turn. <gasps> Super <coughs> brawl. So I think oh, Richard just got his yeah. confirmation. Yeah, I, I got. I, I got received mine. my stuff yesterday. I got mine while we were eating. Oh, oh you went shit. in six million. What have you done? All the. All the minis they've got, it's not just like they've got like generic no, got Pirate characters. B, it's all of the famous pirates from the High Age of Pirates. Yeah. Like. Have they got the, the, is it the Chinese lady? The like famous one? Well they've got, they've got um, or like the Mary Reed and, um, and Bonnie. Oh fuck me. Oh, <laughs> I'm in such trouble. <laughs> I'm in so, like Sam Bellamy. Jesus, shit! There's two versions of Blackbeard. Two, count them. Two versions of Blackbeard. That must be cheating. Um, I mean, 
the full plastic shit's like $39. Yeah, it's no, not I actually looked, too bad. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I was surprised at how cheap it was, to be honest. So, so moving on, there's a Kickstarter from... It's coming out, it's not out yet. Yeah. From a company called Ludus Magnus Studio. Yes, I know. I've got some of Yeah, and it's the Nova... <coughs> I can't say it. Nova Aetis Renaissance. Yes. Yes. So, I picked up their board game for Black Rose Wars last year. And I didn't, and I wish I had. I didn't know you had. I Yeah, we've had Wave 1. We've not had the sh- uh, stretch goals yet. Well, I'm looking forward to... I really wanted to play that. It took... Yeah. Because I saw them at Salute one year. They had like a really? little thing, but I couldn't get close enough to give it a demo. The minis are nice. I don't know how the gameplay's going to be. It looks quite expansive. I don't know if it's like one of those things where... It's very um, kickstart where look at all this cool stuff you can do with the game. It's actually just kind of shit and a load of stuff thrown at a wall. Fair. I mean, I'm a minis guy first, and that's what drew me. Yeah. But I wanted like to I got the big uh, Chronos or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they were doing a, I think there was a sale on at the moment yeah. for individual minis as well, like fifteen percent off. Yeah. Because, but um, I invite anyone to come and have a yeah. Because I think at the Novus Atarium or whatever it is. Is there sort of like skirmishy dungeon crawler, I believe? Mm, I think so. When are we getting Defiance, actually? Speaking of dungeon crawlers, when are we getting Infinity of Defiance? Ooh, Kobe... When are we getting the Infinity RPG finished off? <laughs> oh, don't. I've still not had one thing from that, and I won't contact them to get split payment. It's the principle of the fucking thing. Um, I don't know when we're getting Defiance. They've been quite open about it. They say, look, Covid fucked us. Yeah, yeah fair. Um, I, just, I really want to play that because it's just the Aristea dice system mm, yeah. with infinity minis and a dungeon, a cooperative dungeon crawl. All of that, it's ticking yeah, a lot it does. of boxes for it me. It ticks every box. Although, speaking of Aristea dice system, we've got the multiplayer Aristea. Prime time! We need to yeah. get prime time and play Aristea so, together. So, yeah, I was going to talk about that in the infinity bit, but we'll talk about it now. Um, infinity, the new edition came out in full. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they've got Code 1 just come out, then N4's just dropped. Yeah, so for anyone that. Well, I was going to talk about. Can I do the last news item? You go, you go, you go. Sorry, we'll, I'm jumping ahead. Sorry, it's, and it's my favourite news item. Is it season five of the Expanse because it's been renewed? No, but I am excited. Battle order. No, this is. I invite anyone who. I just. I don't know if I love it or hate it, but I'm fucking getting it. I'm excited. It's night models, and they have oh, no. the Big Bang Theory oh. as the Justice League. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so it's a Justice League cosplay set from that episode where they go to the comic book stores yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I'm aware. party. Um, Great. I've tried to buy it several <laughs> times. Every time I click add to cart it tells me Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> if it did the trolling by Night Model. Every time I've tried to add it it says you've reached maximum for the, you're allowed for this item, which is zero. Yeah. Uh, is it April? No, it's not. I have just added it. It's now in my cart. Can I just say that the worst thing about that, the worst thing is that it's overshadowed the release of Condiment King. What the fuck? Let's talk about night models. What? What the, the fuck is fuck? night models? <laughs> what are they? I, this is why I didn't do Harry Potter because <laughs> I just don't trust the company Jesus at all. Christ, you're what right. the fuck are they? I just. Like, they brought out condiment kits for night models like for their, for their Batman game. Cannot trust them. the guy who fights with fucking mustard and tomato ketchup guns. So Batman miniatures game is in a weird place because they kept releasing new editions, new editions, like, <laughs> like five minutes after the other. You, you got issue. You got like what was it? Edition three came out a month after edition. Something two, like, like it was like, like it was like, <laughs> people had just like, received. I the think book. it might have been like November to April or something. And it was like wait. Well, 
But we, I. What? You can't just learn the rules. It yeah. could be an errata. It can't be a new edition. But as far as I understand, so I have a lot of them. A lot of the models because they're just very beautiful. I bought my the favourite heroes that I like. You don't have to justify why you got a lot of models, Harry. And I've it got came out and you bought them. And I've got every <laughs> Harry Potter thing. Um, but I haven't got to play that yet. I bought them because they're nice. And you bought them because they're new. Have you got the uh, Grindelwald and the uh, the other one? Yeah. The the boy. Yeah, I can't think yeah. of his name. The boy. Eustace. It's got to be something like that. Something like that. Oh, is this from the the um, yes. the new ones? Yeah. They're uh, fantastic the, the beast big ones. Models. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the beautiful. Yeah, they're lovely. Beautiful models. Um, so night models release some of the best models around. I don't. Oh, I think yeah. that can't be argued. They're beautiful models. But in terms of the the game, so <laughs> as I understand me. it from what people have been moaning about, certainly with this release, like I actually looked at this and thought, Do you know what? I quite like this. I want this Big Bang Theory. I love Big Bang Theory, which is also seems unpopular, but I love it, and I want these models. But as soon as they did it, people were like, how the fuck are you giving us this shit when you still haven't given us cards for, like, the other models in the game? Like, there's no balance because we haven't had the third edition cards. And it's ridiculous. Yeah, so they don't give a shit. It does seem odd that you can keep releasing these beautiful models. This is, this is, this is a weird one. Maybe they should go into collaboration with Steamforge. <laughs> because if Knight can deliver models at such a rate, <laughs> they might be right. <laughs> no, I did. No, but they don't. No, but I don't deliver the models. That's the problem. Speaking of, sorry, well, I thought they delivered the models the on the top. Oh my bad. Um, uh, I received uh, my Horizon Zero Dawn call box. Oh yes, that's ah, the I I. picture. That's the I. Yeah. Cool. What are we moving on to now? <laughs> um, sorry. So I wanted to say I'm just being shitty. I'm sorry. Batman miniatures game. <laughs> Does anyone play it? I have it and I wanted to play it. I'm interested if people are playing yeah, it. Are you asking our listeners? I'm asking if people think it's good, if it's worth giving it a go. Should I just treat it as models to paint or should yeah. I should I actually Nick give this Nick shit a go? Nick Hart, but he's living in Cornwall. <laughs> Nick's moved, yeah. He's in Cornwall yeah, now. No, but I mean, but he might know if the new edition is good. I don't think he's played well, it. Well, you can take a trip down but to play. He's probably read it. That's true. I'll ask Nick. Nick. Yeah. I'm going to play some squadrons with Nick at some point. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's cross-platform, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but you're going to be good, and I'm not, so you're going to. Wait, get wait, it's cross-platform. So if you've got a PS, whatever, you can play against the PC. Yeah. I mean, PC oh, that was great. Please don't do that. I didn't enjoy that. I loved it. It's a flying game. It's not PC orientated, is it? Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. not like it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's like not RTS. Track. It's not yeah. FPS. It's a... The only thing is, if you've got a ho, what are they call it called? Ho, Hotus, <laughs> Hotus, the joystick and oh yeah, yeah, a Hotus system, you might be a little bit more. But only if you're good with it. It's yeah, like, true. I mean, it's like an FP- F- FPS versus uh, FPS the versus controller. Like, yeah, yeah, mouse yeah, versus yeah, controller. Yeah, big difference. Yeah. Joystick. You still have to know how to fly the plane. <laughs> like. Is the plane to stop it actually? Yeah. Okay. You still need to have played enough flight simulators <laughs> to understand how that fucking joystick works. It's not like point and click. Yeah. yeah. Like. Well, I mean, I'm looking for because I've not, as you know, I'm not a computer game guy, but that game has tickled a pickle. Oh, it is real fun. The only thing that I'm finding with it at the moment, a little bit of tangent, it's going to get boring very quickly. Right. There isn't enough. The like, joy is a lot of the improving your skills. Say that. And at the end of the day, you was 30 what? quid. I'm not, compl- yeah. I'm not, no, I'm not I mean, complaining. It's, it's I'm just saying it's, the competitive part of it is boring already. You wait until they release, here's, here's the uh, L-Wing 
that costs you seven well, pounds. Quid they've DLT. Yeah. They've you know they've been weird. Buy, they've actually buy, they've not buy. included any microtransactions in the game. Or nothing. There's no Yet. there's no purchasable Yet. currency anything. Yeah, but those Yet. systems were in place in Battlefield uh, what, when um, they came out or Battlefront. What, sorry, Star Wars. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Like what? Purchasable on Steam. On Steam. So, so therefore, it doesn't need to be in the game. It doesn't need to be in the game. Like it'll be the microtransaction will be buy the Elwing expansion. Three ninety nine. Yeah. yeah Season pass. Can, can, we, can we not not say L wing? Why? I don't think there is an L wing. Is there a U wing? There's yeah, a U wing, but it's already in the game, you dickhead. That's what you were flying. I'm checking because I don't even play. That's why I used L wing. So the U wing, the U, the uh, yeah, the. You're talking to me as if I give a fuck. What is in like? What is in the space battles? The support ship. Stargate Wars. No, like I, I <laughs> don't you dare besmirch, Star, besmirch Stargate because I love Stargate. I also love Stargate. On <laughs> the vague news of fucking watch it, all right, Parish. <laughs> I was talking about this before we started recording. I've been playing five D chess with multiverse time theory, <laughs> and it's a fucking mind You're trick. Such so, a fucking dog. I, I know you linked it to me, and I haven't yeah. downloaded it yet. I will get it because at the moment, so World of Warcraft. Shadowlands is on its way. They've now pushed it back, so I'm playing every fucking game that someone throws at me. Fucking Among yeah. Us, Animal Party. What the fuck is Animal Party? It's hilarious. It's a demo. Star Wars Squadrons, fucking Rocket League. I'm just going through the motions of playing any game. So 5D Chess. Yeah, I'll sit there till 4 o'clock in the morning playing start for 4D Chess, 5D Chess. Let's go. I'll get so, too into it, piss off my upstairs neighbour. What of it? <laughs> what it is, is it's like chess. Well, good, because it was in there. Every time you move, you leave, like, a copy of the previous board. Right. And yeah. not only do the chess pieces move like they should, they also move in that dimension. So Sorry, you pointed in a curve and said that <laughs> Sorry, dimension. Right? And so so now your fingers are fucking, so what's happening? Right and do, and do you, so you know that the listeners can't see this, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, but he's Audio describing it, shut up. So your rook can still move along the orthogonal um, ups and downs, yeah, yeah, and lefts and rights, but it can also go on its on its square directly down oh. on the boards. Yep. Fucking hell, Dan! And, and then, every time you so make one of those decisions, you're creating a, a splinter timeline. Oh, which fuck's in both timelines. So it's, it is pure multiverse. So every theory. single move you make, you create a new timeline. No, no. Only if you send a piece. Back in time. <laughs> so you can end up with like realities that have multiple kings, realities that have no kings, and your objective is to just checkmate the king in one. What, on How do one you go board. to a reality that has no king? So if I'm playing like the present, and I send my king, rather than moving left, right, diagonal, I send it one square down a board. Oh, it isn't on the top floor, therefore. It isn't on the top floor, and then the... I can smell toast, and I can taste blood. So, <laughs> so I dropped the king down a board. Yes. What other pieces would be on that below Whatever board? was there last turn. Can you send the so board... Can you send a piece up? No, you cannot... Affect you can't anything. travel into the future, so John. We know this. The, wherever the king is, like, in the previous timeline, is stuck there. So if you can check... If you can send something to check king in a previous timeline, you win. Oh Jesus! So I can right. go, and can I drop? Can you drop down to late to an earlier timeline from a timeline you drop down into? Uh, so when you drop down into a timeline, you'll create a new new 
a new, a new, a new splinter parallel. From there, yeah, yeah, you can okay. then drop down to another one on that one. You can. Okay, so yeah. you, you can, you can, you can end up with like five kings on a board. Yes. And you can cascade oh. through like, oh, fucking hell. But, so like bishops move diagonally, but if you're moving on the, on the vertical time, you'll change the colour of what square your bishop is on every mm. other board. Because if you yeah. imagine a diagonal on boards going... Yeah, way. fucking hell. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> it has a puzzle mode, it has versus AI, and it has... Um, PvP. Like PvP. If nothing else, I suggest there's a uh, bullet chess grandmaster Hikaru. Go and watch him play it for like the first two times, and just and watch him slowly melt. Breaks, yeah. <laughs> Until he works out, he's like, oh no, I understand this. You have to think of the pass not as the pass, but as a direction, and that's one of the hardest bits. Oh my god, that's a quote. Can I get that on a fucking t-shirt, please? Yeah. You have to think it's the past, not as the past, but as a direction. That is a, that is a Dan Adams oh, quote. That is, only you could have come to the recording today ready to talk about 5D chess. Yes. I mean, I'm and gonna, I've also been playing League and Auto Chess. There you go. I mean, I'm going to download... Uh, I've been playing League as well. I'm going to download that. Oh, that hurt my brain to hear. Oh. I, think, I struggle with Pong. <laughs> Frogger. Frogger's great. So, I'm going to open up the floor to Matthew to tell us... I'm, and I'm definitely in the state of mind to be able to do that right now. A little bit yeah. about Bushido. Yeah. Well, because you're in it, Dan's a little bit in it, John we, and I are We spunked a lot of content on the way here, apologies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We couldn't keep it in our pants. It's all over the dashboard of my car. Go on then, repeat it. Um, right, what did you say first, Dan? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... After the uh, the event, we all obviously jumped ship, and we're all trying to find a new. Uh, we let's jump ship, and the we were the ship went down, and we were, we're all we're all fighting sucked. for the same door, and that bitch knows there's enough space on there, and she won't let us on. So <laughs> Titanic reference. Yes, and he's, um, he's not wrong. He easily could have got on that bit of wood. I don't know what the Could have given like that much extra weight would not have meant that door was. Uh, What's the word? It, floatiness was Buoyancy. Buoyancy. I'm a teacher. Anyway. <laughs> Educating the future, wasn't it? Yeah. Floatiness. Uh, <laughs> Does it float? <laughs> Banana. No. Are bananas flying? No, because otherwise we'd go for banana bobbing, wouldn't we? Wasn't it Mythbusters? <laughs> what? I'm so confused. It was Myth of Us that randomly in each episode would throw something in a swimming pool to see if it flowed, wasn't it? I don't know. What's oh. going on? <laughs> you made a joke because you apple bob, but you don't banana bob. Oh, I had bomb, and I was very confused. Your mind went to worms. <sighs> Were you laughing at banana bobbing been... because it's like I've... a dick? <laughs> no, I was laughing at you bobbing for bananas and just a load of people drowning. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. Again, educating our future. Yeah. Great. I'm not... I'm not fucking. I'm not a sociopath at work. I'm a sociopath from the hours of three onwards every day. I thought you said you finished right. at seven. Gil- yeah, but then the kids leave at three, so it doesn't matter. I can do what I want after that. Gilbert's gone. Why did you go? Why would you bring that up again? We know it's gone, Barry. You'd have to keep mentioning it. I need it. to focus. <laughs> so, um. Saying that was shit loads for sale if anyone wants any. Basically, I've, uh. <laughs> I was persuaded onto Bushido, and I honestly can't remember. How I got swung round to it. I think um, actually Luke from our um, our gaming club 
was playing it. Uh, well, he'd been painting a little bit of it, and he, Scott and Josh, whichever way around they are, I never remember which one's which. Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, um, they both had bought in as well, and I and I looked at the minis, and I just thought they looked really cool. Some of them were quite dated, but in that kind of, I, I know it doesn't appeal to you, but it's that kind of retro charm that quite appealed to me in well, some ways. Well, no, retro retro charm doesn't appeal to me. But I know some of the minis weren't went to your test. Yeah. Um, well, no, I have picked several of them up in the past. In the past, but we'll get to that in a bit. Keep going. Well, I just thought it looked it looked really cool, and I um I gave so GCT Studios on YouTube have put out like a five part series of how to play Bushido, and each episode is about three to five minutes long, and it covers one major phase of the game or one major facet. So the first one's how to, uh, how to move, second one's how to shoot, then how to fight, and then there's a couple other ones, and they're really nicely done. Really good visuals, and within you know watching these five videos, so within about fifteen minutes, I had a good idea of how to play a turn of Bushido. So mm-hmm. I would, and that just kind of made me want to go, oh fuck, I want to try this now. So I bought the star set, and then I pre-ordered the Shiho theme box, which is a, uh, a sort of set open rebellion box, and then I um, wait, is that the wolves? Yeah, that's the wolves, and, and that's then the I, one that I, I could be persuaded on. Yeah, and then I bought the entirety of the Minimoto clan. So I've gone, I've gone pretty hard on it, and I've played quite a few games. I've got Dyson um, to buy into it. He's bought the the princesses, um, some of the which is part of the Ronin faction, which are the Ronin I can play like for different factions. Yeah. But they the have Union. yes, but they have little mm-hmm. mini factions themes within themselves. So he's bought some of them, and he's also using some L five R models as prefecture of Ryu. Please explain what they. I have heard it, but others might not. It's um, a card game and general uh, setting, Legend of the Five Rings, which is uh, an it's an old card game uh, set in Rokugan, which is very that similar theme, but it's had years and years of like expansion and thing, yeah. which is currently owned by Fancy Flight Games, and Fancy Flight Games have outsourced or whatever it is. Um, it's part of the Privateer Press Mini Crate. Oh, yeah. Uh, they do a special L5R one where, because it's very character-based, every month you get like one of these character minis, which are all lovely. I've just bought three of the ones that Dyson has, uh, because uh-huh. they're some of my favourites. Oh, cool. They are really beautiful minis, to be fair. Um, but basically, it's set in a, um, a, fantasy, a fantasy version of Japan, Japan called the Isles of Joie. And there's all these clans and... Um, clans and there's like mystical elements like you've got things like yokai kirai um uh, kamis are in it and like there's like, like lots of the fantastical elements of japanese folklore and other uh, eastern well, folklores the, are in there the, the tengu bird yeah. you've got tengu are in there uh, so kirai are zombies yokai are kind of like demons or spirits kami are minor gods um or like spirits as well and then you've got things like you've got sort of very clear sam- samurai and ashigaru archetypes Shinobi, ninjas, um, there's also some, uh, like, it's not all Japanese, there's like slight other Eastern cultures, there's a bit of Korea in there, there's a bit of China in there, right. that kind of thing. Um, but like, just fits, it is mainly Japanese. But it's it's really cool, it's got a really interesting mechanic for the uh, combat, which is you take your melee pool dice, which is typically three. Basically everyone has three. Yeah, basically everyone has three. Some people have four, yeah. some people have two. And you can, there are ways to boost it up with your key stats, but, which is, you know, kind of like um, bonus timing, if we want to hmm. go back to whatever that other game was. But, um, <clears throat> just so, to point where you every time we've mentioned it, they've both looked grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. 
You get so three dice. Let's say you need a, okay you need a, a color for your attack dice and a color for your defense dice. So if my attack, my attack characteristic, my melee pool is three, <clears throat> I think take three of each dice. And my opponent takes their appropriate number, and then in my hand, I secretly decide how many I'm going to apply to attacking, how many I'm going to apply to defending. It's removing any secretly for any special attacks I want to do, which sometimes cost dice to do because they're good. And then you roll them uh, as an opposed roll, but the, only when you roll them do you necessarily find out how the other person has done it. So they might have gone all out attack, all out defense, or a mix, and then you compare what each of you's done, and you take your highest dice, and you can add up to two additional dice as supporting dice, provided neither of them rolled a one. So if my highest dice was a five, and I had an, a, a three and a two, they would each add plus one each, so for a total of seven. And I must say, in our demo game... I really enjoyed that combat system. The, oh, I would say it's very reminiscent of uh, SBG, hmm. oh, where right. the roles can be very spiky in either direction. Oh, agreed. As we, we saw. I was about to say, but like, a yeah. week ago I played SBG and it just flooded back memories of spiky but, dice or spiky. But, but, if you can roll fives or sixes, you will <laughs> win the game. But it's that idea game, yeah. of I've got attack and I've got defence and... I had a lot of fun. I was looking yeah. at you, and you looked at me as like, "What's he like, going to do?" There's a little bluffing there. Do? There's like a there's there's a bit of bluffing in there. Yeah. There's a little bit of just like <laughs> except like you basically it's all almost always a two one split because yeah, not having anything dice. in defense is fucking atrocious. Mm. Like because if your opponent roses, so if your opponent rolls like a three, like you've got you're losing about half your health, like even on an average dice roll. So you compare you compare your attack and defense roll, and the, the amount you win by or lose by is your success level, which you then roll a two d six on a damage chart and cross reference. I don't. I hate cross reference. Cross reference. I love a cross your damage roll with your success level, and that tells you how much damage you do. So it really is SPG. What do I need to hit? What do I need to wound? Yeah. Five. Yeah. But I personally, I really like it. I, it's I not for everyone. It. I, like I really it. like it. I like the flow of the game. It can. I don't know. There's lots of caveats. Like, well, we had an hour yeah, card journey on the way here of Dan giving me the caveats. Some Thanks of them are wasting the content. Some of the newer models are very like keyword salady, where they just have a load of keywords on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the she the wolves are word soup. Yeah, they're like they have seven passive keywords. Sure. Um, Whereas like Dan's Tengu have three, two of which are largely irrelevant once you've read them once. Yeah. Um. But like, there's also, so I think my main problem is probably coming from the Gilbert background, which I appreciate is probably where a lot of our listeners are going to like go from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know where it sits on the like casual competitive scale. Mm. Sure. Because there's... Right, before you go on, where does it just feel instantaneously? Instantaneously, it feels like a competitive game. Right. But the way you build lists and the way I would envision you playing a tournament feels awful competitively. It feels casual. Because it is a one list system. Right. You build your 100 point list. And because you've got all these factions, you're going to need tools versus some factions. It's going to be rock, paper, scissory, and if you yeah. come up against that list that beats yours, then you're going to have a there, fucking hard time. There is a like a neutral theme, like uh, where, so you can play it if you're playing a vanilla faction, as it were. Where you can take like a sideboard of thirty points, and that feels like it should be standard. Right, gotcha. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. because there's so there's there's uh, eleven factions, twelve of you include the Ronin. 
And Inside each of those factions, you can have what are called themes, which are like we like sectorials, sectorials is what we mentioned. Yeah. It's basically slightly restricts your model choices for a nice little flavorful buff and probably some sort of good in-game mechanic. Not always good, sometimes kind of irrelevant, but just cool. Yeah. Um, but they have a theme. These are the themes, and themes are good. We like themes. Themes it are cool. makes things look. Yeah, dramatic. like I've there's one in mind which is you can only take my guys the Minimoto fucking love and respect their blacksmiths. And in this, in this, in one theme, it's called the finest steel. You can only take blacksmiths or samurai. You can't take your like cheapest chips, little Ashigaru. Well, I say little Ashigaru, the some tankiest models in the game. But you can't take the Ashigaru. So it kind of it gives you that nice like, focus. If you look at the edition yeah. one star sets, which have like a mix of models from different themes, compared to the like season two star sets, which have from one unified theme. Like they are night and day. Like the season two ones just look nicer to like buy. Mm. If, if you're attracted to something, yeah. you're going to be attracted to the theme of it. Yes, that's going to be another. That's going to be another selling point. Blah blah yeah. blah. So. Like Dan's playing the Dissension. Inside the Dissension, there are the Tengu bird people, and inside the Tengu, there are two themes, or maybe three themes, really, because you can have lots of little birds. You can have. Mix of little and big birds with some humans, the hill tribes. Big birds. And then you can have big birds with some little birds. Yeah, so there's like. And there were humans, weren't there? In like. Yeah, yeah the hill tribes. Because yeah, the hill cool. tribes are effectively like the, Teng- the Tengu have come down from the mountains, they're training up the hill tribes to go inside. So the reason they're the dissension is they're descending from the mountains to go fuck people up. I got that. <clears throat> cool. It's. It, personally, I really like the. So it feels like you always want to play a theme, but it feels like if you were like locked into that for, say, like a five round tournament. You would come I, up can't your... I can't imagine it's pleasurable. And it's not even like you're going to come against the one thing that counters you. You're going to encounter several things that you're just not very effective in. No, you're going to get the Age of Sigmar. So basically at the moment there's a big thing for Age of Sigmar where there is three of the, three armies that are, inverted commas, the competitive armies. Yes. But they are rock, paper, scissors to each other. And the winner of the tournament, this is not negative towards the Age of yeah. Sigmar scene, but from when I was, me and Nathan were looking at playing it, it's... The guy that wins the tournament isn't necessarily the guy that's played the best. He's the guy that's dodged his counter, yeah. which which sucks. Obviously, he's played well because he won five games. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But if he's playing fucking just for easiness, he's playing ogres, and he didn't come up against the orcs that were his hard counter, yeah. and the other guy that came third was an ogre player. But if he hits like five 70% matchups, whereas the other guy hits four 70% matchups and a 30. Yeah, then exactly. But I think, unlike Age of Sigmar where you've got a larger points list because Bushido is 100 points which might transfer like translate to as little as like maybe 6 or 7 models 5 sure. or 7 is average like you can't really afford to have like this like you can't be slot. a Swiss army knife you can't yeah. be yeah. you can't do everything yeah, yeah I get that and not only there are models there are lots of upgrades there's event cards which are kind of like something's happening I play a card to do something yeah. there's enhancements and and uh uh, so enhancements to it like attached to your model like attachments and then there are also um, I'm blanking on the third one is that it is it, enhan- is it just events events and enhancements pass I can't remember but yeah. sure well, but cards in, in, terms of, yeah. in terms of prepping for something that you are going to struggle with is a lot harder with seven models yeah. than it is and then when you're playing Definitely. casually uh, say for instance on like say Wednesday night where but the one thing I love about Bushido is the games are quite short yeah, yeah. Like they feel like Guild Ball length games. Like 60 to 90. And the club, you're going to knock yeah. three, four out by the sound of Not three or four, two. two. Oh, okay. um, Unless he's burying it in one. <laughs> I'll take that. that um, 
<laughs> it then feels like, okay, so you're playing casually, there should still be some sort of social... In- I'm going to sound very strange here. There should be some sort of social interaction where you're sort of like pre-warning each other of what you're bringing. Well, that's kind of the way that you're advised to play most games, really, is to have a conversation with your opponent. What kind of game do we want to have? Yeah, but what kind well, of I think what Dan's have? banking on in this is that's a bit of bad game design if you have to pre-warn them in that much. Yeah. And it's not a competitive game. For example, Warhammer Fantasy, back, back <clears> when, <throat> you could be like, by the way, I'm taking XYZ, you know, it was cheesy. You could also not do that and not have to warn someone. Whereas you're saying, like, if you're playing, like, say, for instance, the Minamoto clan, that you sort of always have to warn them. Because if you if you didn't bring anything with Pierce, I hope you weren't planning on killing anything today, and you're just trying to get the objectives. And even then, I hope that I'm not on them as well, or you're in trouble. But then we're also saying that from only just starting into the game. Like, I haven't yeah. played that much. No one's very experienced. No one's necessarily Correct. found the super good casual. Okay, uh, I played well, they're not casuals. Right. Yeah, yeah, but you can always like, still make the opinion of it. Like with, yeah. especially coming from something like Guild Ball, where you've got the draft at the start, where if they take the full blacksmith team, you can take you. You've got the model with anatomical precision in your twelve, and you can just yeet that in there. Like, so. Or when we were playing, and you go, what, what, "What's your twelve? I've got this for this." The yeah. fact that you have that in your roster to enable yeah. you to be able to do. So it feels like the the like sideboard should be like standard, but should it's, be not. it's not. It, yeah, it so feels like competitively speaking, which is how like my knee jerk is. I want this to be competitive mm. because it's like you're scoring VPs. It's over a certain amount of turns. It's got so many of the hallmarks of stuff like Guild Ball, like with the precise movements. You've got the rules that do like your thing. Like it's not. There's like some wishy-washy, but that's just because like it's a small company, and the rulebook's not necessarily the best. Um, it feels like it should be competitive, and it feels like if you were treating it competitively, I don't know why you wouldn't play vanilla, because you get the access to the sideboard. And yeah, you why couldn't... you wouldn't take the. It'd be interesting team. to see what changes yeah. come because, as, as you said, so. I don't know if you... I know I have, I think Matt has, I don't know if you've listened to Beard's podcast, where he had... I'm sorry, guy, Beard, I didn't. He had a guy from uh, GCT on. Yeah, Jason. And it's, it sounds like, functionally, the company is two fellas, and their stock room is a lock-up in south-east London somewhere, and that's where all the stuff is, and everyone who works on it is like a, free, a freelancer. They just... Yeah. When they get a bit of money, they pay them to do this art. They get a bit of money, they pay them to develop this. The guy was on was a rules developer. But I don't think he was one of the two sure. chaps that He's not. It. He's just their main developer. And he just, just loved it. And he's only picked it. it up for the new edition of the game. I don't yeah. think he, and maybe a little bit before that. He didn't do the original edition of the game. So he's building and developing what someone else designed, not him. Hmm. So it's a, it's a bit of an odd thing, but I, I've almost bought in. Yeah. I like the flow of the game, and I want to like the game. And it's hard to... No, just stop pitching the fucking light here, right? <laughs> so, I wanted, I almost bought in, and I actually went to go buy things, but they were out of stock of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I think... That is an issue. Well, it is an issue, issue. but... What, thing is, the he, point, went on, he went on like three days after the big restock, but everyone had already fucking... <laughs> yeah. Piranha attacked the... Uh... <laughs> Nothing. Nailed it. <laughs> so, my, the point I want to make is that that is good for them. Yes. And I am hoping... That this injection of cash, because it does seem that so many guild ballers well, switched to Bushido. I'd love to I know the numbers. I the uh, yeah. Bushido dis- Discord, and one of the first things I saw was Timmy posting. Yeah. And I know he, <laughs> so he was on Beard's podcast. I've, oh. ch- I've chatted to him a couple of times about, um, like I asked him for, for some advice for a list for young, because I want to play a young list, a young, sorry, 
to reach the pirates. I want to play a list that is just the shark people. Right. Or shark people are like like some Buffy stuff. But I'm really interested to see what this injection of new blood in terms of players and new money that they have brought with them, what it can do for it. Like, you've got this little company, they've got this good product. Let's see. I mean, it's got potential. What, yeah. Why I'm interested is if we see, because I might be wrong here, but I've never heard of a Bushido tournament. No, they do happen. Sure, but like... He hasn't heard of it. That's I haven't problem. heard of it. Yeah. Doesn't, and he's heard about other like, tournaments I've, he doesn't play. I've, I've been to many LGSs in the south, which is like presumably where near where they're based if they're lockups in, in South East London. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never heard of one. And bearing in mind you've got Dark Sphere, you, yeah. you thought you were there. And you've done like Firestorm. True. And, but like, if all the if the guild but, but Firestorm's in Wackles. I know, but like, it's <laughs> yeah, a yeah, 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 I know you. Mean. Um, yeah, maybe that's one. But. If the people who have jumped from Guild to that, they'd start running Bushido tournaments. If they've got, like, how many more, much, much more, like, competitive data going in, whether it's a system that might get solved? Bro, yeah. Interesting. If yeah. you do XYZ, you get XYZ. Because if it's people. a small company where they haven't necessarily had that. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. But that's why I'm very interested in what's yeah. going to happen. 100%. Because. I've picked up these models at Salute, probably like maybe two or three Salutes in a yeah. row. I've gone and picked up some of the ninjas and gone, oh, I like them, but I'm not 100%. They're all just off a little bit. There's probably, if I could go on that website now, maybe pick like, say, 10 models that I think are spot on beautiful. Which is two and a half ninja lists. <laughs> and it's, it's possibly across, like there's the monk with the lion... And the, or lioness and the deer. Yes, uh, that's uh, such a good model. Is, yeah. There's the web only model that the guy that plays for every faction. Yeah, great model. Uh, the brother Toshiro. No, there's the brother, not the brother. Oh, not the three brothers. Toshiro yeah. is the guy. The brothers, all great the models. Yes. Look, I can I can pick a few great models, <clears throat> but you can see how things have evolved and they've got traditionally yeah. sculpted and digital sculpted, and mm. there's such a gulf. Like you look at the prefecture of Ryu ones. Like, if you said to me you could have a range of cool samurai models and you showed me those, they're not it. And I'm not trying to be a dick about it. I'm Some just, of them are. I, I don't think they are. What, the, sorry, the, the, the Akira model from the Starbox is gorgeous. Is he the dude with the gun? No, that's although he is good. Hiramasa is an Ashigaru, not a samurai. Right. But he is sick as well. Who's the, who are you talking about? Uh, the samurai from that box, the one who's drawing a sword. Is he the guy I played against? Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good model. That is absolutely a good model. Oh, uh, cool. And we can agree to the truth. I think he's too small. He's not dynamic enough. If that model had a digital re-sculpt, that, that's it would be model. That, That's a new model. It might have been digitally sculpted. I don't think so. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it's, they're so, it's so close. It's so close to being what I want model-wise. And I have, I'm a model guy first. Yeah. I really enjoyed the demo game. I know it was a demo game and you were like, deliberately playing in such a way that I could uh, try things out, you know. But I really enjoy that combat system of, like, I've got these dice and I have an extra decision that I'm not used to having. What was the model we're talking about? Uh, Akira. No. Takashi Akira? Yeah, the Risen Sun, the Risen Sun sculpt. I think he has an old sculpt as well. Yeah, I'm not into that model. What's yeah, the name? It's that one, Joe. Uh, Audio content. Audio content. Mm. No. But oh, I can me. see how it... Well, no, no. You're like, 
your I'm opinion not saying is you're wrong. You're like, it's art at the end of the day, and we all yeah. like different things. And I'm interested to see what they can do with this new interest. Uh, that model, in, to me, looks like it would be more beneficial on a piece of terrain. Well, like a statue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it no, looks like a tactical rock. What? Tactical oh, rock. On a tactical rock. Maybe. On a tactical rock, maybe, yeah. So the wolf box that came out. Yes. Those models are beautiful. beautiful. You are showed lovely. me them. Uh, so it was weird. I looked at the... When they released the renders on their blog, I was like, fuck me, that's... I'm looking into this game, and then you couldn't buy it. They really, it was yeah. so early. One of like, oh, my favorite models um, are there. There's a Cult of Yuri uh, warband, yeah, event only. We three the again. models are lovely. Yeah, I saw that. I really wanted They're that. They're not my cup of tea, but I get why you like them. Yeah, but those, so those wolves are good. Then I, someone painted them, and they went up on Twitter and something, and they looked bad. Like I'm, I'm sorry, but they didn't look good. And I thought, wait. Is this a question of the models are just shit and the renders are fantastic? Then Matt showed me his metal models and I was like, well, these, these are fantastic. It was just that paint job. So I was instantly like, oh, I could quite fancy him. But like you've bought them, Connor's bought them. Yeah, it feels uh, like they're Scott's the bought them. Yeah, it feels like they're the hotness. And I'm really, they're sexy new models. They are beautiful. I'm really interested to see what the next faction will be and if they can say, right, well, we've, we've got this money, we've, we feel confident that if we release something it's going to get bored I mean there's already 11 factions I suspect they'll spend some time fleshing out like probably go wider that makes that makes perfect sense but what if we get re-sculpts on some of the older models which would be cool because some of them are quite old yeah but then it leads to that point of people who've just jumped in and bought all the shit will go well I've just bought all this there are also there are some models that are named on cards that have not got models yet oh are there right metal camis what? Metal camis you can't get. Yeah, they don't Metal camis you can't get. And there is a... I think there's a model called Jake. Who's referenced on a card and there is no model for it. There's also... Yeah, there's an upgrade for the Minimoto which was, uh, references Masema Yaba and there is no Masema Yaba yet. So, is it fair to... For people who don't know it, is it fair to liken it a little to Malifaux in the way that you've got so, this people scheme running? The way I... I, I see it as like the weird mutant crossbreed of SPG and Malifaux. It feels like it has in the a good way. Alternate like sort of like the um, the like scheme running sort of objective side alternate activations from Malifaux, but it also has like the sort of like complexity word salady sort of like Malifaux two E side, and then it's yeah. got like the sort of dice mechanics improved on from SBG but it's also got the like spikiness of SBG as yeah, well yeah the kind of if you roll sixes you win yeah, <laughs> yeah. well like so again this is I played one game and I have like one game's worth of anecdotes but like so one of, one of my cool bird models I happened to roll a double one on defence didn't That's really matter what <laughs> Scott rolled it was just dead yeah and there was no way I could do anything to Combat that and stop yeah. it or doing it. Yeah. Which, like, there was no agency I had over that role. Like, I was only playing as safe as I could, putting it all in defence. I just happened to roll snake eyes. And, and that's dice games. Yeah, that is dice games. Yeah. You know, but but, it's but then, when you then yeah. compare that to a table, and the table allows you to, because the only variable really is the damage, there's no other way it can spike. Like, kill ball, where, like, you could spike into other things. Yeah. 
There's nothing like that. It is a. It can be very swingy. The only out is to kill it. Therefore, yes. when you roll high and you do lots of damage, it feels yeah. stronger like, than anything else. Like, say, for instance, in Malifaux, where you have a certain control over those yeah, things. Stones. Where, where you, you have the stones, you have the control the hand. And, and the, the fact that it's like, yeah. you'll be doing two, three, four damage. You won't be doing, like, anywhere between well, no, no, two no. and twelve. Malif- for example, with Malifaux, other than... No, actually, that's no, wrong. It's wrong. You are always looking to do the most damage you can. Yeah. The but but you don't in Malifaux you'll never pre, you won't delete a model in one shot again please I am not saying that I do not like it I am not saying that I don't think people should play it I like it I want to enjoy it I like the flow of the game the flow of the game is good I enjoy it I agree yeah, but you've got, you've got to point out what you, you've got to point out yeah. the bits you've seen of it 100% and it's got it, a very critical eye it, in, a good, in a good way I mean that yeah I apart from the time length of the games I could not tell you why I would be playing it over other games if I had a four-hour block to play a game, I could not tell you why I'm playing Bushido over any other game. Interesting. Okay. I think, for me, as we know, I am a model guy. Yeah. So that's going to be my first... On the, on the, the checklist of why yeah. I'm playing this game, that's going to be the top of my list. And it's not there for missed you. that. Yeah. It's kind of missed that for that. Yeah. <clears throat> the, I enjoyed the game, and I like the world. I like... like the Japanese vibe. Samurai. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like it's a the, fucking cool setting. Is yeah. what you've got to go you've got some, I mean, You've got some like really straight out. feudal Japan with mystical elements thrown in. Yeah, which, which is cool. But that's cool. Yeah, but as far as people fuck games go, it's a bit different to what sure. we used to be yeah. seeing. No. So it's not massive sci-fi fantasy, everyone shooting each other with laser guns, and it's not, oh my god, there's orcs running across. Yeah. And the only other tabletop, like, real-worldy stuff that I can remember... Is English Civil War, Napoleonics, and all that sort of stuff. So, where would you class foe in that? Fantasy. That it's more towards the fantasy. It's class. not quite the laser guns version, though, and it's not quite sort of no, the fantasy orcs running about. No, but I would put it more towards the orcs than I would to more settings. If I you want, can have demons. If shit. I want cool ninja models, I can get that in foe. In Ten Thunders, yeah. You you can, but I don't think you're going to foe for that setting because the ninja. You've put the ninja models up there higher than the setting. Those ninja models drew you there, not the setting. No, I'm saying if you are a, if you are a models person, yep. and you want cool ninja models, I, oh, I yeah, personally yeah. think yeah, yeah, the sorry. bone ninjas are better than the Jigu ninjas. Agreed. Yeah, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is the, the setting can sure. also play a major role in it. Okay, fine. And it is a very uh, USP. It is very... Yeah, yeah, yeah fine. Yeah. It, it's kind of on its own. It doesn't fit with the rest of the real world stuff. Sure. And it's kind of... I've got that slightly differently, I guess, because I've dabbled with L5R so much. So you, it, yeah, yeah. it feels like a retread to me. Yeah, you've played the sets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the two-by-two two board, isn't it? Yes. Two by two, it's and very I, pleasing. Which I enjoy. Very quick to set up, very quick to break down, yeah. which is advantageous. Limited amount of space you need. Yeah, I, I also yeah. think it's easier to make a also cool two, board. Yeah, I've, I've but, made loads of terrain. And also, so two-by-two two by two is portable. However, yes. uh, me and uh, Scott were talking about this. Although it is cool to make a small board, they're not. we can't imagine they're that good to play on. And if you read the rules, you like alternate terrain placement... So you can't make cool boards because your board just has to be a flat piece that you put the cool to. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. I, that's if you're playing tournaments. If you want to play a casual game, you can just go, here's my cool board, let's play my cool I'm board. 90% sure at a salute, I saw them with like a like a, a Japanese Zen garden outside of a samurai's sure. house type vibe. Yeah, yeah. And it the, looked that was amazing. The, that was to sell it. 
Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. was great. But I don't know if I want to play on a two by two board where a third of that is a like, water feature. Yeah, that no, you can't like enter into or anything. Yeah, mm. I've, I mean, I've yeah. made some terrain. I've bought some others that's coming on my way. So I've got like a little, yeah. some little hovels and stuff that I can use. I've made some nice bamboo patches. So the terrain, just to clarify, because I don't know. Is all of the terrain set up by the players alternatively? Yes. yes. Apart from you, any objectives. Right. The, the objectives are determined by the scenario. For the terrain, you you do a roll to decide who places the first bit. And you alternate placing until there's at least six pieces. And then one of you can say, I don't want to place any more terrain. Then your opponent gets to place one last bit if they want to, and then you're done. But as far as I think the rules are, there's no rules on how much terrain has to be... Uh, or like a mountain terrain. Um, it's like six pieces, but it doesn't say like size. Yeah, you could have just like six water features, or you could have six tiny crates. Yeah, it doesn't specify that. Which, yeah. I mean, which is nice. That's kind of you then just bring the pool of terrain you want to play with. How would you? So how would you run that at a tournament? Oh no, I agree. That, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm now I'm just interested. So, so what I would do is you would have, have I hadn't thought about. You'd that. have about ten pieces of terrain that you generated for each you table. Can also buy terrain. You can, yeah. With there points. are card oh. upgrades. You can buy a rice barrel barricade. You can buy um, a patch of ice for and Minamoto. There's like a few others. There's like some shrines you can buy. Presumably they have a. Yeah. Abilities that affect the game. Yeah, they buff your units, or they debuff enemy units, or they create a yeah. piece of terrain that, that slows them down. Whatever. Interesting. Or in the case of the rice barrels, just provide cover because your ninjas, ninjas need something to hide behind. Yeah, see, that's weird to me. So that element, the fact you can buy terrain and then you place it alternately, feels very like competitive. And we're on this. Yeah. And get me a clock. This shit's happening. Yeah. Whereas. I didn't get that from it. I got more of a... I would play this... Not narratively, yeah. that's not correct, but I would play this for fun rather than... Yeah. Not, I'm... Yeah, sorry. Go, go. No, I just... Like, I had visions of this Zen... I've Every time we've talked about it, I've had visions of this Zen garden. And I'm like, actually, like... When and I was really almost cool buying the models, right? I got this picture of how cool it looked at Salute and that we could be pushing our toys around... Around this, and oh, there's a little bridge over the little pond. Oh, I'm gonna go over the bridge. But I think but, it can be that. No, exactly. And I know what Dan's saying, but and I, I that it is more. It, I agree. Yeah. I saw it more as the competitive side of the game as well. But I'm actually enjoying the very middle of the road take that I've got with it at the moment, which is I'm competing. I want to win, and I'm playing. I'm trying to build a list, which I think is good. But I'm also having fun playing with cool samurai models against my friends' mm. cool samurai models. So. I'm not going too far. It's, I'm playing it like I uh, a little bit more with a competitive tilt than I did when I was playing, say, Lord of the Rings. Because there I'm just like, okay, what what point from the movie do I want to build with my list? Yeah. Okay, I am building the Charge of the Rohirrim at Pelennor. I'm just going to bring, okay, I'm going to bring all the big characters, a few uh, Royal Guard, and then just Riders. But with this, I'm sort of going, okay, what's what's good? But what's also cool? Like the bear. I don't think the bear in Minamoto is especially competitive. But it's, it's a cool fucking bear. Because it's a fucking bear with an armoured shoulder pad. Never seen one of those before. <laughs> Why are you like this? Like, I've been made like this. You used to be so much better. You used to be so much purer. What happened to me? What happened to you? What... What what was taken away from you in the last six months? I think I also has the lack of seeing enough other gamers playing it also dumbed down the competitiveness of it. 
What I mean by that is, Wednesday night at the club, three of these games going on, you're sitting one out and you're walking in between three games. The reason that Spartans got as good at Gilball as they did and the speed that they did it was because we were playing it so much and reviewing Fucking each other as we were doing it. it. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, Bashuda gets hotboxed at the club, do we go down the rabbit hole that Dan said, where you go, well, actually, this seems a bit fucking good. Like, why would you not play this? There is a 17-point model that can move anyone within three inches eight inches backwards. What? Directly backwards. Directly backwards. And it, for, for like, functionally one turn's worth of m- momentum, key, but whatever it is. What's it called? It's called key. Each model generates key. Little magic points. It's a secondary sure. stat you have. Sure, 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 sure. Not influence. But for, for two of it, you can send. I think there's like some sort of roll involved, but everyone within two inches, eight inches backwards. It's an opposed key roll, so you would roll your when, two key dice when against people's their two movement key dice. is like four. Oh, okay. People's it's like before their shenanigans were silly when we were playing with someone. What was it recently? Their sprint is one point five times their movement, though. To be I, fair, I'm sorry. Yes, one point five times. <laughs> But either way, so you still get pushed back further than their sprint value. Fine. Yeah. There are some models which I think, if you took it to a competitive level, obviously they would. They would yeah. be up here. They would be. Yeah. Oh my god! Also include S tier. Fine, fine. But equally, you, you, those, you're going to get that everywhere. Is, though, I'm not sure how to have fun with it at the moment. That's <laughs> not. That's not. I don't think it's fun. It's just that I need to be told how to have fun with it, and Dan, then I can start having fun. Dan needs someone to. Well, no, put so, so the when you say this, so, where his so, fun should be, I get it, and then play. Yeah, I, where, I, where I, get I don't want to turn up with a like hyper competitive tenure against like on like you, like this rule interacts like this. Do you know what this sounds like though? No. In the in the most help me. You'll you'll see this. X wing. Yeah. You yeah, have, if you're playing X-wing against Actually, someone, yeah, it's a hundred points. It's a hundred points. Okay. And if I'm coming to play against you at hundred points, and I'm taking, well, I'll go back to exactly why I stopped playing the game. The double IGs. I turn around to you and say, I'm bringing two IGs. You're not having fun because it's a shit list to play against. Even doesn't, he might not have fun. Doesn't matter what you bring, you're not going to enjoy it. Okay. But if I turn around and go, I'm going to bring three X-wings. I'm going to be a Barry today, and we're going to do that scene out of Luke, the fucking film where these three guys all fly together. You go, well, that's fucking cool. I'm going to bring eight tie fights. You're going to have a great game and it's going to be fun. It's going to be competitive because you've both got 100 points, but it's going to be fun. You bring those three X-Wings against those two IGs and you've built the fluffy nature of, I've put R2 on this one because it does this. You're, you're fucked. You ain't going to have the time of day. Where you have to pre-warn someone. And what you're saying about, I don't know how to have fun with it yet, it's exactly the same as X-Wing. Because you don't know how to have fun with it until you've played the competitive side enough to know what isn't fun. Is New X-Wing better? I stopped playing completely. Yeah, yeah but that was old X-Wing. So we don't know if New no, X-Wing No, we don't know. Actually. I wanted to play it again because I really liked the way that it worked. Just, but I really... just Sorry, just to, no, I want to pile on the back of that point. I actually think that comparison to that system and the way it was played is perfect. Yeah. Because you go to an X-Wing tournament, you will get the pricks playing the double IGs, but you will also get fuckers like me who took the three X-Wings or... Well, to be fair, I did take four B-Wings, but that was because I loved bought, I loved B-Wings. I didn't realise they were as busted as they were Love at the time B-wing. when I played the B-Wings. Yeah, I played four B-Wings. It was like, Wing. you know when you do these with these upgrades, it's like, but bullshit. And, so, and I went, oh, oh, yeah, shit, you're on. Well, I guess I'll play that then. Oh, now I'm an arsehole. I was the arsehole from day one. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, but we knew that going in. Um, actually, that's how we met, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, through X-Wing. We met her in X-Wing tournament. Um, yep. But, yes, I, I actually think that comparison is perfect because... To me, Bushido feels like a game I want to compete at and be competitive at, but I want to do it in a fun, fluffy way where I'm just bringing the cool shit, but I'm bringing the cool shit that works well and I can play well. 
Like once once you played enough of X Wing, if I was to say to Matt, like back back, remember back when we were playing, mm. and you're like, oh, I'll play X Wing Winter, but yeah, 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 what are you gonna bring? I'm gonna bring some Tie Fighters. You know I'm gonna have fun with it, and you know if I've gone competitive, I've gone Tie Fighters, and I've chucked Howl Runner in there, and that's about it. Yeah. But if I'm gonna be that guy. I say, oh, I'm playing Desi Phantom. He goes, well, he wants a game then. Like he's going to be playing a tournament game. But if we, you, you just know, you just know where you stand with it, like from from the off. Where it very much sounds like Bushido, where if you go, I've got this guy that can push you back eight inches. We're going to play objectives. We're going to do this. Well, you've bought the list to play the thing rather than going. I've took all the guys with the, so I've got this bonus which is really cool. So the thing I like about Bushido is you have got these models that are like fucking amazing like you've got this yeah. this prick who can nudge you about so fucking far it's going to screw you over you've got a you an ethereal, the the ball. no, no. you've got an ethereal you can push into other people and then push them back as well brilliant so you and can get doing it but you can you can bring a 25 rice so that's a quarter of your list uh, major uh, rice uh, yeah right instead of points it's rice right okay you can get uh, something else like not soup no I'll be fan of yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like Okay. Everyone's got to have a different name for points these days. Yeah, don't they? yeah. Why can't, but rice. Why can't rice? rice? Yeah, they went with the rice. Well, armies eat rice. You, they don't eat twenty-five rice. The big ones do. <laughs> good, good try. Carry on. Anyway, um, but you can also bring like a twenty-five point major cami who's like this big ethereal monster demon and can fuck shit up, boost his melee dice through the wazoo. But they all only get two activations. Yeah, yeah, I'd some and, get three. Yeah, okay, but shut, shut the fuck up, generally. Sorry. Um, you can still just, like, chuck two of your really cheap infantry dudes into the super expensive dude, exhaust him, and he's not doing anything. Or she's not doing Unless anything. Unless you can't exhaust him. Unless you can't exhaust him. Dan, shut up. I'm speaking in generalities. <laughs> yeah, but what I mean is, there's, there's a sort of pseudo-mini balancing mechanic there where if you play smart, you can fuck up your opponent's cool big models... Without actually doing anything to them, just by going over and interacting with them. What are you saying is tar pit the thing you don't want to fight? Yeah. Okay, fine. That's a you've tactic. You've got twenty-five. You yeah, you've got a twenty-five. I think we'll have a fantasy against someone who's got yeah. a massive Death Star. Yes, fine. You can have Eagle One. Yeah. Like yes. <laughs> next and turn, yeah. Yes, degree you, angle. Yeah. yes, you can have Eagle Two. Like yeah, I've, but, I've but, been no, there. I've done that. Yeah, whereas Guildboy, you can say, oh, okay, they're going to try and like try and fucking hold me off. I'll put four influ- influence through this model, and I will kill this model. You've still only got two activations to do it with each model. So, I... Yeah, okay. But, to sum up... Sounds more like a... It's a cool saying. It's got some very cool models. There's I a lot like of this range. Thing. There's a lot of range to the models in the way yes. they look. So there is probably something for Agreed. everyone. Yeah, that's very true. You've got sharp pirates. You've got demon you've got, well, no, you've got in the in the, sharp, in the pirate faction, there is human pirates. There are crab people... Yeah. There are shark people and there are like sea witches. Yeah. That's just that one faction and that's the major archetypes. Like, no, I agree. There's, there's no, probably I'm something done. for everyone. Yeah, and like, yeah, I agree. The we the we three we meet again. I really want with a fucking like. Oh, I really want that. But that, that, the more I think so about nice. it, the more something Dan said has resonated with me, which is this: I don't know where it is. I don't know what I'm doing with it. And I, and I wonder how much of that is coming... Because, you know, Gilbert was such a thing for us for so fucking long. Everything's going to, in my head... Compared not, to it. Not compared to... No, I think our, my thinking has been switched. 
No, but you I, didn't like I, the I, competitive scene. Either. No, I didn't. But it, but it didn't mean that that wasn't part of it. Yeah. And, I'm, and it's not just competitive. I'm saying that there was a very clear and defined way of playing that game. Like, so we, we had our guilds, and there was only you didn't list build. Yeah. For, I mean, yes, that you had a few models, but it wasn't like you do in this with points and such. Um, and you went to tournaments to play it. And now that's gone, it's like, oh, I'm playing a game. Oh, is there a t- oh there's not a tournament. Why? Why don't we just try and find out how to play the game again together? No, hold on. What I want to say, though, what you're saying about that, the only reason that we did do that was because it was the first game that that many people took up at the club. Sure. That's why I'm still stuck on the reason that we got competitive at Guild was because the amount of people that took it up at the club. The reason I think that Guild Wars specifically itself got selected, not just because it was a good game when we were playing it, was because of the convenience of that game. If you look at the way it was played, like the ability to be able to pick up the 12 models, go to the tournament, etc., 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 I think that's why I got focused. Look at the rest of the club. Not everyone likes 40k. Look at Dan. Fantasy was too big. You've got too many armies. You've got too many models. You've got too much shit to be carrying around. X-Wing, two battle starry wars. Like, I love it. Not... It just got out of hand. The cards got out of hand. It did get carried away with itself. What? Uh, um, yeah. It, little, it did. It got bloated. A little, yeah, it did get bloated. But what I'm saying is, of all the portable games, Guild was the first one that we were able to convince the casual gamer to start playing at a competitive level. Properly. Yep. So, and that would be me. I. That's what, I'm, that's, that's what I mean by that. I mean, like, your Tau army is very nice, but you wouldn't want to take it to a tournament because it's just too much effort. Sure. Who wants to play... Four games of 40k. Okay. <laughs> but no, my, no, nobody. But my point being, That's why they do three. I ha- I need to look at all the missions and stuff. So my point is, I need to see the objectives and the missions and see you've got how zone. it is played. If you see what I mean. As far as I'm aware, it's either hold zones or push buttons. Uh, is there anything that's combined? Hold zones and push buttons. Yeah. Okay. And some of the button pushing is slightly different to some of the okay. other button pushing. There's different kinds of button pushing. So like twist it, Bop flick it, it, flick it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is interesting to me on re- like looking back reflecting how that focus of play of going to tournaments how much that motivated my playing of Gilball like because when you played it casually and I'm doing air quotes um that was never fucking casual. It was always practicing. Yeah. yeah. For the it was training, it wasn't casual games. Yeah. So, the way I think about it is with this game at the moment, the way I, with Pushida, the way I'm approaching it is, I think, more like when I played SBG or 30k. When I was playing 30k, all right, yeah. As it turns out, I was you playing, playing the, the super built, the super oh, bullshit mechanic. Hated playing you at 30k. <clears throat> but that mechanicum list was fucking. Let's dumb. think about SBG then. SPG. SPG as well. <laughs> but that's my dice rolls. That's nothing to do with my lists. I, when I play SPG, I build a cool, fluffy list because I love Lord of the Rings and I want to recreate scenes Absolutely. from the movies. But I'm still playing it to try and win the game. But I'm playing it also to have a lot of fun. And I go, I go to SPG events. I haven't gone to one in a long time. But I go to SPG events not because I'm trying to win the tournament, but because I want to play some fun games against new people and enjoy it while I do it. And I think that can be what Bushido is. Yeah. I don't know if it is that because we don't know how the tournaments are run. Yeah, 100%. But 
I and I I do absolutely think I think you should be allowed your theme, but you should also have a thirty point sideboard as standard yeah. at events, just because it allows for that little bit of tweaking to be like, oh, I'm coming up against Minamoto. I'll take that model I have, which has Pierce, to get through the armor or w- whatever. Are the faction? I I don't I don't know if you know yet because I don't know how. If I've gone pretty deep. I've read a lot. So, is that viable? Like, are we saying that each faction? has those models that are sort of different enough from their, like, colour pie that can deal with something else. There's a bit of that, but there's also the fact the upgrade cards often give you an ability to to say... So right. a lot, most factions will have, or there is a generic upgrade card that says, this model's weapon's gain pierce. Or it gives it a weapon that has pierce. Or you'll get some upgrade cards which is... This is an event card, so for the Wolves exactly, they have, for example, they have a, an event card which gives you range defence too, makes you fucking hard to hit with bows, and bows are already a bit rough. So, you can build, if not models, you can take cards which will allow you to tweak your list and give yourself a little bit more of an edge, just to take away the harsher edge of playing that matchup. Yeah, it's just, like, if you were to play, say, five rounds of tournament, it would feel... In my opinion, from having one game, etc., feel very rough to have a fixed list. Yes, okay. I I personally probably wouldn't enjoy playing a fixed list at all. Also, from the fact that when I play Guild War, oh, actually, I've lost two games. I'm just going to play Lucky, or in my case, play Lucky for three games and win three games. Yeah. But whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, I could mix up my list. I could keep it fresh. I could I could go oh, actually into this. I think I think actually. I'd like to bring um, Mash into this because it'll be more fun. I like everyone in there. So flea. I would, yeah, Fleet. It's like yeah, I've lost. I've lost three games today. If you're playing the fixed skill board, unless you never put three in your set. I never put three in my set. But I'll put Fleet and Scum in there if I'm going to play my last game of the day, and I've lost three. Or I if you come up against like I don't think that's happened for a while though. <laughs> Prick. <laughs> like you had a good place to playing in a lot of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Like we've all got a bowl. I think <laughs> a lot of us have had with the plastic ones where we've <laughs> you've come up against the person who like is quite new, and you can Barry <laughs> hunts for them as his first round, especially well, when I don't get to pick when list building is part of the thing. You you can lowball them without lowballing them. Yeah, you can take your handicap at list building and then play correctly. Hard. Yes, which I really. Rate as a thing in in tournaments. Tie one because, hand behind your back and then go fucking at them. Yeah, because <laughs> tournaments, at least for Guildhall, for me, were they're such a huge thing, and it was so good to see so many new players at tournaments. And I loved Guildhall tournaments for that. The amount of people that were like, "Oh yeah, I got into it like two, three weeks ago. This is my first tournament." Like that is good, and it should be encouraged. And stuff like yeah. variable list building lets you encourage that. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, what do you think of Simon? Simon, Simon, we got to. Didn't Simon come to an event, or is it James that came to an event? Like, oh no, Simon and James. Simon. I think both went to a ten sixty six event after like. Well, James hadn't played in a long time, and Simon had barely played, but he played at the club, and those are like those count like every game at the club counts as about four for everyone else. <laughs> so he was, he was already oh, pretty decent. No, the club was it is a hot box for games. I'm that's not why being, I'm saying, I'm not that's, saying that. that's why I'm saying with Bushido is like, do you think it would be slow to be taken up I by everyone know. else because it's not being played at the club? Not because it's not being played at the club, because the club's fucking shut because COVID killed it. Like, yeah, who fucking knows what's going on now? Like, it's kind of irrelevant at the moment. It's, mm-hmm. But I think there's a new roof. 
There is a new roof. I've seen it. Oh, is it on? Proof. Yeah, it's right mm. there. Up an episode. So, no longer leaking. My head wasn't wet. Nice. Wow. I knew it was happening. I didn't know it happened. Yeah, yeah new roof's done. Oh, excellent. On the outside, at least. I don't yeah. want the inside. But there's other ongoing work, but it's done. Cool. Oh, I want to look forward to it. It's been a very long time, and apologies. Um, uh, no, I, no, I, I think it's a and good I conversation. It's a lot more negative than I wanted to, and that I am, because I am positive and I, I mean, want to like it. I just need to be told how to. Barry asked me about Bushido. He didn't but ask think, me. Like, but you if X Wing is anything to go by, and what I learned Never. from playing X Wing, literally, you no just. No one's complaining about you talking less. You just need to roll more dice and play the game more to be able to find yeah. how you enjoy it. I like. I got coached into playing X Wing originally, literally because it was the only game that was being played at a club that I went to, and I wanted to play the games that yeah. were there. And when I played it, I got really into it, and it was really fun. It's a shame Fantasy Fight fucked it up. Yeah. And if you're having trouble rolling double ones and getting killed, fucking roll better. Hey, <laughs> What was the next game we were going to talk about? Infinity. I'm getting a beverage. A beverage. A bevy. No, I'm good, thanks, man. I'm sorted. Uh, yeah, I was going to mention Infinity. I wasn't going to go hard, especially as we've been going for a while now. Um, but I was just going to say that's what I'm sort of moving to. I think that's just what I was. I saw you build a list today. Yeah, I was so <laughs> so list building. I've always loved it. I have always, always loved it. It's great fun. For as long it's... as I can remember, I have had a stack of codexes, code rule books, army books, whatever from whatever system next to my bed and I would say five nights out of a week when I go to bed I write an army list I just love it I've always loved it you genuinely still do that for like 40k and stuff well the minute it's been bolt action but, yes bolt but action yeah, maybe now it's infinity I love that I'm doing that for Bushido at the moment and even though we have our apps and things and I have to say I've been doing the apps through infinity has uh, it been updated I downloaded it like yesterday and I it, did upload every four... five fucking minutes man but, oh, but really yeah because there's so many mistakes on it <laughs> Why pen and paper. Pen forerunner. Okay, I'll have another look. What's the trick? Pen and paper. I love it. Tactile or pencil and paper if you're really. I get to scribble and I write, and I tend to what I tend to do is I write some units that I know I'm going to take and then block units and then on a, on the bottom of the paper I can take block one, block two, block, ah, and I can move it around just in like so that chunk works together. That chunk works together, so I can work out points. And I've been doing it a little bit with thirty k at the minute because um, book nine finally came out. Oh, I should shout out about um, so your um, your contribution. My contribution. Barry's uh, design. Anyone that's a thirty k fan, in the new book nine, there is a Knight Lord's Right of War, which allows a bike army, and you have that because I asked for it. <laughs> we were at the Heresy Weekender a couple of years ago, and uh, we have a long uh, was ago, and we were talking to is it um, Neil and, and and News, I think it is, and we were sort of saying, you know. Night Lords need something. We're in trouble. We need something. Oh, was he telling you how he redesigned yeah, the game? Yeah, he's telling the fucking story of how he designed a new list. I was there. I know. Sorry. It happened. He's told us this so many fucking times. But tell the ladies. They've only got shoulder pads because I wanted them. It was a bike rule, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. I was saying how I thought bike, the bike rule, would work really well with their um, is it talent for murder one. Yeah, so when, they, when they outnumber, it's the plus one. And that's got better now because they get other things and none of them have got to be better. But, so we were having a long chat about it and he was handling me. And that was getting me <laughs> frustrated because I don't like when people handle no. me. But then we got chatting longer to the point where I think I won him over. And then 
something clicked and then he got out his notebook and actually started writing down our conversation in the notebook yeah and then I was like yes and it only took like two or three years but yeah we got a bike thing in the Night Lords yeah and there's no chance and you're pretty convinced that he still remembers it was you that suggested it to him oh I very much doubt that he does but that doesn't but he knows I was there John was there Cy was there um but I would say book nine. I've really, really enjoyed book nine. And yeah. What's done, in it? Not a lot. Um, it's like half the size of the other books. Same cost. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the Thramas <laughs> Crusade. So it's Dark Angels and Light Night Lords. Lords. Okay. Um, so Night Lords got a couple of things. There's a couple more generic units that have been added in and I'm looking forward to the models. There's like a, a light jet bike. But haven't um, the last few models from 30k been a bit wank? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Are they not going to bring out any good ones? Well, let's see. I hope they are. Sorry, do you mean Wang doesn't look good or rules are bad? Doesn't look good. Okay. Yeah. I think it's also the fact I think the Lion is a good model. The Lion is a good model. Yeah, and I, I think the Primarchs have been a low point. I honest, I've talked about this many times. Yeah, yeah. yeah there are more bad Primarchs than good Primarchs. Yeah. And we mean this in models, not... Yeah. Alignment. But read so reading the fluff of the Dark Angels. Dark Angels I used to like back in the day because when I first bought Engine uh, Cool. No. There was so Space Hulk was my really my first inter yeah. interaction with Marines, really. So the first one was kind of Blood Angels, that was the focus. And then we had Deathwing. And when Deathwing came out, that for me was like a that was almost my heroine. That was if if the rest was the gateway drug that was what got me. You were mainlining it. Fuck yeah. Um, and Deathwing was the, the Dark Angel. That whole thing about them being like Native Americans and painting their armour white instead of the black to go on this revenge thing and blah, 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 blah. Which has been retconned away. Right, I'm sorry, I don't remember this. Yeah, it's very yeah so now, now that's sort of been retconned to be like, oh, we never meant that that's what Dark Angels were. That's just an gotcha. allegorical tale to teach. Mm. So if you're looking at like the Dark Avengers box, the assault kind of guy's got like a feather on his assault kind. It's like a nod, right, got to that. But that's what it kind of. Yeah. What, but the, we're still talking in days when yeah, yeah, yeah. Marines were hive scum that were given armor. It wasn't. Yeah. Just, it wasn't. Still happy. They're still recruiting from hive worlds. They're still turning like yeah, but it, it's very different stuff. But when that went away, I was like, oh, you know. But definitely was a thing. So I've always liked the Dark Angels. But then when it got, they turned green. I wasn't as keen. Um, ah, that rhymes. Uh, which is why I've like the Raven Wing. Um, but then you read the book, the, the, this book, and the, yeah. the fluff it builds up. And I know that really every Legion's fluff is makes them the best. Yeah, yeah. But they've kind of got to go, no, they're, they're the best. <laughs> Just they're the best. The first Legion, the best. They don't have hazard stripes, though, do they? No, they, they don't, don't have hazard stripes. Um, and it's just quite interesting. So they're the archetype, the, the way that things, they doctrines they perfected Mongolians were passed on to other legions. And, Bullshit, and at this situation, like they were the dark angels, the angels of death. So all of their symbols were like grim reapers. And, and do you yeah. remember in the chapter a little while ago, me saying one of my, the chapter I wanted, a custom chapter, was going to be that. Like grim reapers. Yes. So now the custom chapter might be a dark angel successor that's, yeah. The guys that were the first Legion guys that were taken 10,000 years ago and have now woken up. Deathwing sounds like the name of a drug in like a cyberpunk movie. Sounds like the name of a dragon. Does sound like the name of a dragon. Yeah. Because it is. Yeah. 
But a tangential, tangented heart. Yes. Sorry, can I tangent heart? Please. Did you order uh, Warcraft Small World? Uh, no, I've sent out some messages to people that when they're ordering from... Because there is a pre-order bonus. His <laughs> uh, fucking eyes widened. Like I don't know where it is or where stock it, but I saw someone talking about there's a pre-order bonus for it. I just thought I did. What is the pre-order? Did you remember? Oh, no, it's I a bonus, John. Do you need to know what it is? Do you, do you know yeah, if it's a little shitty in-game item that fucks off after a month, I don't care. Yeah. No. Sorry, I interrupted, Baz. So, Vinny, I oh yeah, we switched over. Uh, for those that don't, I'm sure everyone does know, but we're just reading. Anyone not know about Infinity, really? Well, no, we said this. At the minute, there's currently two versions of the game. Yes. You've got Infinity Code 1, which is my first war game, which is still complex. It's, it's not, more complex than most other games. Yeah, it's yeah. not... It's know, not quite foam dice and... But there are... So in Code 1, which we were building this for, and played a little bit of Maria's uh, from Maria Cons, um, the way that was done... A pair of faction-coloured dice. Fine, I'll order it. The way that was done... <laughs> Was that in your 10 order list, because you can only have 10 models in a list for 30 points, is how they did it. Um, and it's so models that usually cost, say, 38 points in regular infinity were three points. So you can actually get more bang for your buck. So in a code one. It's almost PowerPoint ish. <laughs> yeah. When you're in code one, you would get yeah, all your toys. Fine in code one. <laughs> you'd get all of your toys, you'd get everything. Yeah. So yeah. you never actually had your basic troops. You never needed a cheerleader. Oh, you never took, like. Yeah, box out of laundry. No, you, it was, you take it was the impossible med, the to take version or because if you say that you've got a ten only ten models, yeah. you've got thirty points. Each model is three points. If you say that, so it, and most of the models were kind of like two points. So okay. if you take a couple of those, you've kind of got a couple of spare points. So you could have like attack. A, yeah, like a five point one. You're like, okay, you had all your toys. It was great. Yeah. Um, what? So now you go to Bre- now Infinity's here. N four, the new edition of Infinity, which does seem a little. There's definitely some things going on that aren't <coughs> quite right, and people are commenting. Yeah, and there's some large swans of the miniatures missing. Yes. So Dan's fa- Dan's factions aren't currently legal. No, they're not. They're not on the army builder. You can't play Tower. Well, oh, sorry. Not even in Code One. You mean in um, no, N four? So Code four, One's four factions. What, what, so, what? So, 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 what? Yeah. They're coming in November. But what? what? Part so, of- sorry, so they've released a new edition of their game, which doesn't include all of the uh, factions currently available for that game. Because they discontinued certain factions. So you can still play them, and the rules are there, and the profiles are there, but they're not selling those models. It's what they did to the French. First, the French was the so first... on the army builder. No, no, but they're coming in November. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. but the point is that's still bullshit, Barry. They should have just become brought it out a little bit later and included them all in the same book. And there's nothing in the book in terms of rules. Oh, is there not? No. Every... I haven't got the info. Oh, but why can't Dan play his fucking Toha in the... Not until November. Yeah. Why? It looks like COVID might have messed up their ability to... <clears throat> Right rules. Right, to get all the profiles switched over. Ah, right, okay. And they're not going to focus on the ones that they're not Not currently supporting, which currently is the French, Toa, Steel Phalanx. Oh, yeah. Um, I think... I don't like that, though, still. No, well, no. I mean, to be fair, it's not their fault. That's just me winning, but my but the, I- I- this builder. But the idea <laughs> is that they're going to, by retiring them, 
It removes the skews. That's their big thing about Why it's so hard not? Why they, no they, one fucking no, liked it. No one them. fucking liked it. It's just Dan. Yeah. I quite liked the Toho. I would like it. Because their whole thing was about operating in threes, right? Yeah. yeah. Threes and pheromones. The, the funniest and... thing being that they just really, like this month, you can buy a model that's a, a Spec Ops model for Toa. A, Toa doesn't exist right now. B, there's no rules for Spec Ops right now. So they've released a model that is unplayable. So we've got this, should we just fucking release it? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I mean, it'll probably be playable. Oh, you can proxy it. But there's only one of it, they're operating operating threes. (laughs) True. Um, But anyway, that's a side point. So, we've got the PDF release of the fireteam rules and Carlos Bostria did come out and say that all that stuff was meant to be in the rulebook because of COVID, they did not have time to get it finished and polished. And they just went, no, we're going to release it as like a PDF, you can play test it, and then we will modify it. Because the fighting rules have always been powerful. Like, yeah, yeah. super Fighting is link teams, yes? Yes. Yes. Um, but now you've got not just link teams, you have uh, fighting core, Harris, duo, special. Yeah, I mean, special is yeah. functionally all the others combined, but it's it's fireteam soup. So it's kind of, I kind of like it because of the idea... You can play a movie. Yeah. You you can have like your tank, your healer, your hacker, you know, was, your tool pistols going. Like yeah. you're playing the movie. I also like because I've been looking at Tartary. Uh, you can have like your your line Kazakhs led by a veteran Kazakh. Yeah. Which you couldn't have previously, but now you can, which I do like. Yeah. So I mean, it, it gets a bit problematic. I was tempted by Code One just by the Mongol Cav, the Blue Wolf, the Blue Wolf cavalry tag with a lightning claw. Does look nice. It's a it's a robot wolf mech with a chain gun, Spitfire heavy, weapon, uh, AP Spitfire and heavy flamethrower built into one gun, and a lightning claw on the other side. Yeah. Does look cool. That's the shit. Um, I mean, so what? Infinity turn out a lovely model every month. Quite yeah. So there's like, because I think every month they release like maybe six models. So, about that. Yeah, and they're generally all lovely. Again, COVID's messed up the system. Yeah. But the idea was, when they released Code 1, the whole point was that Code 1 products got their own black boxes that said Code 1. Yeah. So, month one was additional models to the starter box. Yeah. Month two was a support pack. Month three were the remotes. And then it was tags, which should have been, but we haven't had them, and they're going to be like the yeah. next thing after, which is like, so we should get picked. We've seen the renders, but we'll get the model pictures soon. Mm. So the idea was each month you pick your faction, paint it, but build it, paint it, and then each month you can buy one more box. One more box. So the idea is yes, you're spending money every month, but it's a manageable amount. It's like 30 euro, and you're painting up across the month. Yeah. That so it's kind like of. like two to four models. It's like an like, slow road. Yeah, I think that Tale was that of, was their plan. Company sponsored slow thousands of yeah. war, warlords. And there's yeah. four factions currently in Code One. Yeah. Only Which is knowing their Pano, Pano, O12, and combined. Yes. But it's combined. just Shasvasti. Yeah, use so they've used this yeah, as a way to get the, show. the ones I thought were cool because they were like the brutes. Yeah, because those models are brilliant. Yeah. They've used same as the Lego Umbras. They're also brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. They've used this as an example as a as a way of getting the old. Bad sculpts redone. Oh, I see. So okay. Eventually, Steel Phalanx, the Toha, uh, the French are going to be introduced. So, in Cosmoflot, the new Cosmoflot. Ariadne yeah. space yeah. fleet. Russian space people. Um, 
they've got some of the French paras. Yes. And they've got Margot and Duroc, which, if anyone doesn't know, is, is I got this model last <coughs> week, and it, I think it might be the nicest model in my collection, and I'm not even kidding. It's a space werewolf with two chain rifles. Oh, and the, and the girl okay. stroking his head. Yes. And so that, that was a bit beautiful. of art in the rule book back in the day. And it's actually the bit of art they've painted on the outside of their office. Oh, wow. It's so beautiful. And then we had models for it. And the model was fine at the time. Like, it's like, yes, yeah, cool. But it wasn't like ever wow. Then there's this other company called Luxombra, which is X. I don't know if they're X or currently, but it's people that worked at Corpus Belli. Did this company. Angel Heraldes was involved. They did a Kickstarter for some stuff. Bustin, sorry. It's, well, there's a couple of 75s. There's Ajax at 75 mil. There's an or or your pilot seen. at 75 mil. Sorry. Then there's some busts, and they look incredible. But they've just done Margot and Duroc, and it is the nice. It's just so perfect. And it's, they're not. Those aren't Infinity Scale. They will be at Christmas. I see. It dropped last week that Margot Equip Mirage Five will be released at Christmas, and the I we think it's. I mean, they're going to have to work on it because, as we've discussed before, there isn't a D bigger five button. But <laughs> you can't, you can't smallificate them. So, but allegedly they're going to be as near as damn it to that yeah. sculpt, and that's coming at Christmas. Damn so. Um, so I'm very excited about that, along with some more A12, some hack, and a I'd buy those model. two just to paint them. Yeah, I think they're that nice. Just this. That was I, every time I see that, I just look at them and go, "It's oh, just beautiful." God, that sculpt yeah. is beautiful. But um, so in for, there's definitely been a lot of what's going on, what's going on. There's this one guy called Ian J. Wood who is on the... I'm not sure if he's like has a shop or I think he's Wargamer Trader or something. I'm not quite sure. But he's been Mystery Infinity for a long time and has answered questions. But they actually got him involved in this one and he's done a lot of the proofreading and English, like English type translations and stuff. Other people were also involved in proofreading it and Americans were involved and stuff. But this guy's been very instrumental. But the problem is now that anyone in the forums just goes, what does this role mean? And tags him. So like the, it came out on like on a Friday. Like for that next three days, every post was injured, injured, injured. Like, what's this? What's this? What's this? And a lot of it was read the fucking rule book. No one reads rule books anymore. Yeah. RTFRB. Wait till he's exactly. read it and I learn of him. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. Well, games like drugs. You need to know someone who does it. Yeah. That's why my mother was him. That's why I tried to get into him into Bushido because that way I didn't have to learn to play. Because <laughs> he was yeah, I'm about to say because the amount of demo games you've given where you use wrong rules. Yeah, like uh, every, I, I, my every first, other day I just saw dice going. We did this wrong. We did this wrong. We oh, did yeah. this wrong. And well, sometimes I was just like, actually, yeah, we did this wrong. But see, what happens, Dan, is sometimes when you're learning a game, you get stuff wrong. You mean and you when learn. you look at a rule, you don't then go and check it in the rule book. Yeah, sometimes. But you just go, brutal. I probably know what that does. You might misread it. You might misread it. So I read it in the rule book because it's not on the cards. It's in the rule book. So I read it in the rule book. Yeah. So can you not be such a smarmy prick? No. Could you maybe think about maybe such a sarcastic monster? I thought you teach people. Do you not teach them to read? Yeah. I was going to say, when kids come up, I teach them to read. Wrong, I don't mean I know how to read. <laughs> I can teach people how to read. I can't read myself. That's different. Different set of skills. Non overlapping magisteria. So anyway. Right. what? Non overlapping magisteria. I've never heard that word before, but sure. Anyway, did Word of the day, toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Scott put on it now. <laughs> so, they, they have simplified Infinity a, a little bit, uh, in, but it's still a very complicated game. 
Oh, we lost Dan. <laughs> we lost Dan. Poo jokes. So hacking's been simplified. A few things have been simplified. We don't have nested rules anymore, which is the biggest thing. Yeah, because now it's just like mimetism, and you have mimetism, neg three, neg six, neg yeah. nine. And it's like martial arts used to contain courage and stealth. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. For really, they didn't really even really need a martial arts chart. It should have just been plus damage yeah. or whatever. But so that so when you look at your profile, you have all the information you need. That's what bugged me with Infinity. When yes. I'd read a rule and I'd be like, "Oh, cool, I've got this. Look it up." You also have this. I'm like, "Fuck, different page." I, <laughs> I quite like that. Yeah, I know. And you're, of course you yeah, did because you're a fucking. You liked this. magic rules. <laughs> And the way yeah. they function. I think that Layers. might have been yeah, put that me tilts off. the fuck out. In, re- right. in response. So <laughs> when in for it's fully rolled out. And when the blue wolf calf comes out. <laughs> perhaps I will buy like a tag and a box of Yuching just to It's Blue Wolf Yuching. Yeah. Blue wolf yeah. yeah. So he's also he's he's in vanilla, he's in white banner. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's white banner the Japanese no, no, White Banner is like the equivalent of the Cosmoflop for Eugene. So it's the winter Eugene. So in the way. I know a guy selling some Eugene. Is it new? Or is it like painted up or like. I'm assuming it's well, John's. Yeah. Mine oh. is built. Undercoated. undercoated. Oh. No, undercoated is red. Oh. I, want, I want my buying your Damaru Butai. Damaru Butai. That are all slightly undercoated red. Yeah. Are they the new Damaru Butai or the old Damaru Butai? I think they're the new ones. I got into it quite late. I'll, I'll have a look because I'm interested. Yeah. Back to it. So the nested rule, hats. the, the nested rule have gone. Um, that's very good. So everything seems quite positive. I think a lot of people, a lot of looks like veteran players didn't bother with code one. So some of the things that have moved over from code one, people are like, what the fuck's that? It's like, yeah. dude, we've been playing this for like months. I mean, I'm very much that. When I saw code one, uh, from. Right, you're wrongly. I assumed it was like the intimate, like sort of like three point five Babs Infinity, etc., etc. I was like, I'm not going to bother with that. Right, Four uh, comes out. Uh, no, it's its own thing, isn't it? It is yeah. its own thing. I mean, it's, like, it's basically the same game, but there's a few major differences. Yes. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's a good way to learn how to absolutely. Play I mean, there's, oh yeah, I'm not the fact there's four factions when you yeah. is I loads get why that's good. I also get why some people are like, but I want to pick up this faction. Yeah, well, there's simple game. another four are coming in. We think March next year. That's the idea, and it was this whole slow grow. That was the business model, yeah, which kind of sucked. Yeah, which I think can be like a tagline, yeah. like an, an addendum to so many things yeah. you say. Which code? Addendum to twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, but so I haven't. We have. I've had a couple of games at Maria's. I want to have more. I was meant to have some last weekend, but then I've been in quarantine. Yeah, so I didn't, which is a shame. But I'm finding list building, list writing, almost impossible. Just so hard. Now, that's because we discussed recently that you were trying to find a way to fit two of the Mongol. I have. did want two tags in every list, but I have tried to do ones that don't have two tags. And the problem is, when you've been in Code 1 and you can have all the toys... Yes. So they have changed the rules so that there's now a limit. You can only have 15 models total in, in Infinity. Infinity. Yeah, because people were playing like sort of 17, 18 hat lists and stuff with models that were yeah, cheap like, but still like brilliant. 10 impetuous bikers. Yeah. Um. And it was getting crazy. I remember that. Um, 
So they've said 15 now, and there's ways to mitigate is it that. all one control group? Or is there no, no, so 10 is the maximum you in can a have control in a group. So you can have a 10 and a 5 or a 7 and an 8. And yeah, okay. but you would probably have a 10 and a 5. Yeah. And the 5 could well be a five, a defensive yeah. link or whatever. But to mitigate sort of that, we have a proliferation of a couple of rules. One is tactical awareness. So that model, who has tactical awareness, brings an extra irregular order that they can use. So you're doubling orders. All tags have that. Yes. They've really tried to push tags as being relevant because you look at that and it brings so many people to the game. You play a couple That's of games and go, in the range. yeah, and then you're like, why the fuck would I play that? Because like, it's just shot to shit right yeah, off the bat. But, but this is it. So A, they've now got critical, sorry, tactical awareness. They, I think, I don't know if it's across the board. I think it might be across the board. All their guns are plus one damage. So yes. their HMGs are bigger. I know it's not on the right, Nick. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing for the me for tags is the way the crit mechanic has changed. Yeah. So before, my little dude shoots you with a rifle, I crit you, you <laughs> take a wound. Don't matter if you're you the German with armour 9 yeah. and cover, you're taking a fucking wound. That's bullshit. That's now changed. The crit mechanic in the whole of Infinity is now an extra armour save. Right. So it's like double action. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're double action, you add just plus one. Yeah. So... Armor, the, the, the armor stat in and of itself in the game has been buffed massively. Yeah. And so just models are more durable across the. Game. Exactly. And if yeah. tags are the most durable model yeah. and that stat's in, more important, it's a fact, they're better. One of, in my opinion, the, one of the nicest models in the range is the, the new Mag, Mag Hariba Guard. Yeah. Love like, it. That model is beautiful, but you never fucking play it in M3. Oh. Yeah, and now, and this is the other thing people have been discussing a lot the cover rules have changed. It is now absolutely black and white. There is no room for argument. Oh, really? Yeah. Before, it was tricky. Back in N2, it's kind of tricky. N3 was 33% of the model, so we all had to get out our the little. What the cover. fuck does that even mean? I S hate silhouettes. It. So you had the silhouettes, and then there were X many squares, and if this many squares were covered, then that's 33.3%. I mean, it kind of it kind of worked, but it could. Like if that. you're going to have a rule like 33 percent or half the model, at least they provided something like. I agree. As opposed to GW. I don't want to yeah. believe yes. Yes. When Dan and I played, <laughs> there was never we never once went. Well, I think that's 34. Yeah. I think that's 33. But yeah. now, if any part of your base is like hidden block, yeah, you get cover. So if the Maggie's toe is behind a curbstone. You get cover, and so a, everybody has cover now. Basically, um, unless you're accidentally and then running, but then it's relative street. to how you've set your table up. So it yeah, may, what I'm saying is, Infinity Drain, everybody therefore has cover, right? Well, you have unless terrain. they're moving between between cover. stuff, yeah, 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 and, yeah, and that's really and that's where the game's always like a, like a been a interesting. Hmm? When you yeah. you might stuck on something like a baller, yeah, and like when you dodge between buildings or whatever, that's when you're going to shoot because you choose at what point yeah. you shoot someone along their route. It's a, it's a hard thing for people to understand, but you can be behind a building and your movement is two inches out and two inches back. So you finish behind the building and then you go, right, what are you going to do? And they go, shoot. And they go, right, I'm going to shoot. So you don't actually... You actually the shots happen when you're exactly, outside the you building. You say, I shot you when I was there, two inches out from the building. And if you go down, you go down behind the building. <clears throat> It's not just endpoint, endpoint. You've got to imagine the movement between the two endpoints. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, get shot. You've got to follow the ghost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've always thought that they should have really 
implemented widgets in that way where you could go like two in, like I went this way, yeah, and, that way. Agree, and then yeah. you could see the path, the path yeah. um, pre, so pre-measuring which was always a no-no you're now there's an element of pre-measuring well, so you couldn't pre-measure but line of sight was public information I think is what they used to have yeah but the so other, in other words you could so, so you could say I'm going to edge out to the point where I can see you and you can't see me or I'm going to edge out until I see you. Yeah. Sure. It was sure, a gentleman's sure. agreement that yeah. we kind of discussed. It. You can't pre-measure it, but always... I can use my laser and move up to my laser point. And you can't say, well, actually, I can see you here. That is information I should have had when I was declaring my move. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. But it's, wasn't it always, you, if I can see you, you can see me? Yeah, it? that's still... Unless you're like behind someone. Yeah, 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 that's still the thing. But, so the idea is now, you can sort of say, right, I'm moving, and then you can, my, my intent is to go that way, and then you can sort of measure... And decide if you want to do it or where you yeah. can go or whatever. You so know. you got intent. I'm looking to go from this building to that building, and then if that's over your move, can you then not move? No, if you've said you're moving, I think I think I might have got that bit wrong. And there's you might be able to measure before. And there's definitely a little bit of that pre-measuring yeah. allowed. But I'm getting confused with code one and, and yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Something like I, I'm going to move in this in this vague direction. Well, that's always been the case, area. but now you're allowed to sort of check it. Okay. A bit more, and if you don't want to do it or you can't do it, it's just an idol. Um, I'd be up for giving it a go. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's really good. Yeah. I think it's a great system. It's crunchier than we're used to. We've always said if you're going to play it, you've actually got to play it like a lot. Well, you to you do it. actually have to fucking play it. <laughs> yeah, because you well. You two played like one or two games. You played. We some had a Lawrence. few games, and I played some with Lawrence. I played yeah. some with Dan. I played some. With a couple of other guys, because I did try that slow grow league, but there was a couple of bad apples in that batch. There was that a couple destroyed that. the rest of it, um, which is a shame. That was also part of what contributed to me stopping playing. I, I agree. Um, I played a couple of games after that league finished. I played a couple of games with Felix actually. Mm. Do you remember the games we played at my house? That's the last time I played with Deej. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was playing with Deej. Saw him last week. <laughs> the, do you know the last game I played, John, was against you. Yeah, and I stopped, yeah, I killed everything with that. And I was just like, I was just trying to reload. I was playing. John had that Yu Ching with the hyper right magnetic cannon, the big fucking yeah, the BFG. And he was like, I'm stepping out here. I go, I arrow with this. And it was just like dead. on the other side of the map, and there was like a perfect line. It went, boom, and just one shot at this expensive uh, I remember um, heavy infantry that I had. I went, oh, well, that's almost half my list gone. <laughs> I had that in like my very first like practice like demo game because I had um, the Isura, yeah, the Aleph, yeah. yeah. They're like the big chunky like the equivalent of heavy infantry. And it's like look it. one shot by a sniper. I'm like oh, <laughs> oh no. To be fair though, when we were yeah. playing, we were both learning. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I didn't have a fucking clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like I still remember. I go, I arrow, I could shoot right, and you went, yeah, yeah you can shoot. I roll the dice, and we went, oh. oh. Oh well, I'm so we did. Guess I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess that. I'll die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember what terrain it was. It was actually like the Western style bar yeah, MDF yeah. thing that we had at the club. Yeah. And then I thought this perfect line, yeah. and I was like, "Oh fuck!" It's uh, amusing. No, another thing that seems to be quite prevalent is the rule NCO. So there's a lot of models that can use the lieutenant order, order even though and there's quite right. a lot of lieutenants now that bring two lieutenant orders. So, like, there's a, yeah. the, the um, Invincible Army list. There's a few models mm -hmm. of NCO, quite a few models with attack awareness, and two 
orders. So you could have like a ten model yeah. list with like seventeen fucking orders. It seems like it is an incentive to have higher pointed lieutenants. Agreed. Because in N three, it was very much you take a cheap lieutenant, and you hide it. Yeah. Yeah. You you take like a, a, a lieutenant Alguacil and you just hit hide that behind the building yeah. and let the wildcats yeah. do all the work. But in ter- in terms of you know the game, I would we I think we would have played it a lot, but COVID is yeah. you know obviously models wise the stuff that they've been coming out with has been incredible the 012 box looks lovely o- like, it's not normally my jam but it's lovely I looked at your dance show with a picture of your models I really like them I oh, really cool. like the red and blue um, Thanks, shift yeah. it's really nice oh yeah because it, it's not shift but it's the shift between red and blue yeah. do, can we call them like the Doppler brigade there is definitely like a name that. for it I've got to look it up but the 012 look great Variochrome is the one where you like it's changing, but I know the one. It's not Variochrome because Variochrome is the reflective. where you're talking about yeah. bright lights. Yeah. But um, it's like model- cell shaded Borderlandsy style. Yeah. Shit's lit up. They uh, anyone that hasn't and is interested in Infinity, oh, um, Corvus Belly have got a really good YouTube channel, and they release uh, well up uh, for the release of N4. They release loads of really cool videos. And a few of them were just, here's this faction, and they weren't very long. And a few were much longer and saying, here's the models coming out the rest of this year, and some coming out early next year. And there's lots of renders, and there's a cool battle report that's done really well. And I think he used Tabletop Simulator yeah. as like the engine to build this battle report. It's really good. So if you are interested, do, do check it out on the old YouTube. The other thing I'm a huge fan of, which is a very minor side note, um, is they're starting to bring the uh, Aristos from Aristea into yeah. his playable models. Yes. And that's just cool. It is cool, yeah. That's really cool. I've got the, uh, like the uh, obviously they do a lot of um, limited edition Aristos, and like the Shona Corona uh, model is now in Infinity, and it's like yeah. the alternate metal version of her, um, so you can play that in Aristea. The 8-ball one isn't sadly usable in Infinity, but the eight ball only only model is just so beautiful. I need to paint that up. But I don't. That, that Shona Corona model. I was so pissed off that they didn't do the pose they had her in in the art. Well, bear in mind, every exclusive model gets a regular release. So the idea is, if you want Shona Corona and you didn't pre-order that box, you can't have her, and they don't do that. So in a little while, there will be a Shona Corona regular model. So is there a, is there an uh, an extra Valkyrie then? Because there was yeah. there were there was the Valkyrie where she was like slightly bent over with an axe, wasn't there? She had a pistol and an axe. Uh, yeah. But she it... had like a Judge Dredd shoulder pad, and I really wanted that. Are there two of that then? Uh, two I ones? think so. Well, I, don't is I, she in the... I don't think there were Who's two. Who's in the Soldiers of Fortune box? I think she was in that somewhere. I think she's in that box. Maybe I'll check for you. Um, but just the models are beautiful. Yeah. Um, we will hopefully have more Infinity content when we actually get to play. Yeah, and do stuff. Mm. Well, I mean, Maria's really keen. Connor's really keen. You're quite keen. I'm very keen. I do have terrain coming at some point. You've got terrain coming from Kickstarter. I've got a lot of terrain. Maria has gone... She's got such a cool board. Dark. She's gone bonkers. She's bought so much terrain. She's painted terrain. She's built terrain. She's got, like, the plastic... Awn- like awnings, she's got plants, signs, magnetized signs. signs. She's got vehicles. It's it's incredible. Vending she's, machines. Yeah, she's gone full 
full ham on it. So yeah. her table looks amazing, though. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having some more games at hers. <laughs> Those swords. And when I see that, yeah, <laughs> that's what makes me want to play Infinity. When I see a board like that, and I'm like, I can put my core models down, and we can have a. Thing. But I don't want the. I don't want it to turn into like just a fucking like crunch rules reading session, which is where I feel yeah. Infinity lost me before. I honest so. I honestly do think that the denesting of the rules helps. Yeah. I think it would be f- it would be foolish of anyone to say, "Oh no, it's much easier now." I mean, I think it is easier, but the first few games we have, we're still going to be reaching for the rule book. And in yeah. there isn't, I think. I think you're lying. I think the the from what I've seen, at least looking at the Ariad and stuff on the army builder. I think there are less rules on those models than that are on the shooting models. Interesting. Fewer. That's fair. Sorry. Uh, there's, a, I mean, there's, there's a few changes to the core rules. Floatier. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Floatiness. But I'm interested to play it. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I've I've got pretty much all the models for all the factions. It's done except hack. <laughs> Shock. You don't know the hacker slam. I've got I'll tell, tell you the good model in hacker slam. Come on, Barry, you know it. There's so many. It's the fucking scorpion. The Magari Bagard that yeah. we talked about. I love it. I like the big guy as well. I can't remember what he's called. He had uh, a model from the Luxembourg guys. Terry. Yes. He's very cool. Two versions. I think like we got three versions of him, weirdly. Um, yeah, he's What's cool, also. Though. They got a bit of flack for him, but I actually fucking love the model. The Fat Yan Yan or something like that? Yeah, Fat Yan Yan. Yeah. That was April Fool's model. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. He looked great. I fucking love that I got that, that somewhere at home. Mm. I never bought it. Didn't it come in a, Chinese a bottle yeah. Chinese takeaway container? 100%. <laughs> That's so cool. I wish I bought it. He was so cool. It is a good model. Um, I quite like the, the old Yan Yan rules. I don't know what they do in this edition. Do you know what? I'm not 100 Probably but, similar. Yeah. Well, the previous one, they all turned up with a random weapon. It was great. So there's the metachemistry <laughs> chart. So you would roll and you yes. could get extra armour. You could get extra guns. Maria get... played some uh, backing in um, Morlocks who right. have metachemistry. You used to be... So there the was one... In, sorry, Tunguska. One thing that's changed, just to give you an idea of like, they thought about it and yeah. gone, okay, you used to be able to get a motorbike. Or the problem being that the motorbike's on a separate base. Yeah, you'd have to have like a t- something that was the right base or whatever. But the biggest problem was if you were in the uh, the armoured room and you opened the box and got a motorbike, you were now too big to leave the room. <laughs> so what? Ring ring ring! So what they've done is they've just said your movement stats change. So they've given you motorbike movement without needing a motorbike. So you've got fucking heelys. Yeah. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going, he's just going, he's going, there's a rocket heelys. With his fucking heel up. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I like how you stood up to demonstrate that. Or like, he goes out the door and segway. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm hopeful for it. Yeah, so am I. Um, I mean, we love Infinity, so... Yeah. I'll give it a go. Anything that gets more people into Infinity is good. Um, I'm suddenly I only just remembered that we asked questions. 
I've, oh, I've, shit. I've been grasping and... Haven't we been talking couldn't... for like four hours? <laughs> Not quite. I just it... couldn't interrupt the infinity chip. <laughs> should we do it? Should we, bur- should we burn through these? Because I'm, I'm... Do you want to get them? I'm pretty mine, sleepy and I want to go home soon. Mine keeps fucking... You've been falling asleep for about the last hour. So uh, at least he's not sleepy, Sam. Uh, as long as he doesn't, you know, do it on the way home. Oh, yes, he's driving. Uh, fucking... And I actually put... I actually asked on Twitter, and I don't know if we had any responses. I don't if you tweeted, we won't. That's true. That's true. That makes me so sorry about that. I haven't, but you keep telling me I am. You complained at one point to me. Um, I think last time we were here, you were like, "Well, when when Matt does it, I think I'm gonna love it." I was just stating facts. Oh, okay. I thought you were bitching. My apologies. So, um, update: Takadere has been funded. Hey. hey! So, in the time since this podcast began, they've got two thousand pounds. Obviously, it's eleven thousand. It's our plugging that's done it. Yeah. Well, no one's heard this. We're not no, live. Um, Shh, shut up, Barry. Magic of audio. Yeah. Through the magic of it was my yeah. neighbour. Blood <laughs> <laughs> is also uh, funded, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Gonna, uh, is there any early birds for that? Because I need to get in on that if there are. I, don't know. I think it actually came out a few days ago. But tell you what, you've missed out for your hogs of war early bird because this guy. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> I've lied. Takare is not funded. It is currently three hundred and eighty quid short. That's just awful. Hang on. Uh, Go on, Dan. Just pledge. No, words. it doesn't do anything for Hang me. Uh, please hold the line for us. Cyber Rugby Samurai's Dan. Doesn't know. Dan, but what about uh, Hogs the, of War Miniature? Uh, the Lord Flashhog Tribute Miniature. <laughs> I've got a limited edition metal pig medal. There's no way. Oh, sorry, this is very tangential, and I appreciate we've gone on for uh, like ages. Uh, Scott showed me a Kickstarter he went in on like, a while ago that should be delivering soon. Called Battle the Chicken Island, which looks incredible. Uh, Does it do exactly what it says on I'm the tin? I'm in. Yes. No, hold on, I need to look at Lord Flashhog. Yes, I've seen it. Oh Jesus fucking Christ, that's amazing! Woof. Lord Flashhog. My ninety-six miniatures. Jesus Christ. I, I don't really know what this game is, I'll be honest. It's an old PS1 game, right? Yeah, it was PS1, right? Yes. Yeah. That's annoying. Amazing. Oh, amazing. It was like 3D Worms. Yeah, okay. But the voice acting and the bad cinematics yeah. made just for its own. Uh, two things I wanted to mention that I forgot to mention were changes to Kickstarter. Um... For as you know, I am a big Kickstarter fan. Yeah. Um, are you aware of? Oh, you wouldn't be. There was um. So I went in on something a little while ago called Gate Fall, I think it was called, which is on at the moment. Sorry, I'm just looking at Battle for Chicken Island. It's <laughs> is Hey Hey in this game? I don't know. Because if Hey Hey's not in this game, <laughs> they've missed a trick. Anyway, yes, carry on. Yes, yeah, go. So I've gone on to, I think it's called Gatefall, and I did it a little while ago. It looks really interesting. 100 mil minis. It kind of looks interesting, and it's really building, and it's one guy doing it by himself, and it's kind of cool. Um, But they've just done another one for three extra models, which is kind of fun. Um, But it's the first of this new thing where, you know add-ons? Generally, a lot of people don't bother adding the add-ons. And then you get to the pledge manager, and everyone adds it on. And it kind of hurts some... 
things because they actually need to do more things than they need it. They can't plan for it, and it would be better if they had the money beforehand. And Kickstarter also want you to have the money beforehand so they can make more money. They've done a thing now where it's not all of them, but you can apply for it. I think it's called like a beta, a beta level. I'm not sure, but you can click on manage pledge, and then it will come up with a list of the add-ons. So you could just go, yeah, 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 yeah. And it goes into the fund straight away, which is quite helpful. And I was just checking, but the uh, Takura doesn't have that, because I suppose it doesn't have that many add-ons. Shall I do some questions? Yes. Otherwise, we're going to be here all night. And one thing I wanted to say is that there's another crowdfunding platform that's been in... Oh, really? Just for game, for tabletop war games. <coughs> and I had it already, and I've, look, I've closed the tab down by mistake. I'm going to have a look while you are yeah. doing the questions. Interesting. Firestorm Armada has its beta going. Is now the time to get back into it, or should I wait until it's a polished game? So that's Ducky Hackett. But Firestorm Armada from I'm assuming that's from Spartan Games. That one. Yeah, must be. Like I played that years ago. One of the worst. So those guys do the worst fucking rule books it is ever possible. The Halo Fleet Battles World book. Do not rule get me started. Made me sick out of my eyes. So that it was awful. That game that he's talking about, Felix and I tried to play. Oh, I played Fast Forward. I I played it a little bit. It. I'm getting confused with games, aren't I? Or am I not? No, I am. It was this one, and we gave up. We just had to give up. Because it was. It was. You need to learn this. Okay, we turn to that page in the book. You read it for a couple of sentences, and it's like refer to this. Right. Okay. That was read the book. There was no logic. To that rule book. It was no. impossible Shit. to play. That's why they went under. Ugh. Not bought their games because they were a fucking nightmare. And then they su- they somehow got like the Halo license. They did I was going to say, were those the ones game. that I did the Halo Ground Halo Combat? Halo Fleet Battles, Halo Ground Combat. That was those really two good games. Game. Shittest rule books in the world. Yeah. And they somehow made really cool miniatures. For- and they had a Halo license, which should have been just like print money. Yeah. If done properly, mean. that would have been insane. Silly fuckers. Um, I love a flea battle game, but I'm not playing any flea battle game. Flea battle so what's forgive me? What was his question specifically? It's uh, how's this beta going? Is now the time to get back into it, or should I wait until it's a polished game? Uh, I would definitely wait. wait until it's a polished game, or and wait, wait until it's inevitably not a yeah. polished game, wait and you see to, it go back under. Wait for it to be a polished game. Yeah. Wait three months and buy it off someone that doesn't want it anymore because yeah. it's a bad game. I believe it's a community edition. By looking at it, the Black Ocean Firestorm Armada community edition. Right. Nah, I'd probably swerve it. I that would have to be my recommendation. Mm. Um, point of order: It was gameontabletop.com. It looks like sure. it's a crowdfunding platform exclusively for tabletop games. I will keep my eyes peeled. Is it going already, or do we have to fund? No, it? it's no, no. It's a it's a new service like Kickstarter. It yeah. I've been sarcastic. Gotcha. I took that as sincere. I did also. Dave Margitson has or will COVID change? Gaming for you in the long term. That's crows, isn't it? Yeah, you mean exactly. COVID? It's yeah. effective as all in the short term. Yeah, of course it is. It's effective as all in the short term, but I found myself more into board games and video games than diving into a miniature game. I can see myself trying Bushido, but restrictions mean I'm not running to do so. Rushing. Mm. I'm, I'm rushing, I sorry. I think yes. in a similar boat in the fact that, obviously like computer games have been brought to the forefront for me just because can't see people, but I can sort of like play and talk to the same like group of people and yeah. do that every evening. That's talk of. Also, I guess like playing with more people 
I guess I'm weirdly seeing the value of games being used as like purely social, where you can just like have a boxed experience for an evening, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, rather 100%. than necessarily needing to invest in. I am playing this game. This is my game. So I do see where the board game thing is sort of coming in, mm. right? And that was what we were like with Guild Boys. Yeah, I am playing this game. This is yeah. this is my game. I am playing this. I, game. I felt that a lot recently with the. Oh, I'm going to organise to do something. Oh, right, we can have around six players. Is there a game I can order for five of us? Because that's yeah. how many people have said they're interested that I could pay pay for. That's not stupid. That's going to be a good night's entertainment. Yeah, like that's what I've been seeing a load of recently. When we've been chatting about like stuff. Also, because I've been inside looking at like Kickstarters more and comparing them to actual board games, I think it's just because I've taken more interest in like board game board games. A lot of the Kickstarter board games are losing like their, like they are just boxes full of shiny toys, which we do like, but they're not like they're not good games. Well, now, if you'd have told me this like a year and a half ago, there wasn't as many pretty yeah. board games as, or there were, they were under the radar. Yeah. Now they're right there in the forefront. There's just so many. Yeah. And now that three D printing is a thing, there's just so many pretty things. So nothing really, like, I think we've said it before, the only thing that's going to make me go, oh my god, must, is when you have an affiliation to the thing that gets released. Yeah. So when someone gets a license to something you weren't expecting, or like it's Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders the card game. Can't fucking wait. Peaky Blinders the card game, mate. Can't wait to pick that up in a Warstones near you. <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends the miniatures game. Yes. So... Oh my god, with such, like basically the only shit. time I see myself buying something now, it's like jump right now. It's for like a nostalgia kick, kick to it, or it's a real hero, tie to it. Hero quest. Yeah, yeah. For, for me, I think the, the answer to the question has changed a bit in me in the sense that I had never online gamed. I had not used um, what the fuck's it called? Computer. Discord. No. What did you say? Steam? No, I still ain't used that. When we played games, we played Gilball. Basil. Thank you. Tabletop Simulator and that. I haven't used that yet, but before I would have said I will never use that. So my the answer, my answer to the question is it has opened me up to being more willing to play online. New experiences. So I enjoyed Vassal. While it wasn't perfect, I enjoyed it. I'd like to play Tabletop Simulator and I recognise that if I want to play, I'm prob- especially if we're going into fucking lockdown on Monday again, um... If I want to play, I'm going to have to play online. And before, I was absolutely anti it. But I've really enjoyed it. Like when we've had the Discord and we're like chatting at the same time, I've really enjoyed it. Co- yeah. Covid's been a really weird one for me because I've not stopped working through the whole thing. So where True. I've been like trundling along, the first three months of it was noticeably slower work-wise and everyone was encouraged to not go out at all unless like very, very urgent. Where now it's... You go out if you're needed to, but a lot of my job is needing to go out. So I'm seeing more people out now. The first three months of it was a massive, first two months of it was a real massive kickback to me playing computer games from the ages of like 12 to 18, where I was playing video games every single night. I'm doing that again, and I'm building those social like relationships that I had back then when I was playing. So I don't know these people from fucking anywhere. But now I play with the same like 30, 40 people every single night. Some, like Every single night there'll be a group of us online doing something. And it, it's a weird one because the club was kind of 
forced with that because it was like Wednesday. That's when it is. Well, now I've got Tuesday nights is this event that we do online. Wednesday nights is this event we do online. Fridays is the social event we do online. I know when people are going to be on and based on that. And it's going back. I've, I've realised how much I enjoyed my playing time playing video games when I was younger. And I'm enjoying it even more now because I've got money to buy a good computer. Well, so like to be able to enjoy it to its maximum potential now is, is fucking brilliant. Would I go back to go back to playing a tabletop game? Yes, but f not until COVID's all sorted. Because otherwise, you're just gonna get hyped up on something that's gonna die down. Mm. I'm not not playing tabletop games because of like the non love for the tabletop games. Because I fell out of that a long time ago anyway. But the board game side of it has come up massively because we're, like playing online games, the one thing you do miss is the interaction and the face to face with people. Because you still need that. Absolutely. And you get that from playing a board game. So we looked, for example, at Pandemic Legacy. We looked at that sort of stuff. Because we were like, cool, we can get five people, we can get a campaign, and then da 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 and you build up that thing. Yeah. So that's what we've looked at. I've played a lot of um, uh, Mysterium. Yeah. A couple of meetups we've had where there's been less than six of us. Um, we have... What's that? I said fewer, under my breath. Yeah, fewer... Less than a few than six. Fewer than six. Yeah. Um, we've been really enjoyed Mysterium, and I've had a few Flo people... Floatiness. I've had a few people that are not game players. Yeah. But that's quite a simple game. Like, you explain it. When I've set it up and I've explained it, they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, when when Mysterium set up, screen, it looks... Yeah, I've got this it looks very screen daunting. and all yeah. this, this stuff. This is with muggles, yeah? This is like people so who... So, a couple with semi-muggles... Okay. That's... So maybe like mudbloods. They could, they, but a few. Hold on. Cluedo Monopoly level players. I've, I've one session with that lot. Ugh. Yeah. And then some that are get are have dabbled with like escape rooms and bits of games and things. Sure, sure, sure. They put a toe in the water. Yeah. Nerdy feelers. But that's been an absolute sensation, Mysterium, in that context, because it doesn't matter who you are, what, what you're into, your age. You're all dead. <laughs> no, just, sorry. Mysterium is the. Is the if catchphrase, so you so see. Oh my god! How how hard? How hard can as soon as as soon as, you, as soon as you put everything out in front of someone, Mysterium, you cannot get it wrong. Yeah. And it's a great game to engage. So with. I don't know. I played it one Christmas, and my father-in-law and mother-in-law were very left and right, mate. <laughs> no comment. I think, I think it's probably the safest start. Mr. Chips on that one. Uh, next question. Mrs. Blobby. Didn't Mr. Blobby have a wife? Oh, sorry. Hey. Yeah, Mrs. Blobby. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the fuck that conversation is about. <laughs> don't ask. Don't Bill Atherton. Uh, sorry, no, Luke Smith. Luke, uh, where do you see the podcast in 12 months' time? Do you feel you'll focus on one specific game or a variety of different games? Different games. We do not have the capacity to focus on one specific game anymore. We never have. We, well, at least Gilbert, we all focused on it because we were all playing it so and much. people still so said much. we were a G-Dub podcast. Yeah. One game you could play is giving someone a notepad, letting them walk through, have a walkthrough of each person's house and try and work out how many games we actually have between us. Ooh. <laughs> 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 These specifically... No, fuck it. Let's just title it Games. These two oh, are going to no. drive oh, that no. number up a lot. Oh, no. Because <laughs> of my bookshelves. <laughs> Rob, bro. Uh, uh, well, in a year's time... Oh, I should mention, we actually... It was our birthday a few weeks ago. We missed oh, it. Fuck, yeah, it was. September oh, the Mid-September, like yeah. 15th. Barry, it's your job to remind us about it so we can forget. Well, we weren't rec I was trying to get us to call, but then we weren't recording, then I went into yeah. quarantine. And yeah, like, yeah, that's right. Um, so it's your fault, really. Yeah, yeah no, I'll take it. So I think that's like three years we've been going now. 
lads, lads, lads. Um, so I hope we'll still be yeah. going. I know, it'd be nice if the world still exists in a year. Yeah. And we will definitely, I'm confident, we'll be talking about all different sorts of games. Because yeah. as proven tonight, we've, we've liked it. And the fact is, it was quite hard sometimes to do a Guild Ball podcast. Because yeah. nothing fucking happened with Guild Ball for a really long time. <laughs> Whereas, say, if you're doing an Infinity podcast, every fucking like, month you've got a whole bunch of models. So every week it's like the teaser going to be model. You've got shit to talk about. Although, saying that, no, but now we tangents and be disagreeing for the point of disagreeing. Uh, you have the profiles all at the start of the edition, generally. Sure. sure. That's usually a bumper episode. You get your little tickler every month. Yeah, but now <laughs> we're fucking... We, we were talking for three hours about nothing. Now we've got lots of things we can talk we about. We are the Seinfeld of We are months. spreading out. Like, are we, are we smearing our influence all over the place and lessening our appeal? Or is the influence in one pool and you spend it over the time? <laughs> yeah. So uh, the interesting thing <laughs> for me about that question is... Um, and you know Luke does his all his online stuff so he knows about all this stuff yeah we're just putting this on our page which doesn't have that many people so and before we would share to gubs that had a few thousand people they're not give a shit anyway did they no <laughs> but so I don't think many people are going to actually listen to this so we're going to have to ask our dear rollers anyone listening to this if you listen to all it you liked it, it Please say to your pals, like, oh, you know, check out these fuckwits. They're fucking gold, like... <laughs> because I don't know... Because I don't feel that... Well, t- today was a weird episode, because... Because we, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We didn't know what we were doing. We just wanted to meet up on It was an excuse to come around and <laughs> chill out and eat, wasn't it? It's a yeah. new experience, us meeting up, eating and talking shit. Yeah. This is all very... We're all... Well, we are off-piste. I, I <laughs> think, are all off the reservation. I, I can see us going a bit more, like, news trying to interview people from different game systems and that sort of thing and we but it's unlikely that we will focus down hard enough that we could say post on an infinity page or post on a Bushido page maybe we would if we had an invite with someone but for a general episode we can't just go (laughs) we can't just go oh hi we talked about nonsensically about infinity for five minutes here infinity Facebook page take this and then they load up three hours of where the fuck is the infinity (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so just, it's like a Saw movie. It's like, good luck. Or they just sit there and go, fucking hell, these guys are bitter about Guild Ball. <laughs> Whatever that is. So, so, I don't know. I mean, I hope we'll still be doing it, but I don't know where we're going to get any listeners because we're not going to promote ourselves. I hope our mutant crab overlords allow us to continue doing the podcast yeah. next year. So, we're, I guess we're asking for you guys to help promote us. Yeah. And if we do, then we'll still be here in 12 months. I mean, sign up like, to the Patreon. I'm make us famous, <laughs> bitches. It's Roll better like... OnlyFans. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's going to be selling his bath water. <laughs> Barry. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go. I was going to say. I can't. I'm not going to. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to stop because I'm going to start getting worse. But oh. yes. But yes. Bath water. Mm. Next question. Mm. How much uh, is Dan's bathwater? No, sorry. Bill Atherton. Uh, which games have you got? Uh, have you gone back to? And what is the proportion of why did I buy this rubbish to why am I longer no longer playing this brilliant game? And have you guys tried Dead Man's Hand yet? Haven't tried Dead Man's Hand. Is that where you sit on it for a little bit? So it feels like it's someone else. <laughs> I knew someone was going to bring it up. And if I would have guessed, it would have been ninety-five percent you. <laughs> the stranger. That's fine, but when you call it Dead Man's Hand, there's other... Mm, no. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I haven't tried Dead Man's Hand yet. Cowboy action. Wild West Exodus? No, 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 no. De- I mean, Dead Man's Hand. Sure, but... No, are, it's are more we, skirmish. Like, cowboy Cowboy, or are we Turn like off. fancy Cowboy? No, no, Cowboy. Mom. Cowboy Cowboy. <laughs> There's a few good Cowboy systems, and then... Um, I bought several of them and yeah. yourself a not rider. done anything <laughs> with them. Sorry. Um, oh, no, I don't know what's happened. We've lost my... Motley mode. <laughs> Something happened. I don't know what happened. Um, what, <laughs> what was the rest of his... What was so back to? His questions were, why, why did I buy this rubbish? Yes, that's why I'm giving them away to people to sell because there was shit that I I'm bought. Like, I'm I've like got so many again. Kickstarters. I was going to say, so I've got myself around to doing it. I wish I could convince Barry to do it. <coughs> that, that's that. I got rid of a couple of games. The one that's annoyed me the most, I think, is the Warpath skirmish game from um, Mantic. King's Vanguard? No, 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 no. Yeah. the sci-fi one. Oh, the one. sci-fi one, yeah. The no. one that we told you wasn't going to take off and you were convinced it was. I bought so much and then I spent money on the fucking board. I've got like a six by four fucking plastic slotted <laughs> section board. No idea. You idiot. Yeah. Oh, it's not the Progress Impress one. No, 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 no. it's Mantic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you buy anything from Mantic? I don't know. Because their Kickstarters are so fucking like... Shiny and so that was so beautifully you, Barry. I really like that. They're just so shiny. You look at it's like 80 quid gets you this. You're like, well, that seems a lot of stuff. And they're like, well, just give us another 20 and you can have this. Well, that's almost double. Just give us another 20 and you can have all the big shit. Well, I'll just give you everything. (laughs) And then then you just go. And then then you're out there selling yourself on street corners to afford your. Mantic stuff. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. I'm fine. He's clean, he's a clean boy! (laughs) All my money gets spunked up the wall on toys. I know, you nearly bought a blaster. I did, but... That's for another time. John's been hooking me up with a guy selling Star Wars stuff. But I actually haven't bought Star Wars in quite a long while. But you said that you were intrigued, and it was the first time in a long time you went... I think I that's been that. out of the packet though. That and I, because why else would the you can't get those black tags off unless it's been out of the packet. It was a new in box, very expensive, very very it's rare. Not new thing. in box though. Empire Strikes Back blaster, it's lovely. Oh, which blaster? Well, it's the Stormtrooper blaster, but it's so the, the new you, Hope you, box. Eleven. Yeah, but in the new Hope box, it came as a three piece, and they were like, "Well, that's too big a toy." They broke it down, took the stocks off. You just got the blaster in the Empire Strikes Back. Box. Oh, nice. And it looks beautiful. Carbine version. Yeah, it looks beautiful, but no. And but is that I, the Snowtroopers one from the from the opening scene? Yeah. Well, it's just the same. It's a Stormtrooper. I one, know they had the same rifle, but is that like what it's supposed to be? Is that what it's marketed yeah. 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 But I've actually spent loads of money on comics in the last few weeks. So you said you ordered loads of comics. I went bonkers. I've got like a hundred that I bought. No, I've just have. I'm only. Co- I've chosen one. Well, is no, it Spawn? It is spawned. Nailed it! I've gone a bit down a rabbit hole. Because I stopped collecting at issue 111. I thought you'd bought them for work. And it was something to do with work. <coughs> no. The way you were speaking about it. No, I've... <coughs> so I used to collect comics. I stopped. I've decided to focus on one. And it's spawn. And I'm collecting it and trying to get as many back issues. But it turns out that they got... In the like 200s the circulation was so low, they were only printing, they got down to like hundreds rather than thousands. And oh, so shit. getting those is going to be dollar. But 
That's the hunt. That's why I'm fucking doing it. You want you, to find that at the booty you and I for a pound. About, exactly. We, how many times do we go to the Barry Pile and I don't have fun because it's now something to rummage for. So now, <laughs> now we're back on as soon as COVID's there. Exactly. And I've also ordered from my comic shop, I've got them down for the 40k comic. There's the new Marnius Cowboy. Oh, yeah, that's what I've done. Anyway, well. Five hey, part. This is a tangent. This is our tangent. No, I'm bitch. joking. Actually, no, I do. I do we can make a podcast so. about our hunting. True. You could, you could, you could have a like. Improving podcasts. I run boot fairs. Well, I'm on it, but shit. If you watch season, I don't know what season. I am on an episode of Toy Hunter. Yeah, we season yeah, two, we episode nineteen, I think. Yeah, but well, they had to subtitle me because I got proper South fucking London on them. <laughs> but back to the questions. Back to the questions. Why did I buy this rubbish again? Lots of that. Lots of the shits going. It's all up for sale. If anyone wants to buy any Gilbert stuff, there's fucking boxes over there. Happy days. I've got to collect some stuff off you and give me some money for it. Eh? It's all up here on the shelf, mate. So I've got a little Barry box up there. Dad, your box is up there as well. Don't worry about it. Matt, you haven't bought anything yet. Don't worry. You can look around. I have a rummage. Uh, love a rummage. Love a rummage. The, the next part of this question was why am I no longer playing this brilliant game? I have gone down a nostalgia route of playing some fucking crazy shit on my PC at the moment. Playing Worms. Because oh, great you, you just name it and everyone knows it. Can we, it can dropping we not, a concrete donkey for the first time in a while. We not get, can we not get some Worms action going with the four of us? I think we could. Yeah, welcome to. I mean, memory serves it was only like £3 on fucking Steam. Yeah, it's and like that's like Barry can play on his shit computer as well. That's right. We're sorting them out... Uh, probably a keyboard that's more... The keyboard... My, yeah, the keyboard is going to cost... Dollar. Bang. But it's going to be fun. Yeah. And, uh, the and therefore you have to buy a laptop slash computer. Well, I've been needing a new work computer for the last 10 years. So therefore you're going to need a computer to match the keyboard. Fine, let's go. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, why am I longer playing this brilliant game? I've been playing PC games, so Worms. What else did I play recently that was really good? I played SBG. Really enjoyed it. I'm feeling the call of SBG again. You really enjoyed it. I only, we, we played a birthday game. So it was like a couple of Kazagard, Gimli, and Balin surrounded by some Urukai, the Necromancer, two Ringwraiths. And then Jesus I came. Christ, that was all over the fucking place. And then I came on as Arion, Legolas, and Boromir to try and save the day. Was that the lads, lads, lads? <laughs> it, was just, it was fucking brilliant. It was, just, it was a great mashup of being as a roll yeah. dice and just like fucking fun. Yeah. And I had loads of fun playing it. And it didn't feel gamey. Yeah, there was no way to like game it out. Or, do you know what I mean? It was it was really good fun. Just roll sixes, mate. <laughs> Deech did, so it was fine. Um, the so next one is why am I only playing this brilliant game? Anyone else? Any other brilliant gems they've unlocked recently? It's just not been the right time, has it? No, no. I've been playing World of Warcraft, really enjoying it. But there you go. Uh, there's, I've got ones that so I've got that Nakamura Tower, hint. the hint human interface one that. I keep saying to Dan, will you like unpack it with me and we can learn to play it? But <laughs> Dan, learn this game. That's not, that's not a, why am I no longer playing this brilliant game? True. Is there anything that has anyone played? It can be, any, it can be anything. It's, so one thing that I haven't started playing it again, like, um, so I've been, now that you can meet up with some people, mm-hmm. uh, I've been getting back into playing Arkham Horror, the yep. card game, yep, yep, yep. which is incredible and some of the best card game design in like, Modern board gaming, and I've kind of enjoyed them some Kingdom Death. Oh, I really, oh. I really want because to play you can do it in like Death. fours, Hello, and man. it's over a long period of time. And you yeah. can make a proper session day of it. I like just. 
I really, drink. really want to play. Human traffic. Nice one, bruv. Nice one, bruv. Nice one, bruv. The last part of his question is, and you guys tried Dead Man's Hand yet? No. 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 Can I just actually backtrack a little bit? Aristea is something I wanted to go back to, especially now we've got prime time where we can multiplayer it. It's not out yet though, right? No, I know. No, right, soon, sorry. Soon With prime I time imminent. Aristea a lot. I, I love like Aristea. Aristea we had so much fun learning it. With four people, like two each, I think would Beer be... Beer and pretzels a, jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Would be. And two on two games are always gimmicky and funny as that fuck. SPG tournament. Second place, mate. Gata, Metal, Metal still up there. Gatta, 8-Ball, Bagsy. Oh, you can't take my Gatta. You can have Gatta, then fine. Mushashi, 8-Ball, Bagsy. You're only allowed taking... to Bagsy one player. 8-Ball, Bagsy. 8-Ball, it's always... You're on my No team. one's going to take Gaia, yeah, so I'll just have that for No a one's going to take fucking right, anyway. Cock the lady. Bagsy, Wild Bill. Yeah, yeah, Wild, yeah, Bill. yeah Wild Bill's fucking... <laughs> Wild Bill! Beard, Beard asks... Beard's question... Wild Bill, Wild Bill. The fuck is this guy? Beard's question is... How are you going? But, but yeah, I think you read that in Australian. I no. think that's in Australian. That is. He's I, really, I really how are you Australian. going? He's re- how are you going? How are you going? going? I'm all right. Just I'm out. Of, I've been in quarantine for two weeks. Oh god, it's everything's awful. Weird. Save me. <laughs> the darkness um, is right. back. I got I got cutting edge. If that means anything to anyone. You got cutting. Nobody gets it. Fine. Is that a drugs thing? No, it's a World of Warcraft thing. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, otherwise I'm all right. Matt's all right. Yeah, Seems fine. apparently stressed with work because apparently teaching kids is hard. Barry's been lousing I'm, around for two weeks. I've been working from home, which I've got to say, it's pretty shit, has been it? lovely. I, I actually did find that when my creativity level dropped and I wasn't coming up with stuff, Star Wars slipper socks. Answer to everything. Slip, <laughs> slipped off the socks, put on a pair of Star Wars slipper socks, so luxurious and cosy, my brain just kicked in. It's been a revelation. I'm thinking of taking some. I'll be honest. I don't think I'd get away with walking around on site in some Star Wars slipper socks, but I might get a go next week. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going to do it. And Dan, how I mean, you how you diddling? Everything's awful. Existence is torment. But he's here and he's happy today because he's had a kebab. Oh yeah. John, <laughs> the positive one. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stroud, let's talk card games, PvP, one on one, throwing down the gauntlet. What's your favourite and why is it Star Wars? So, He's wrong. This is factual. The best one-on-one PvP card game ever created is Netrunner from FFG. Hands down. There's no ifs, uh, ands, or buts. Perhaps someone hasn't played it, Sports Cars 1984 Top Trump You're wrong. Edition. I was going to say Top Trump. Or... Oh, no, no, go. Okay. It's asymmetric. There's bluffing. It's so good. So I enjoyed good. Netrunner when we played yeah. a couple of times. But um, FFG uh, dropped it. It's got a community edition that's run properly. It has like community expansions that you can buy. It's amazing. Netrunner. If there was a group, I'd play it in a heartbeat. What's Star Realms? Is it it's, a shit PvP game? It's like a sort of like a boxed one-on-one PvP card game, like deck builderish kind like of top thing. trumps. <laughs> like one on Ascension, down? almost. I think. Oh, okay, of. fine. I like Ascension. Sort of, I think. I like top drum. Oh, okay, Ascension. I felt like one. Oh, well, you're saying card games. One weird one. So, I gave you, you, one of you two cards to give to Dyson last time you saw him. And you, me, yeah, yeah. Some Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards, right? Since sorting him those cards, my collection is still sat there. I've had the urge to play that. Pokemon. But the but only, like, old school shit, base set so, shit. So, so Dyson energy. made a cube of the old school base set. And I will shit. be all over for playing We've. It. We've played it. It's a fucking train wreck, but it is nostalgic. 
<laughs> I don't understand how you could cube Pokemon because surely it is all about the. It does work. Okay, fine. Like, all right, but I take your word for that. But I'm sure it's a struggle. But the game itself, I know it's funny because when I was talking to him when we were talking about cards, me and him both were chatting about the Game Boy game, the Pokemon yeah. the trading card game, and it's great. Yeah, the, do, you, do you remember the reason it was yes. good? Uh, no. Ma- main reason it was good. You didn't have to sort out the fucking card to do it for you. Hmm. Literally. It was, because it was like the first fucking sure. virtual magic that you didn't have to fucking sort out. It was like, oh, this is good. But one-on-one PvP card games, if I wanted to, I'll just go back and play magic, no because there were fucking loads of it in there. Beyblades. Yeah, that's a good PvP um, card game. Other than Top Trumps, I've never played any sort of Uno? card game. It's pretty, pretty Uno is not very good one-on-one. Can I though? just have like something I found out today, or not today, yesterday, that fucking shocked me about Uno. You have to say Uno before you play no, your last card? No, the plus two card is not cumulative. What do you mean? So, you know when you go, like, add two, and then the next one goes, add two? That's illegal. <gasps> you can't do that. Oh, I thought I thought you just kept passing the plus no. two to the next person. No, it doesn't. It's non-canon. You cannot play a plus two on a plus two. It's non-canon? It's, it's non-canon. <laughs> It's not. I knew you can. I knew it didn't. It's all Dutch to me. Man. There was an official tweet from yeah. the Uno. Okay, account. when you said no non cumulative, I thought you meant like plus two on a plus two was plus four. That I knew no. was not a thing. You can't play plus two on a plus two. Plus two. You just changed my life. The summers I've wasted. There's no models doing it wrong. Oh. And also, PvP card game. I just. My life's play. a fucking lie. What, how? We would just end up playing poker because poker's great. Did you get your chips? No. Did you back it? No. Okay, good. I'd as well be very, very jealous. Yeah, I know. I almost did. Me and Dan were looking at, like, boutique poker sets. And by boutique, they were fucking expensive, but they were they so nice. They got their nails did. They had the rollers here. <laughs> Shall I, um... I'll carry on. I, I want to read Andrew Nine, Super Nice Guy. Oh, right, go on in. I just wanted to say Andrew Nine, nice, nice, Andrew Nine, Super Nice Guy, because I enjoy putting a little something about being a nice guy at the end of Andrew Nine. Well, floaty boy, carry on. Andrew... <laughs> floatiness... Uh, have you guys backed any recent Kickstarter mini- games or miniatures? Uh, are there any Kickstarters you're looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Darkest Dungeon from Mythic Games, which is a console game I play. I don't know Darkest Dungeon. So Darkest Dungeon is a roguelike. Uh, it's the uh, the artist who did Hellboy. Oh! Um, the artist who did Hellboy the game or no, Hellboy, Hellboy the comics? The comics. Gotcha. Uh, it's his art. Uh, Mike Mignola? Yeah, quite possibly. Because uh, Rick's oh, all I've over I've seen loads it. of people play that, actually. Um, but yeah, that's getting a miniature game. It's going to kickstart in November sometime. Dope. It looks, quite, it looks really cool, actually. Well, I know. Obviously, <coughs> tonight I backed the Takare, and I'm very, I will be backing Pirates. Yes! I'm going to back Pirates when I get home. I know, tomorrow I'm going to back Pirates. Because I want to investigate and like look for what I want to back. I too am going to investigate. I've got to do some research. Oh, was that a rut row from you? Maybe. Maybe. Well, did I'll, you back something as well? No, no, I'll have a look at the pirates. I can't, I'm not going to pirates, can't be honest. Uh, I, we'll I, have I, enough I back pirates. Hogs of War. Look, if we don't do it, how can we answer another question from Andy Thorngate in a year about what are we regretting? <laughs> it wasn't Andy asked what we were regretting. It was Bill. Oh, it was Bill. Bill. But no, no, Trust me, I will buy <coughs> other things that I will regret. I'm cool. sure I will. Don't worry about it. Uh, no, I, back, I backed Hogs of War. Barry backed Cyberpunk Rugby. They're all going to back pirates. I'm imminently me. backing a pirates. Game. I, for some reason, keep following the Limbo guys. Yeah, so the Limbo 2019. It's not not 2019. What is it? 2020. No, yeah. tw- tw- two, We've got two, a special one, Halloween. Uh, well, uh, I'm well, on to your order. Yeah. Um, 
I don't, I've got them all in box. Also, I did do a Kickstarter. So I was been be- I've been better, as we've discussed. I have been much better. better. I did go in for a Kickstarter over lockdown. It wasn't for a game. It was just for models. And I really do want to paint 54mm. But I want to try and get a better painter. I am not a great painter. And the only way I'm going to get better is, by doing it. is to actually fucking practice. Yeah. And so I bought a wodge of... Um, Arthurian <coughs> Legends type one, but with a fantasy bent. So you've mm. got your King Arthur and your Mordred and your all of that Green Knight and Percival, but there's they were really beautiful and they're they're at fifty. I don't know if it's fifty four or seventy five mil. I can't remember. They're fucking expensive. Seventy five are the big big. Yeah, I can't big. remember. But they also came with. I did the pledge where I got the the thirty five mil versions as well, and they looked incredible. So I'm really looking forward for that turning up. I've backed... So I, the most recent thing I've backed-backed was the Acid House Terrain for Infinity. Nice. Uh, I've got that current... good value. Yeah, I've got currently backing, though, board games-wise, the expansion to Dungeon Drop, which is a fun little board game where you drop a load of cubes onto say, and you have to make dungeon rooms and you get all the treasure in the room that you make and you have your race and your thing. Uh, that the, sounds really cool. It is. Uh, the Seventh Citadel, which is like a sort of like a explore kind of like card game, but you sure. play it over a campaign. And uh, the uh, I believe it's called Dungeon Fighter, which is a dexterity game where you throw dice at a target to do damage yes. to monsters. Yes, that sounds fun. That I've seen about that. Is that was it a Kickstarter as well? It's Kickstarter out at the moment, but there's a, it's already out. I think it, it's had like a version, but this is the second version. Oh, I see, because it already exists. This is the redo, and I really wanted to play it. And I almost bought it when we were at Element last time. Because the only thing I've got... I've been buying a load of board games over lockdown. And the thing I'm missing is I'm missing a dexterity game. And uh, you can't get catacombs anymore that I've found. Which dexterity is, games are quite rare to find a good one as well. I there's, think. Like, I've never played one and always wanted to. So there's a game called Catacombs, which is like you've got um, like discs. And you've like got your party going through a dungeon. You flick your discs to hit the orc and knock them off the table and whatnot. I it's need to play this. Yeah. I haven't played any of these before. It's There's another one called like, Men at Work awesome. where you're building a construction yard between you and it, you might be like get a yellow girder balancing on the black and the white girder and it being the highest point. So you're like... And then you have like... What? Why are we playing these? There's the Tokyo... Tokyo... Um, I've seen the one with the... Tokyo Roads. The, the, the one with fucking... the monsters and like you can bang the table or something like that. Oh, I don't know, but yeah. there's one where you've got to like, make highways. And like, they balance Maybe, shit. Maybe, yeah. But Maybe. there's a load of games where, I guess, like because their themes might be kind of mundane, I've ignored for the like longest time, because they're not the flashy, oh, look, fancy wizards and whatnot. <clears throat> yeah. But like, there's some genuinely good games, even if it's just like, you're building a building. Build the building. There was yeah. one I read about, we- I can't remember what it's called, but it's a fighting game. You only get, it's a Kickstarter coming soon. There was only three players in the basic box. I was a bit like, mm-hmm. but what they've done is it looks like you lift the the lid of the, so take the lid off and sort of put it behind you, yeah. and there's like a playing surface in the box. You put your models in it, and when you look at it straight on, it looks like you're looking at Street Fighter. That's cool. Like you've got the screen That's and like the really back of the cool. box is that. But there's a dexterity element. Yeah. So say we're playing, at the end and of the turn, and I punch you. You you've got ten seconds, so we both go one, yeah. two, and in that ten seconds. You have to stack all of your cubes, and each cube represents a wound. Yeah. <laughs> if after the ten seconds you have not stacked all of your wounds, you lose. You're knocked out. Amazing. Fuck. 
I thought you were going to say to put in another one, coin. One <laughs> thing I forgot on uh, sort of tangent to this. There are two 1v1 card games that I have received recently that are old Kickstarters I backed. Uh, they are from Level 99 Games, which is one of my favourite game productions, because they do, like, complex... Like, there's a lot of rules. Once you learn it, it's actually quite cool. Uh, and they've done... <coughs> uh, there's a card game called Exceed and a card game called Battlecon, which are fighting uh, games as card games. I've heard of Exceed. And they're both that? great. I have no idea, but they're great, and I want to play them with people, so I will bring them at some point, because I think they're genuinely great. I would love they to also do. Did I ever tell you that I got Millennium Blade, which is the card game that simulates collecting a card game? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, yes. We need to play that, yeah. like Dice and Chad or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, card, yeah. a card game that simulates you playing a card game. So you play someone playing a card game. So you've got two phases. The first one's like you're buying and trading cards with like the store. And you have to like organize your binder, and you can have like sets in your binder. That sounds fun. And then you use those cards to then play a card game tournament. I like that. That's amazing. And you I get points to, by collecting or. It's not my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to play that. Awesome. The we end. need to play wavelength. I've got that as well. Yeah. We urgently need to play wavelength, which is a board game where it's got a dial. Uh, you it there's. Uh, there's a, like yeah, a section that's the score. Uh, smart me, yeah. I would turn off. To oh, that's fine. Uh, so it might be like um, hot to cold, and one person knows where the arrow on the dial is, and they get to say a one-word clue, and everyone else has to guess whereabouts on the dial that word sits. Oh goodness! But like, there's some really odd things, like mo- like sexual letter to non-sexual letter. So and when someone says E, and you're like, like, where do you, where does E sit on the section? And you're thinking, is that an uppercase or a lowercase E? Because let's face it, the lowercase E is sexier than the uppercase E. Capital E is less it's sexy. Very than weird. It's and you've got to base it's play the player. It's the ultimate yeah. play the player because you've got to think, okay, so how sexy does Barry think an E is, and where on the sexiness between E? e what did e I just walk sexy? back in on? Game called Wave Wave. play it, it's great. It's fucking we need like two more people probably, but we'll find them. Uh, we are allowed two more people currently. That's exactly how many we're allowed. Things aren't changing on Monday, but we'll see. The end. Loved it. Next question. Danny. Uh, sorry, last one. Rules or theme, what's the most important draw to each of you? Rules. I have to go theme. To, like, it depends. To hook me in... Well, it's models, right? It's models, yeah. which I would count... Within the yeah. theme aspect. Uh, as we were, everyone else is playing. I just like playing socially. Socially, but I, mean, yeah, if, if I think the, I if could... the game is then good, I would like to play games competitively due to rules because I find that. More I think fun. I could play a game about farming if it was fun, good. Yeah, yeah, and I couldn't. I, I could. <laughs> we're gonna play a game about being a card collector collecting cards. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, I think it's. I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm wishy-washy depending on the game. Like, forty k is cool. I like themes okay, but I can't. The rules are just no. See, but I, I can. I can play that because I like the the social element of the big tournaments. Because when you go to a massive tournament, they are sure. super fun. Yeah. Am I reading the next one? Oh, sorry. Well, it is tomorrow, up. listeners. It is tomorrow. Happy Saturday, everyone. Um, Steve Cole, 
How has the Finnegan's Wake RPG enhanced your gaming experience and qu- overall quality of life? I thought he was still alive. Isn't he doing Vengeance next year? Ah. <laughs> yeah, he had to push it back because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Going into a gaming fiesta. <clears throat> Which I think is great because it means yeah. I can play Bushido instead of Gilmore. Um, I hate driving all up there to play games. The, the only thing that the Finnegan's Wake RPG have done has changed my life for the better. Yeah. Yeah. Barry, how has the Finnegan's Wake RPG impacted your life? I haven't got a fucking clue why they are still banging this fucking. <laughs> you, see, you see, they. It's, it's just, just Cole. Steve Cole. It's yeah, just. No, Steve. So I listened to a Singled Out episode the other day that Connor was on. And like they start by talking about it, and I'm like, guys, just let it go. Like I said to Connor, I listened to the first like 10 minutes of that or whatever when they're, they're quote unquote being funny. And I'm like, <laughs> how do they get like. Ten times the listeners we get with that bullshit. That's what I said to Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you playing at? You know this is still being recorded, right? Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Don't say, I mean, say it to their face. Yeah, to be fair, he's not wrong. I don't get it. No one gives a shit about Finnegan's Wake, Steve. Right, next question. <laughs> not even Finnegan. Quite apt, actually, because it's from Singled Out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I like and when they're not banging on about Finnegan's Wake. He's directed at Barry. <laughs> has Barry calmed down yet from the last episode yet? No. And how is he finding Infinity? I haven't calmed down. I'm still sad and angry, but I think the sadness has overtaken the anger. But when Horizon Zero Dawn came through the box oh, door and I saw that logo, I had an irrational... Hatred. Yeah. I was really there, happy. There was, there was a reaction. I reacted, Did you yeah. kick it? No. <clears throat> I would, I would want to do just as the, the box only, comes the, in you go you went the only thing I take that crime was your shit. Instagram story and I just slowly zoomed in on the box with hello darkness my old friend <laughs> <laughs> I remember your video that was good. I didn't open mine for two days because I was too angry David Cameron also commented on that so he says uh, singled out says has Barry come down yet how is he finding affinity David Cameron said singled out never calm down no forgiveness no surrender yeah push, push, I actually push. did look for a no Retreat, No Surrender, the popular movie from the 80s that Jean-Claude Van Damme is in and plays a Russian who isn't allowed to talk because, of course... He doesn't Belgian. speak Russian. <laughs> but it's a great movie because uh, a guy's getting bullied and he... <laughs> the ghost of Bruce Lee appears to him and trains Holy him shit, in his garage. Ghost Bruce, no way! Yeah, it's kind of dope. And then he's got this cool... He's got this cool best friend who, uh, like... Uh, rides around on a BMX and like they obviously couldn't find a stunt double to match this like scrawny black kid and they've got this like hench black dude as his stunt double so like the guy's like I'm getting my bike and he goes to ride and the camera cuts and there's this like six <laughs> hench dude riding a BMX bike and you're like what the fuck incredible it's, next question it's such a movie from Tony Stratton but no I haven't calmed down Infinity I'm really interested and excited I'm looking forward to it being my jam. I was really but happy I when I sold. I was really happy when I sold off my God tier because I got to ship the box that God tier came in. I got to get rid of the SFG box. Out of I've still got two, three drawers full of that shit in there because I can't bring myself to take it out of the boxes because the boxes still look pretty. I'm gutted because it does fit in a KR case and it's really annoying. But I don't want to do it because the boxes really do look pretty. Mm-hmm. Look, even the Gilbert boxes they even stack nicely. What the fuck is going on? I mean, they're boxes. Doug's art is real. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think I like yeah. the fucking boxes more than I like the fucking models. Well done, douche. Yeah, well done, douche. But so, uh, Tony says, where has your attention been drawn to now that GB is officially finished with? 
Infinity, Bushido, Crisis Protocol, and has Barry calmed down yet? Uh, I mention mean, Crisis Protocol. We didn't even mention Crisis Protocol. But there's, Ooh. well, that's where our attention's gone. Then. We're looking Not there. at what's the next. They even game. released my favourite character, and um, well, we, we just didn't well, saving that for next time. Oh, hold on. What's your intention drawn to? Name your name. The one that's got the most draw to you. Go. Infinity. Uh, probably Bushido, but like that's a, oh, that's a question. Bushido. And we but, should wipe all those answers out for Kickstarter Pirates. Because we uh, really just lost Possibly. And I'm playing World of Warcraft. But like, it's just, probably League. We're basically just looking yeah, at all these new well. games going, what's the next one we're going to ruin by getting Shadowlands competitive out. at it? Yeah. Yeah. Soon. So okay. many snacks, so little time. Tony then asks a secondary question, because you can, what a lad. One more question. Have you thought about hosting an event yourselves after things settle down with COVID? And if so, what game would you choose to host? SpartanCon. I'll be honest. We've spoke about it on numerous occasions, but we live in a part of town where I don't think we would get the numbers that we would need to be able to rent the venues that we would want to rent. The price that people would want to. Exactly. So the only event I could see us doing is a little bit of a closer to home one where it's more like a SpartansCon, as we've said. Which wouldn't be an event. It would just be more like a weekend that we well, would organise a variety true. of games instead of an we event. We could do like a few, like say three mini tournaments in the Spartans because we've got that space. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, we honestly did try, dear listener. We we, we were rigged up. I went round. I went. I went to, to, to venue. Three or four months. I did drawings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, we just I took the drawings to hotels. We yeah. just couldn't make it work. Just like, can you the space and the work? Spartans we. Wanted to run more events in the Spartans, but quite frankly, the roof was in such a state that <laughs> it felt a bit weird, and the t- trees growing in the toilets, and it's what you would call well, not not just that, like, not, yeah. not not just that for the Spartans. The Spartans is a really awkward, Characterful. one. Or awkward one because the area in which you would travel to, the accommodation that's local is diabolical. Is it a venue that could host a two-day weekend that you're going to be happy with people being there? No, no. But is that a reflection well, just purely it. on the event? We've done it where the people... 30k peak, have done it. Mm, do they turn up for the venue or do they turn up because Cy does such a fucking good job? They turn up for the event. Yeah, it's not the venue, but yeah. you functionally just need a roof for a venue in a way. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but you need a bit more than that. But what I mean is the 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 clientele that turn up to that 30k event was near enough the exact same ones that have been to all of them. Correct. And that... They have a little niche bubble. Yeah. That would be like us trying to say that the Spartans have their own. Oh, sorry. We well, we we wouldn't have the tyres. Let, that let me build on Tony's question. Yeah, these two are interested in Bushido. Yeah, they're also interested in how can we play this competitively? What if there was a Matt and Dan comp pack, and you did a tournament, the Bushido tournament, where you've done a oh, comp pack? I would just I would just do a normal tournament. And just say you just have a thirty point sideboard and just play your theme. You can invite the GCT guys and if, if you like go, guys to come and play. Yeah, and if you're like, oh, but I play that or anything that has 30 point sideboard, it's like, okay, yeah, well, go fuck yourself. Considering how local they are, that would be <laughs> very interesting. Because to get from South East London or whatever over to the club. If they are South East London. Yeah, I mean, they could live north. It's just, I yeah. don't think that's where they said the lockout was. If they're, within, if they're inside the M25, it's down to us to really come along. Yeah. to the challenge after, come come after COVID. Have a try and eat with us. I mean, you're welcome to come out after that. Have a Yeah. yeah. But Morden's there of all the places to get to this is probably the easiest one for him if they're anywhere in fucking London I'll even pick them up from the station if we want <laughs> come hang out um, but yeah would we would we host an event trust me we've tried and if gaming does pick up again we'll continue to try yeah 
Uh, yeah, I mean, the system as we've talked about, Infinity is too terrain dependent. We actually do have quite a bit of the club, and I've got a lot, you've got a lot, Maria's got a lot. But I don't know if we could, it'd have to be a small tournament because we of terrain. probably push a 16 man if we really try with like a couple of odd looking tables. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a bit difficult because of the number of, uh, the amount of terrain you need. But Bushido, I feel like we could oh, Bushido, I've got enough to do, I've got enough terrain to do two or three tables, if I just need the mats, and they're only 13 quid each. A lot of the guild will train we can repurpose. It's transferable, yeah. yeah. Easily run a Bushido tournament. But, Dom Symes, with the constant influx of new games and Kickstarters, do you think the so-called golden era of wargaming has become quantity over quality? Great I question. Don't yes. agree. I don't I agree. agree. After you, sir. So I think that we are literally getting more stuff, but I think... I think wargaming has always been quantity and like tabletop gaming, board gaming. There's always been a huge amount and like some of the things that people necessarily feel like are quality are not. If you're looking from a purely rules perspective, I, I think the quality is still there. You just have to actually look for it. So weirdly, my point's kind of the same, but from the point of view, I am, to me, that was... Think of all the Kickstarters that people yeah. get and don't open. Sure. So, and there's a lot of that. So, therefore, it could be argued that the problem is mine and not theirs. But if it was a really great product and it was really quality and I wasn't just sucked into the to the advertising and the shininess, would I be playing it? I don't know. Uh, I guess... Yeah, maybe. Like, we might have basically the same point. I think we do. Like, I think, like, obviously these are just, like, numbers plucked out. Yes, there. yes, yes, yes. Like, if you went to, like, salute, like, however many years ago, and there are eight tabletop games, one of which actually has a good rule set, and then you go to salute now, but there's 64, but there's eight of them that have a good rule set. Okay. That, then no, that's fair. The ratio is still there. We, we there are, There is more quality stuff now you just have to know how to find it. For John, I'm going to go with a computer game reference. Yep. Nintendo was yep. famous for only letting certain people develop for their systems. You had to apply and get yep. that license. The thing that why Sony beat them, when because you know the Sony PlayStation was originally an adapt, adaptation to a SNES, yep. and then Nintendo said no, and Sony went, fuck, we're just going to run with it. The reason they won is because they said... Any motherfucker could design a game for us. So when it came out, there was like, instead of Nintendo going, have six release games. Oh great, th thanks Nintendo. Play when Sony came out, you could buy fucking tons of games. But the problem was, so many of them were shit. But you've just said, say, let's just say there was 100. 10% of that means that 10 games are brilliant. Nintendo, we did more than the six that were Exactly. Brilliant. Yeah. And it's that principle. Well, I, I find it it's tough because if you look at wargaming and computer games, there's a difference, I think. Because with wargaming, there's different aspects to the reasons that people play it. And within online games, there is that, but I think it's a lot more evident in tabletop games. When people are signing up to Kickstarters, some people are signing up for rules, some people will sign up for models, some people sign up for things. Just because a Kickstarter turns up at your house and you don't open it, doesn't mean that you wouldn't have bought it again. Like, I've bought models that I know I won't sell. Right. But I've not opened them and I've not painted them. That doesn't mean I don't want them. I've bought them for reasons I've bought them. There is more quantity of quality now 
But I don't think that means that there is more quantity over quality. Yeah, there is there is a lot of stuff, but there is a lot more good stuff now, and people are buying into it for different reasons. If you say the golden era of like, I think when he's I think when he was talking about where there was so few limited games that we could play, we felt we had to play those ones. That's where everyone's tire was at a game games club. Like if you go back to when we started playing X Wing, like when we met playing X Wing. Name the other games that you could have played in an LGS when X-Wing was going on. X-Wing was the new game. What was the only games you could play in an LGS? 40k. 40k. There was Magic the Gathering, if you were playing a card game. Friday Night Magic, that was it. You know, If you went into an LGS, they'd have their fucking timetable on the wall. And there'd be the night for people playing 40k. There'd be the night for people playing Magic the Gathering. And then X-Wing came about. That's only three games. Now we go to an LGS store... There's like indie games here, this game yeah. there, this game's everything. D and D night. D and D. There's there's just well D and D was probably already on there, but board games. But there, there's just but so, it's getting more now. Yeah, there's just yeah. so much cool shit. Yeah, there are. I would say there are less bad games because the bad games nobody even talks about because they don't even get the light of day. So I don't think that there is. I hmm, I am firmly. I think there is more. Be, there is a lot of quantity. Belief that tabletop game design is only getting better. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. I'd rather be playing the tabletop games we have now than tabletop games we were playing like five years ago. I agree. I think I think technology and the understanding of what makes a good game is only improving gradually. Even if you are you you magpie great ideas from other people and you develop them and try and put your own spin on them and turn them into what you want the game to be. I think there are the quantity of games has gone up, absolutely, but I think the quality of the games has risen at a commensurate rate. Mm, you're okay. lucky to say but in, in my opinion one of the be- the best ho- hobbies we can in like current times yeah yeah. people not on the internet that play video that play video games and tabletop war games are the best people because they're the most interesting people to hold conversation Tech people play computer games are not the best people not on the internet oh right okay that's right. specified because yeah. yeah. people who play war they games and terrible. talk on the internet are awful as well the they are terrible I mean we've all seen the dumpster fire that is Gubs <laughs> board games are interesting because people are interesting and board games are just getting so much better at MU, uh, enhancing and showing the most interesting po- bits about people. Yeah, it's a lens through which, which to sort of view your relationship with your friends and new people as well. And it's just an interesting way to approach them. And it, change, it changes the dynamics of the way a group interacts in ways you might not have expected and ways that the people who are playing them wouldn't have even predicted. Mm. And that's always interesting. On a side note, Next year, I'd really like to go to Spiel. Spiel. Assuming yeah. Spiel in Essen. Yeah. Well, it's like end of next year. It's normally like October, November, isn't it? Spiel. No, November. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to go It's to normally I'd be up for that. right at the end of oh. October, so I start in November. Because yeah. last year was when I was going to go for my birthday, when Paul and that were going from the... Is that a weekend thing I'm be able yeah. to do as well, isn't it? So I'd be able to do that. Uh, yeah, they normally, they normally make it an extended weekend. <laughs> yeah. Because so they just, drive there. Yeah, I'd just come down Friday night and go back Sunday night. Because it probably wouldn't be during like a half term. I'm just trying to think. I'd be able to. I wouldn't be able to do like the full shebang with you guys. But I'd be oh, okay there for are we talking about the same one? The one that's in Germany. Germany. Yeah. 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 Next question. Good question there uh, from Dom. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Dave Cameron. Bushido. Yes. Okay. Um, Bill had a follow-on question. Is that hen chicken licking telling you that the sky is falling in? Uh, no, that's Tengu going out, lads, lads. Birds. Alright, fine. Lads are the birds. Like it. Nice. Bop, bop, motherfuckers. Dan Strau, how many copies of Hero Quest has the group ordered and what ratio of them will end up at Barry's house? Uh, well, currently, I'm the only fucker that's got one and mine's coming from the US. Oh, that was it. So, we just had this conversation. Oh, 
Sorry. So one just two, sorted it now. One to no, two. Earlier. Oh, you put the Zavi one. But only when you put the fucking link up. It's, it's in that post. His yeah. link. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I've got one coming from the US. You've got one coming from Zavi. No. No, so one to okay. two. Yeah, and one's going to Barry's. But thank, can I just publicly thank Danny Stroll? Because I had not seen that change. Yeah. That that was possible to purchase that American-only game. So thank you. Know. Ducky Hackett says it's cheaper to buy an old copy of eBay. Not the same, mate. No, apparently it's basically the same rule set though. Yeah, but now it's, there's like new flashy miniatures. So if you like the old miniatures, you can get an old copy. If you I like sh- the new flashy stuff, you can get the new ones. Sorry, one thing I did, I was reading the like blurb or whatever. I do like that the playable characters are wizard, barbarian, dwarf, and elf. Yes, as if they because they they are classes, not races. Apparently in this. But all, I, I always just think of um, what's that guy, the, the Australian guy, the bard who does who did the hero quest um, review. The guy said, "Bro, so." No clue. You're no. speaking. Oh, someone else has seen that video. No. I want to see because he's done some good unboxing videos. I want to see how he feels about New Hero Quest. Now I'm worried I should have just gone and bought the old one. Nah. What's the point? It's new. New. Someone's sword will be broken. You'll be pissed off. You got your own copy now. Yeah, well, it's I'll new go shiny that. stuff. Thanks for helping me. It's right. If fine. you don't like the new miniatures, you can always go find the old miniatures and play them with the new like components. I'm here to help, mate. It's fine. That was all the questions. Well, well done, everyone. Well, no, there's some more questions. Oh, shit, yeah, Twitter. Well, do people actually reply on Twitter? Yeah, five. Oh. Is it the same people that post on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> Quite possibly. Well, no, Ed's, Ed's posted on there. Because mm. Ed's doesn't really Facebook very much. Oh, two bands, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I did have the page up, but my phone is a dick. Oh, Barry. When I get there first? I Jesus. thought we had more que- I honestly thought we had more questions on that. Okay. Right, here we go. I think I think I'm there. My phone's still waking up. Damn, I need a new phone. Yes, you've been saying this for years, so just fucking get one and shut the fuck up. I've had this Ed phone for five and a half years. Now this is this is an interesting one. We're going to start with a big. In fact, I might have to end on Ed's. He's big. So, Rich Alderson. Oh yeah, <laughs> Rich. Are you all in a happy place now? And more seriously, at st- <laughs> at any stage, do you think you'd be comfortable at an event? Yeah, but not now. Um, oh, do you think he means a GB event? I assume, oh, I thought he means at I, an event because of COVID. I'm assuming oh. that's two separate questions. Yes, and more seriously, at any at any stage, he just says at stage, but I mean, I think he means at any stage. Do you think you'd be comfortable at, at comfortable at an event? Not for a while. Sorry, re- I was. Will you be comfortable at a gaming event anytime in the near future? Do you think? I'm at work. F- I'm on site three days a week. I'm fine. As long as people are following the right rules, like you, you, I could, think you, you, people need to understand. You still need to live, and you still need to have to function. Yeah. You need to do what's best for yourself. You got to be really selfish about it. Look after yourself, which means you'll look after everyone else. Yeah. So if you feel any way, shape, or form that you could feel even like remotely that you've come into contact with anything, you sort yourself out. Everyone uses all the right stuff. Like oh, all, yeah. Just do the right. Just do the right thing. I think we're 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 in okay places. Happiness wise. If so, yeah. If it's general, yeah, I'm I'm all right. I'm, I'm all right. Um, but I probably wouldn't go to an event yet, if I'm honest. No, I wouldn't. Plus, because the problem I the mm, define event though. If we uh, like, it's, I'm here. Well, that's that's, that's what I'm all mean. So, say for example, say they lift the rules up, which they're not going to do anytime soon. But 
say they lift it up and they say, oh, you can have up to 20 people in a gaming event. Mm. Like, not, not gaming event, they're going to say public place or whatever. You wouldn't go to a tournament, would you go to the club if you knew the club was going to be full? At maximum capacity of 20? No. You the wouldn't. problem I've got at the minute mm. is the way my work is set up, is, so th- we had, a, we Yours, had I guess it's three positive tests yeah. last two weeks ago, and that took out eighteen people. And to be clear, they weren't dead. They, weren't they just dead. had to quarantine yeah. for fourteen days. And the way our thing, our game is set up, is that we're not a permanent thing. They could shut us down at any moment. Yeah, yours is a bit slightly different. And if I got COVID and then came in, interacted with twenty people. And they interact with people, and then suddenly we've got hundred people off, and they, and our job stopped. I mean, I know that's absolutely the worst case. No, but you're talking responsibility based but on what you're around. I just don't want to, you know. There See, are with, with with us, we had a positive case uh, three week, three three weeks ago on one of the floors with my engineers on. I wasn't there, so I wasn't too fussed. I was working from home. But I learned so much about what you've got to do to sort people out of it that you're like, fuck that one knock on effect because one guy that was on the floor that my guys are working on. Do, technically, do I pull my guys off? Because I can't tell whether they were near him. Like, you know, you've got so much that, like, where do you draw the line of responsibility? But I just said to them, right, fine, fuck it. Anyone that was on that floor on the days, that, the three days that they said that he was there, fuck it, day off, you go get tested. You tell me when your testing results get back and you tell me if you're happy to go back and work because that guy's not going to come back. But as long as you're happy with where you are and everyone else is following the right rules, that's all you can do. Mm, no, absolutely. You can't, you can't stop. Your case is a little bit different. I think because they could because of your so employment. Hmm. Yeah. Would I go to an event? I'd go to an event as long as it was listed properly. And by that I mean, if I knew an attendance list and I knew the people that were going and I trusted those people enough to fill in a form properly and do the right stuff. If you wrote down ten people and it was all the people that I knew, I'd be like, I'd look at it and go, Yeah, well, I trust them. Yeah. And I'd, I'd, and I'd be well. and I'd be like, Fair enough. Yeah. It's the sort of would you be able to have a casual conversation with someone if, for example, they went and got a drink and they t- took the mask off? And they come back and they haven't put it back on. As long as I was casual enough to be like, put your mask on. And I know they'd do it and not kick off about it. I'd be all right with them. Because you, you casually, people forget. Mm. Got people go on the phone, take it off and have it hanging. They put the phone back, but then they forget to just, you just need to be able to yeah. casually in conversation say, stop being an idiot. But just, I don't think you can hold an event like that. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I could go to an event. But I could go to an organised, larger, sure. six-man, yeah. as long as organized I have fun with the person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But just in case this question does mean, how are, are you all right now in terms of Guild Ball? But like, no, I'm still sad. And then if it is, could you go to a Guild Ball event right now? But like, no. I, I probably don't really fancy it at the moment. I don't want to, I don't want to play Guild Ball at the moment. I could. That's cool. So yeah, that just to answer both, because I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, fair play. I think after coming out of lockdown when everyone is actually confident and happy, I'll go to any fucking event that comes up. Just because I want a bit of a fucking break. <laughs> SBG doubles come back up, me and Dan are on it. <laughs> like, uh, like, as in, I just want to get out more. But as soon as everyone says... Yeah, we'll play Pirates. Because that'll be, that'll be delivered by the time COVID yeah. stops. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You are, uh, Michael Elk, uh, you are taking a food break at a tournament. What is the best food to order? Now, great, now, great. now depends on just the before we start, it's half twelve. We can't go on for an hour on this because we will. Let's try I've got, got some really easy answers for this. Start getting towards some snappier answers. If it's a, depends on the tournament. Depends yeah. how well you're doing. 
Agreed. And it depends on if you're planning to go out that night. Yeah. So, for example, we go. I'm just going to use one of the Element Games. Are you going to use the infamous first game shit? Exactly. Right. So you never go out for a massive meal the night before because otherwise you might need to go for a shit game one <laughs> and, and use 15 eight, minutes. 15 yeah. minutes of your and you clock. come back looking at a Corsair matchup, going, "What the fuck was I doing?" And let's be honest. Those toilets in Element aren't the most salubrious of surroundings. What is salubrious, mate? mate? at that stage, oh, I didn't give a fuck. Like, nice. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. I mean, but, be- better than a fucking warehouse in Manchester, but... <laughs> yeah. Or our toilets at the club. <laughs> yeah. So, so t- tournament tournament prep, you don't go out for a big meal day before, yeah. day before round one. Yeah. Middle of day two, if you've got a big meal and you're going out with the guys, just have a little one. Just have a little subway. Have a little like cafe. A six-inch. Have, yeah. have a little. If like, I'm in a generic food. city with the generic like generic take shoes, subway. subway, 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 easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, subway, easy. But if you know it's a Sunday, you've got a long drive home, you never have anything you're going to need so, to pull over to like, go for shit. Don't want to take too bit. It's going to make you sleepy. Don't want nothing spicy in case nothing it's spicy, a bit touched. No, yeah. I mean. So we, when we were at Dice Saloon and it was a tournament where Pete, Pete, pizza. pizza I've had the pizza, but. I don't know if you remember, but I said to you guys, I was like, I'm actually doing quite well here. So I do remember you saying that. I only ate half my pizza, so I'm not going to have the other half. Of I the wasn't pizza there, but I remember you telling me because you don't want to clog up the clog up the system. Yeah, I was like, like I don't want to I need to be. I need to be on my game. You need to burn clean. And I did get to the final of that, and I put it down to only having half a pizza. That's so in short, pizza. You have to ta- tactical. Tactical with your food. Always. Got to use um, and also, lunch at a tournament is never really your big meal. The only time you do that is on a one-day event and there's a little kebab shop outside of a certain little church venue. Yes, but even then, I can't go big because I'll be sleeping and I Don't hate rap. having mucky fingers. Mucky fingers well, yeah, when I... That's why I have a rap when you go to tournaments, tournament, see? Man, no. oh, it's always. But that place, there was one time they fucked me right off when I had a mixed on a wrap. Is that when you tried to order off menu? Yeah. Don't do that. Is this I'm, they I'm have a menu for a reason. A I'm, all, I'm all about yeah. that. Is this the mid-kent one? Yeah. And then they forgot my sauce and he went, oh, I can add it after. And I was like, what? Are you going to unwrap it? And they just put like a dollar burger sauce <laughs> on the top like a Mr. Whippy. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> that was the time that everyone in that kebab shop nearly died. <laughs> it, was, it was fine. I think oh. I looked it down and walked out. Um... But be smart, I think, is the answer. Yeah, be smart. Bad raps are good, Subway. Be smart, if you can't be smart, be lucky. Fish and chips are always good as well. Oh, see, I'd have said no to fish and chips. That's involved. That's involved. That's that's the thing you eat with your hands as well. No, you eat that with your hands. You get a little wooden... Shovel. See, no, no, no. Wooden fork? Wooden forks. Not wooden shovel. I'm fine with a wooden fork. KFC, I often find a mistake. KFC is always a mistake. Because I, I, I love it, but it's bad tournament food. It's good road trip food, though. Agreed. A subway or a small pizza? No, see, I still. Pizza, I just don't think it's right. No. Right. right, well, there you go. I mean, if anything, that was quite detailed. That, I was, think more, I'm gonna... that was more like a tactician's choice. What do you reckon, Barry? A banana? That's a herb, and I'm not even <laughs> fucking having it. A herb? Correct. I'm going to go with subway, even though I'm not I'm a massive. Berry. I'm not. I'm, please do look it up. I'm not a massive um, Subway fan, but I will accept the Subway's probably the best. Next question. Okay. Um, what's the best food-related game? Board, RPG, tabletop card? I'm looking at Dan for this, because I've yeah, got I don't, I don't. So, uh, what was that? Sorry, I was asking if... Ba- oh, Banana sorry. Uh, that was Terry of Destiny. What did he say? He said, what's the best food-related game? Like, board game? Food-related game. Food so, uh, in my opinion, it is... A- 
it's on the expensive side, but it's a game called Food Chain Magnet, which is functionally Monopoly done right with fast food. Wow. Ah. Um, but rather than going oh, around a board. Magnate, not magnet. Yes. I heard magnet, and I was thinking, because no, no. magnet, because the chains but... are made of metal? And then I was just like, oh, magnate. Well, like, it's sort of like an engine building game where you're drafting your employees, and you create your, like, your employee pyramid. Sure. So, mm-hmm. so like, the manager can activate two below that, and da-da-da. And you, so you activate down to, like, I'm making burgers, but you then need to also advertise your burgers. But if you put all your money into advertising burgers and someone undercuts you on burgers, they're making profit on your advertisement. Oh. I love, this sounds brilliant. Yeah. That's quite cool. But, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, here we I, go. I'll play this. I want to play your Magnet game. I don't have it, but I'll oh. get it. Food Magnet game. He's hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> 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 Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I can't disagree. Which food group are white balls in? <laughs> Fungus. There we go. Oh, I next was, question. Because they've probably got a bit of mold on them. Because I'll. Is it banana or her? If you've not used them in a while. Apparently, due, according to PBS.org News Shower Nation, <laughs> PBS News Hour, they are and they are. Great answer, mate. Well done. Th- thanks, oh, PBS. Obviously, American. What bunch of Bananas cuts. are both. Both a fruit and not a fruit, while the banana plant is colloquial called a banana tree, it's actually a herb distantly related to ginger, since the plant has a succulent tree stem instead of a wood one. We'll agree to disagree. We'll, we'll, we're both right. Point each. Next question. <laughs> um, big Grumpy Gamer, which is... Is that Matt Hackett? Big Grumpy Gamer is... Yeah, 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 yeah. Big, big Grumpy Gamer is Matt Hackett. Um, on, what feature of a gaming system are you now most enamoured with? Basically, what make what is making games that you are playing stand out to you as interesting? So, lore is okay as an answer, but sometimes games have a uh, have a rules that make them stand out, or like a mechanic. So, for me, I really like the dice mechanic in Bushido, the combat system. Yeah, like I think that, that's fair. That sort good. of betting, or not betting, but bluffing. Like, am I going to put into defense attack in what in what ratio? I quite, I, I really like that. Oh, it's really, really fun good. little mechanic. I miss the playbook system. It's gone, it's, dead. it's gone, Dad. It's gone. Just accept no, it, I, Dave. I mean, it's, Everybody's it is, dead. That it has is. tainted like every other game for me. Player in the Rex. It's not the same. Oh, I must dig that out. If I find it, we'll play it. Yeah. I've got it. Also, like, they haven't released a new model for it in like... Ages. Ages, yeah. I assume it's done. Well, they released Terrain for it last, like, October. <laughs> a year ago now, yeah. like... Those models were bonkers. But no, back to the question. Um... I like the a- ARO mechanic in Infinity, so you're always playing. Yeah, fair. That, uh, I, I'm really, really, I don't know, obscure answer. I'm really enjoying the social side of playing online games again. Probably not what you were looking for as an answer. I but think it's a game, one game specifically, a thing about that game that is like what most enamors you with a gaming system. So I'm going to guess that's uh, one game, as it were. So is there like something about a specific game you play that you love, like I don't know the fucking movement mechanics in um, Rocket League, but as an example, no, no, I don't have an answer. No, I I play games for literally the social fun part of it, and then the competitive nature of it, not really for the rules. I'll be honest. Cool, Adams. The rules were at a side point. He said playbook system. Oh yes, he did the playbook system. He misses it, but I agree with you that still fantastic. Can't be on about it. The main reason though that I really enjoy it is because the negating of dice spikes. Yes, you can see a dice spike and go, "Oh my god, he rolled all sixes. And then you go, you, "And I'll take the tackle on one." Unless you charge with guns, you only get one four. No fours. One would have won it. Oh, I see. My apologies. Nine dice, no fours. Fuck this game. Hashtag never forget. Um, Ed Churchman. I, I missed all of those. And they went straight to the bar. 
did. Very oh, salty. No, that's, no. that's when he stopped playing Gilball and then didn't pick it up again until he started playing Navs about six months later, if not more. Yeah. More than that, mate. Yeah, probably. Ed's um, question. Ed's question. I just really liked it. And it was the last tweet anyway. So, what is your favourite die type and why? Saying a D6 isn't a cop out, but I will want a good explanation. D10. Why? Glad you asked. Um, <laughs> for me, the. Even though I'm a tabletop wargamer through and through, in the 90s I played a lot of Warhammer Quest, uh, a bit of Man of War, 40k, that sort of stuff. But I didn't have like a lot of friends at school. No one at school was into the things that I was into. My friends were at the other school because I passed the 11 plus, they hadn't. So, and I stuck with them kind of thing. Nerd. Yeah, and the problem was and old until they hit like yeah, did the eleven plus until I like got to like seventeen, and then they found girls and joined a Christian youth group so they could hang out with the girls and they were like, "Do you want to come?" And I was like, well, "It's a Christian youth group." And like, yeah, I was like, "No, no, I don't." So I lost them. <laughs> but prior to that, so like fifteen, sixteen, I played a lot of cyberpunk. If it's any consolation, Barry, they weren't in a Christian youth group. They weren't having sex. Probably not. The RPG, correct. Had a re-release recently. Yeah, but I, got no, I don't know if anyone would play with me, but um, I okay. loved that game. I loved Cyberpunk. The, the rule book had, was beautiful and it had stories and it was the rules and it was cool. We had the Chromebooks, which are like your Argos catalogue of weapons and cybernetics and armour and tools. Yeah. And the art was great. And just, I'd just flick through and go, oh, I want to buy this. And I'd just make characters all the time. And that was a D10 system. And just when you rolled it and you saw that 10 for your crit, you were, oh, it's brilliant. Loved it. That's my answer. D10. I love that. Nice and detailed. Jean? Mine's either a D10 or a D20 because of the, I think, what really got me back into gaming was when I started, I, I, start, I got back into gaming because, weirdly, I had enough models that... Tabletop wargaming was a cheap option for me while saving for other things. Ironically, considering how stupid right, expensive the games yeah. are. Ba basically, basswoods. Get this. <laughs> I started playing Warhammer Fantasy again to save money to buy stuff for my car. No, no, Jesus. Was this at a point where you were deep in credit card debt? No, I just didn't have. Right. I didn't like. I'm trying to work out how it was cheap. This is the height of your no, I know, so I wasn't buying anything. I went back to the game to play, because if I played, you don't spend money when you're playing, and I couldn't spend money in the shop because I wanted to buy stuff for the car. Did you already have models? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I still right. had all the models from when I was a kid. That's how I went back That was the element I was missing. But the one thing that I got into that was new, that was free, was when my, it was Pub Hammer, and I got introduced to RPG games. And I was there, the first one I played was Hunter the Vigil. I think that was D20? Do you know? World of Darkness. World of Darkness. Is... And I'm sure it's D20 and D10s for actual action. I think so, yeah. Something like that. Whichever the one fucking World of Darkness is, that dice, because that got me actually over the boundary of like, back down the nerd rabbit hole. Because that's what just opened up. It's a good hole. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, still fucking here and I. That's my answer. Oh, and a D3, because it looks like a pyramid. That's a D4. D4. D3s as well. Yeah. 
You do get D three. You do. But they don't look you like do. they don't look like primus. They look like Toblerone. they look like yeah, yeah, slightly twisted Toblerones. You could absolutely get D three uh, pyramids that are printed as D threes, mm. but they it's like one two three, and then it could be like two D three. Like it's a bit old. Okay. You gentlemen, what's your favourite die? Got that. Probably D six because so like that's a D four. Got four in it, mate. That was the clue. Listen. Shit. Sure. I really have um, now because I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I think there's the smart answer and there's like the the my answer. Like the smart answer I think is D twelve because it can be ratioed down into a D six if you want to play those, but it offers I a think higher amount of variety for the purposes of this like a D6 is like range uh-huh. it's quite small and generally the larger the range the better the figures sure. oh, yeah. but you can I still take yeah, I only yeah. have D12 so I can like still play all these D6 games because it's like a uh, but like if you put your hand into a bag of dice mistake. putting out D6 just feels better than any other dice it just feels right Oof. I'd That's rather good. be rolling a pair of like 2D6 than a pair of 2D ah uh, disagree Really? I hate the randomness of 2d6. No, no, I'm not talking about no. literal He's emotional fear. Neutral. Cool. Yeah, I get that. Raffi? It was a d4 just before we say. Um, I'm sure we've seen a d3 though. I'm sure there are d3s. The, yes. Yeah, there are d3s, but yeah, they're because, like they're like a twisted. No, no, because you know, instead uh, tangent, the uh, numbers are at the points. Yeah. On the D3, the They're numbers on the are on the sides. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's literally exactly the same. But the oh, one no. is there, the two is there. I've definitely Still got, got four D3 sides. Like sure. that. Okay. Um, yeah. It's very difficult because my heart, my heart wants to say D10s, but my head, my head says D6s. Because D10s, they're just a very pleasingly shaped and sized dice to to move right. like it, the, at the end of the day I like it when the shiny math rocks make the click clack sound <laughs> so it doesn't really matter too much to me what they are I just like that noise that as long it really actually doesn't matter what the dice is as long as it makes a good noise now D20 as long as there's two of them one doesn't make a noise uh, no it doesn't one make makes that. you one gets you nervous to when you do one, you get that sort of you know you know when you hold up a shell to oh, your right, ear, John. you know when you hold up a shell to your ear, and it makes that noise. You can hear the ocean. When you roll if one you hold dice, up a D6, you don't hear Bugman's bar. No, like, when you roll, <laughs> when you're holding one dice in your hand and you've got your hands cupped and closed around it, and you're shaking, and you all you can hear is the very faint sound of that. Can we dice get some like ASMR dice for uh, listeners? Yeah, can I, can I have a dice, please, John? No, because you're, you're you're rolling. You're rolling the dice around in your hand, and you can hear the faint sound of it passing through the air inside your hand. And you, if you put, your, if you put it, these fives and sixes, if you put it next to your head, you can hear whisper. the little whisper of it moving through the air. And it's a really pleasing sound, but it's nothing compared to the wonderful click clack of two to three. I think the optimum number for me, at most, would be five to make the best noise. Because otherwise, after that, yeah, if you're rolling five dice, I don't, I don't think you want to do it with tens. No, maybe not. Well, I don't know, but. At about five dice, there's just enough interaction between the dice to make a really good noise. And if you go over that, they get lost in the shuffle and you can't hear the individual dice clacks. You just hear, like, static. It's not the same. I'll tell you what I don't like. My explanation? A little bit. But the massive-sided dice, 
when it's it's almost a sphere. Oh, the yeah. D hundreds. I don't like that. Yeah, at yeah, all. yeah. A, a D hundred. When it's like golf ball. Percentile. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, great time for percentile dice. Lot of cool <laughs> theory. I like I like percentile dice a lot. That's another reason D tens are great because you can have a percentile dice. No. A D ten is different to percentile. Yes, but but there are ten sided dice. It depends whether you're calling a D ten or D ten or a D ten or ten sided dice. Yes, they're two different things. Yes, okay. but they are also the same thing because they are both dice with ten sides. But a D ten and a percentile. A dice. A D ten has the numbers one to ten on it. Yes. Well, does it? <laughs> In my opinion, yes. Okay. If I have a, yeah, yeah, fair enough. If you have a ten sided dice with a red circle on every side, yeah. is it a D10? That was what I'm asking. No. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, D, D10s no, are very nice. I really like... Um, so Black no. Seas is a D10 system, and it's something just really pleasing. Even though you're only overrolling like three dice at a time, it's really pleasing about it. But yeah, D6s is what I'm, I'm used to rolling. I thought I was going to answer D20, but as soon as the they made came the wrong up, noise. I, I just couldn't remember in my head which one the World of Darkness dice was but it's whatever noise, one I was rolling when I was playing that RPG the noise is too dull it's muffled it's not a clack it's a doop and it, for me I think there's a certain element of the D6 is just I don't know it's so used I guess I don't it doesn't feel as special I think Dan's explanation was fine but it it didn't feel as special as like when I open Monopoly Monopoly's got D6s in it it doesn't feel Ugh, I hate but that. But a, a dice, when we're playing Perudo and you stick your hand in. Perudo! Yeah, you stick your hand in to scoop out your dice. Yeah. That's a special thing. Yeah. Well, I think talking about dice, that's probably an optimum moment. To uh, thank everyone for listening for what I imagine has been six to 12 hours by now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long one. Yeah, I mean, Barry's beard has grown out. He started braiding it while we've been. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, whoever's, whoever's using this for a painting session. Congratulations. Yeah, you probably got an army done. <laughs> so, well done. Make sure you based it all. Faces and bases and all that. Faces and bases. Um, uh, maybe next time we'll be more focused. Maybe it'll be less. Who knows? You'll have to hang around and, <laughs> we'll wait and, see. and find out. Um, but, I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, please listen to the next one. And always remember, please do roll better. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done one of those in a while. I tried to put some extra, uh, you know, relish into it. Mm. My mouth was nice and wet when I did it. <laughs>